Pinkular Already, episode 428 with our guest, Filthy Robot. Kyle? Couple of sponsors tonight. Audible, Squarespace, Captera, Smart Mouth, and of course, Turo. Turo is the peer-to-peer car sharing marketplace where you can book any car you want, wherever you want, from a community of local hosts. From exotic cars, uh, exotic sports cars, to practical daily drivers, you can choose the best car for you, whatever your budget. Download the Turo app, that's T-U-R-O, on the App Store or Google Play or visit Turo.com. You can get 25 bucks off your first trip when you sign up for Turo and use promo code PAINKILLER at checkout. Turns apply, of course. They need to hook me up. I, if, if they really want some promo, they need to be like, hey, Kyle, here's a here's a $80,000 credit. You're basically going to drive a Viper forever now, and, and it's your Viper, and and and... and Enjoy it. That Turo. would get me on board for that sure. Get me right on board. <laughs> no, <laughs> you need know, to maybe, take maybe. the dick pill approach. So just send you kind of a shitty viper. Give you a taste for it. I'd love to see the the, the actual numbers on how many dick pills I sold because I bet I sold a mountain of dick pills with with my with my sales pitch because it's a wonderful product. Well, I like to think this is a team effort. But yeah, you know what? And to be honest, Taylor's <laughs> the one that turned me around. When Kyle was pro dick pill, I was like, yeah, but Kyle's. Pro adventure with regards to <laughs> drugs. So, <laughs> uh, but when Taylor was like, "Get me in here," I was like, "Well, huh? Maybe that almost won me over." Yeah, nice. Almost. Well, well I, we'll I, have filthy one over by the end of this. Yeah. By the way, filthy. Wait. Or you know, just now they're on the subject. You, you know, you can get Viagra and Cialis just delivered to your house without going to the doctor now, right? Remind me, is this because they're sponsoring you or because I should actually react to this? In some it's way? Both. You should actually react. They're not even a sponsor tonight. I'm just a huge fan of theirs. I, I signed up for the maximum a throbbing fan. fan. I, I pay $90 a month. <laughs> uh, throbbing. I liked it. <laughs> they, 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 I signed up for their maximum plan. So I get, I don't, 18 Remind or 20 me, pills. How old are you, Kyle? Uh, 32. Is that necessary? No, See, it's not necessary. Kyle has a counter argument for this. He says, I'm, he says, you just lack imagination if you can't just even picture, if you can't imagine, if you can't, if, if you just, if you can't fathom a harder cock, right? Just picture your best day, a knuckle hard cock. That's what it provides. Better, better. See, it, like you, you don't need deodorant. You don't need a coat when it's cold out. You don't need penicillin. Some often, of these things are kind of needs. <laughs> you know, but it, I, see, I lump yeah. them all in. I <laughs> start start low and I get high. Yeah. The of it. But, you know, getting your dick harder, you don't need it per se, yeah, but it I, makes life more fun. My whole point is it's very it's, affordable. It's easy. It comes right to your door and you're going to be a, vet, a better version of you. It's, it's like creatine. You know, you take creatine when you work out. So you get the most out of your experience. Have you ever seen that movie? She's like, I'd like you 20% harder. Like, what, what, where did it come from that you thought to yourself, you know, what I really need is my dick to be even harder when I'm aroused. Oh, it's just an independent thought of, well, Kyle sold me initially. Where How he did said, he sell you? you give gotta me the give sales it a, pitch. He like, said, here I am. I'm just minding my own business, happy with my sex life, not at all in the least bit concerned right, about okay. my so he, he Tell didn't me actually, how I... He didn't quite sell me Look. on it because I never bought it. You know, it was when I got the free shipment of it, Kyle was like, you know, you're you're such a fool. It makes you so much better. You can just marathon sex as long as you want. You know, just easy peasy. And once I got it, I was like, holy shit. He's right. It's not magic where like you're just getting hard for no reason. You still have to get aroused, obviously. It just mm. makes it so that that refractory period doesn't exist. 
Hmm. Like you can just fucking fucking fuck. And you're harder and so, than you ever have been before. So if, what you're saying is for an individual who lacks self-control in the bedroom, this might be very nice. It would be nice in that regard, but it's also nice so you're getting a harder and fuller erection than you've ever gotten before more easily, more readily. I, I so use this analogy. qualitatively but, different for you then? It, yes. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. And yeah, quantitatively different for us quantitatively as far different. as how yeah. much blood is forced in. <laughs> enormous I, was gonna, I, I thought you were going with the number of rounds. There's a, there's a, yeah, well, both. There yeah. you go. We've gone from I, I one to two or three. Advertising team. I use, the gasoline, I use the gasoline analogy, right? My car takes 93 octane. It's required. It's a high compression engine. I wouldn't put 87 in it. No, I could. I could just go through life rocking 87 octane like you. But I choose <laughs> not to. Okay. Oh, that's him. He's calling you out. For an inferior <laughs> unleaded product. You're a Ford Pinto, okay? I'm a goddamn Corvette over here. We've got to have racing fuel in these things. I tell you what, and about if you give me another couple of months of fucking Wisconsin winter, by the end of this, that will sound like the best idea I've ever heard. I'm sure I'll be on board. Like seriously, like next time we do this, it'll be like mid-April. It'll be like sunny for everyone else. You'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, took you up on that Viagra idea. It's been great. It'll get me through the whole fucking winter. Okay. So yeah, it'll maybe. get rid of uh, sad. Your seasonal affective disorder, which I'm sure is kind of rough up there That's in what, Wisconsin. Is, is that part one of the other sales pitches? Too hard for sad. <laughs> no, that no, could it doesn't be. help with that at all. And I don't like the Viagra variant. I like the Cialis variant. That's definitely the the Tadalafil. That's the way to go. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So I know, uh, I know we have something that Kyle you wanted to jump into. Oh my uh, god! That you told me about it on PKN before the show, and. I hadn't seen it at the time, but you described it before the show as being Ice basically comes out and admits and, and just explains his business. But the way he explains it is exactly a Ponzi scheme, like yeah. like exactly how one works. And as you were telling me, I'm like, OK, I'm sure it's one of those silly clips that's edited a little bit. And it's it's more like jumping around. No, it's just a straight up clip of someone being like, how's your business work? And he's like, well, you take, we can just watch it if you yeah, want, because he's yeah, literally it, just describing it. Yeah, it's a, it's like a 20, 30 second video there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm queued up on it. Um, it's, it's I'm, remarkable. I'm also. This is so um, essentially like to give a tiny bit of background for this clip. He had been explaining how his business works, how his website works, how this new company he's, he's coming up with is going to work and how it's become going to be profitable and uh, grow. And everybody starts posting in the chat. That's a Ponzi scheme. And he says, no, 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 no. Let me explain. And that's where we pick up. So here. this is the clarification. This is him clarifying that gotcha. it is not a Ponzi scheme. So this everyone... is after he's given it a few moments of thought and has really thought, you know, this is the way I'll differentiate it from a Ponzi yes. scheme. Yes. Okay. Yes. Queued up at zero? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ready, set, play. In order for the investors to make their money back, uh, what we do is we grow the company to a certain point and then we have other investors come in and obviously they invest their money as well hopefully more than two so, million so dollars and then scheme. obviously when we get more than two million dollars invested yeah, you, you, the other investors will get their two mil okay. back it's not a ponzi scheme or a pyramid scheme okay uh i don't really know how to explain it because i didn't explain that very well i guess um <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, no, no, it's not a Ponzi scheme. I haven't it's seen just, that version. You get initial investors, and then you don't make a product, and you get new investors, and then you use those investments to pay the originals. And as long as you have an infinite growth potential, you won't get in jail. <laughs> Is there a product? Like I, 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 The version I heard was three minutes long, and there was no mention of a product. No, there's not a product. No, no. The only thing that I could tell is a product that he could sell is... 
okay, maybe he's making like a streaming site that he anticipates will have advertising on it. Like, and so he'd be selling a service there, but like, I don't see a lot of advertisers sprinting to, to for ice content like, to, to the Ponzi scheme. Well, what do you know about <laughs> yeah. advertising Taylor? That's true. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just like, so I can, I can, I can see how maybe he just explained it badly, but my God, that's exactly the explanation of what a Ponzi scheme yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, he yeah. should not be the front man pitching no. the, the, the way the company works. It's like, no, 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 wait, guys. No, no, no. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. You misunderstood. Let me, I guess I didn't explain it well. So I'm married <laughs> to a man. His name is Ted. Okay. And we have sex every night. I suck his cock. And, and yes, we're adopting yeah. a small Nigerian boy. Okay. We're not gay, though. We're, we're, we're straight as an arrow. Okay. And, and, and Yes. I like how adopting Sounds a gay, boy has something to do with being gay. <laughs> well, well, I, I think that's that's the super gay when you're when you're settling down when you have committed a hundred percent to a, a gay. No, it's not gay. It's not gay. You, you misunderstood, Taylor. Gay. I didn't explain it well. I didn't explain it oh, well. Man. So when his dick's in my mouth, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking this isn't ideal. But you know, here I am. But so, it's not gay. No, no, no. You aren't no. thinking that. You're not thinking that at all. You're thinking the exact opposite. You're thinking this is fucking phenomenal. This is great. Still that's not true. gay, but that's Still what you're thinking. Because if, if, if we're using that, carry that analogy all the way through, you got to go that route. This guy had his blue chew. Yeah. What's gay would be to be homophobic, right? And and scared to suck dick, right? What's uh, not gay is actually sucking dick. It's that's really right. it's gay to not let a trans man have sex with you. Mm. Wait, trans woman? Either. I don't know which way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say. Take your pick. Take a pick, Taylor. Just take a pick. Man, do you you know what's not cool? Mm-hmm. In neither cool nor gay. Nigerians. Uh, have you ever? Because it's like, hot house? there. It's literally hot <laughs> yeah, there. That Nigerian. wasn't a black joke. <laughs> well, well, something that is is cool and not gay is what celebrities do, and they're like, I want to adopt kids, so but I want brown. like I want lots of different flavors of kids, you know. So they'll like go around the world and like pick a Nigerian, and then pick a Japanese kid, and like then pick like a token, you know, uh, white kid or Hispanic to to finish out the troop. That's cool when celebrities do that. Very, very accepting and multicultural. What's not cool is wearing. Do you guys ever wear house shoes around your house? Like I wear flip flops. I am a barefoot guy. Like I wear these house shoes sometimes, and I used to wear them more often. And I always like would forget when my my girlfriend bought me house shoes for as one of the Christmas gifts this time because I said I, I wanted some. And I'm, I'm always like, man, I always put them on. I'm like, this, why did I ever stop doing this? Why did I stop wearing house shoes? This is so much more comfortable than socks. What is you a got house more traction. shoe? You're not, it's just like... A slipper? Like kinda. a slipper kind of thing. Let me see the other side. Oh, just yeah, we would have called those slippers where I grew up. Yeah, those just, just a slippers or... How, I don't know. I always heard them yeah. as house shoes. So slippers. But man, th- this gets to my point. Just bringing that up here brings a tangible smell with it. Just, <laughs> like, and, what you, just, what, just sitting here... In my my house shoes, I guess I need to wash them. Like I was bouncing my feet up and down because I'm always jittery and moving around on the show. And just yeah. the wind current of my heels hitting that soft, <laughs> the soft thing there is. This is you know when there's something that smells bad passively, where you yeah. go, "Whew, man!" Well, I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that on a back burner and think about something else. This smells active. How old are they? These I got them for Christmas. Yeah, oh, that's so, that's like impressive speed. Old. Yeah, yeah. And I think the problem is, is up till. Like a week ago, I'd always wear socks in them, and now so I'm just wearing them were... barefoot, and oh. it, it smells absolutely vile. Yeah, take yourself absolutely. back to a time where Miami Vice was cool, 
I went that's sockless so, every un, day, un, all like day, loafers. all winter. Uh, they were docksiders. I don't, they're different than loafers, but similar, you know? Yeah, yeah. You wear boat oh, shoes with no yeah. socks. Yeah, spare. Uh -huh. And they were my everyday to... shoe. I, uh, as a teenager, was forced to leave my, so my shoes on the front porch because my parents were not having it. Did you put baby powder in them? Sometimes, but then that would just create like a level of sludge. Like re really, when you get enough sweat <laughs> I know what you're talking about. in leather, then that's just the I, way the leather's going to be. I did that when in high school. Yeah, for a minute, like, I thought you were brilliant. I thought that was a continuation of the ice joke, and you were calling them house shoes instead of slippers to make the distinction between a Ponzi scheme and what he a Ponzi scheme and what he described. <laughs> I thought you went that far with it. I'm like, holy shit, he stuck that one totally under the radar. And then I no, that's that's a uh, no. That's what I was doing. No, he was just <laughs> struck by the smell, of, by the stink of his shoes, and he had. No, to that was the that was a red herring. I was doing what he said. He's okay, forced okay. to change <laughs> topics because it invaded <laughs> his mind nasally. Yeah, I, I, I had this manager. It smells so fucking bad. Like this is it's really almost unbelievable. I can't <laughs> I, believe I didn't. Let me give another little tap. Yeah, it's just like a wave. I had this manager who did that. He 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 wore like the the loafers or whatever with no socks. And uh, I thought he was a cool guy. He was a cool guy. You know, he was, he was like 30. He was, he was very wealthy. He, he, he used some of his car sales money to, to buy a chain of GNCs. He had two of them and he was working on a third and he was this really, nice. really fit guy. Despite, he had like a Napoleon, one of those Napoleon complex guys. Like he was like five foot seven or something, maybe shorter. So it, it really so drove he was perfect in every other way. Perfect in every other way, right? Like this is a guy who owned three cell phones because he had so many ladies going on. Like, like he was, he was, he he was always throwing money around. He had a, he he made an incredible living. Um, he was very energetic. He was always real bubbly and just just popping. And he was a very smart guy. And I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. He's not wearing socks. That's, I'm gonna do that. I. Those shoes, those fucking like dockers, like slip on, like, like business shoe type things started stinking <laughs> yeah. so goddamn badly that like, I remember getting in a test drive once and then being like, ah, there's something wrong with this one, honey. It's got a smell. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, we can get that out. Don't worry. I promise you, if you, if you buy this one, I guarantee the smell will be gone. You know, thinking like, cause I won't be in here. Yeah. <laughs> cause that oh, like, day I, I used I got, to do got... that same thing. What he was talking about? Where like, you're supposed to put the baby powder in there to help yeah. absorb the stink. When I was like 13 or 14 in the, the clutches of puberty, smelling horrible, like those boat shoes, those Sperry's were kind of cool. Now that you and mentioned so it, I, I the... was 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I had those fairies that smelled like shit. And I remember like I would take them off by the front door and my mom would be like, oh, my God, Taylor, that's bad. That's horrible. You need to get some baby powder or something in there. And so just from then on, I don't know how I thought baby powder was this like magic thing. I would just get home, like take baby powder and just like put a ton in there. Yeah. And then the next day I would just come and I'd put my feet in there with the baby powder in it. And yeah. so there was just a congealing sludge of it. And after a while of wearing it like that, it was like layering, like those those standing kind of formations you'll see in the Arizona desert. We'll be yeah. like, look at that. That was 30 billion years ago. You can look, <laughs> you can take a chisel into my shoe and be like, that's baby powder oh, from January. Yeah, I'd take like a penny and be like, oh, it's about an eighth inch thick now. We should like yeah. start over. <laughs> By the end of it, people are like, are you getting taller? It's like, well, yes, pretty quickly, <laughs> but not that quick. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that my feet are are not not ideal right now have you guys have you ever had that where you're out and about and you smell yourself or smell i've only ever had it with shoes where you're like oh no like this is embarrassing yeah. like I maybe once bad. or twice i i would forget deodorant like like you know just rushing through your morning routine and somehow the deodorant doesn't make it on 
And then like suddenly you're like, my armpits feel wet. That's uh, odd. And you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going home. I'm going home, guys. There's There's been a big error here. Or it, this this is not going to work. I have to go shower. Like, Did you like, guys have those kids in high school that like a teacher would have to approach them? High school or middle school? Probably middle school, more like where college. a teacher would have to approach them and be like, "Hey, you smell like you you have to start wearing deodorant." You know, I remember a teacher said that to us in my my seventh grade English class. She was like, "And just another thing, boys, deodorant is not optional anymore." I had a friend like, of and a it was friend. like, "Oh, we must smell terrible." In college, actually, friend of a friend, pretty smart guy, like in a couple of my classes, and he. He would come in like this was in North Carolina and I'd uh, come in and uh, take off a sweatshirt and the room would just like die when he did it. He's something <sighs> something mental. I don't know what it was that like, just didn't want to shower, wouldn't do it for whatever it's, reason. And just wouldn't. It's cracking me up because Taylor has a story of someone who was just so young and not worldly enough yet. Filthy has a story of someone. Would you say it might have been mental, like some sort of mental disability? It must have been like because the guy was. Fairly, I worked like, with dozens of Indians in, in IT, so I think I am most familiar with this phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> when, when they would stink the fuck out of the place, and it was really a struggle for me because, like, on one level, I kind of wanted to like almost mentor them. Like, this is deodorant. Put this on every day. It's a mandatory thing. You're not meshing with the culture here. And um, <laughs> on the other hand, like, I, especially towards the end of my career, I had kind of like a supervisory managerial type responsibilities. And, you know, you, you can't fuck around like a peer can when you're the boss. You know, when your boss starts giving you deodorant, then that, that might be inappropriate. So I never did anything. But that's where the spot I was in. Maybe you come in early and you've got a lot of those like travel sized like bars of old spice you're just putting them on every desk no like need to be cheap Halloween. kyle <laughs> that's why yeah. i think it had to be mental because like a lot of people called him out on this and it didn't didn't change like that it just i it think just culturally heat. it was just for for my guys um acceptable like humans have an odor like it's what humans smell like what do you think humans were supposed to smell like mm -hmm. um i don't know cool breeze yeah <laughs> but, not like yeah. whatever you smell like right now <laughs> yeah wait filthy was this guy he was an American. Like he'd grown up in a society of, of you use deodorant. Yeah, he, he had no cultural excuse. No cultural okay. excuse at all from the area, like local guy. And even that, like if you're from fucking New Delhi and you get like three weeks in here, you should be like, this population smells really, really nice. <laughs> like you should, they should be, pick up on that and then start using Old what Spice a, or whatever. Deodorant smells never have names that mean anything to me. Like, oh, you don't, you mean blue? you don't like to smell like endurance? <laughs> that's a great example i think cool breeze might be what i actually smell like i, I like these aren't things that smell it's like <laughs> michael scott was like put that gatorade in the passenger side cup holder what what flavor is that blue blue but blue that's just a color what is it blue blast oh blue blast okay put that <laughs> yeah, save that save that it's a must man it, it's a must you know i i've had those long-winded like talks on this show where i'm talking to our audience and i'm like look you shower and when you shower, you, you get some soap and you move it around. Okay. You want lots of suds because, because after a while you realize that if, if there are people out there that really smell this bad, they don't know this basic stuff. Like no one ever told them this. That's why a lot of times we, we, we make a big joke out of like talking about how to wipe your ass. But in the back of my head, I'm like, someone out there just learned how to, how to wipe their ass. Like, like someone just mm -hmm. has figured it out and now they don't have like a duty butthole. Like, like they're not have walking ever, around. Uh seen that debate i've never seen this in real life only on like twitter or weird little internet uh chat rooms or forums where they're like 
Do you know that 40% of people uh, sit down to wipe their ass or 40% of people stand up to wipe their ass? And it's like, there's people arguing like, how could somebody possibly stand up? Or like, how could you sit down while you're wiping your ass? Like, I've never, I always just get do the, you know, the left cheek lean or something. Yeah. Like, it's like a, you do like a half, you're still sitting. I'm not standing up over the toilet. It, do you know anybody who does that or do are any of you I, I, I do a, I do a hybrid I do a hybrid maneuver you know like like first of all if I am uh having to use toilet paper which which I I, I don't prefer I I, I oh you forward. time it before the shower is that the alternative No I'm not saying I go into the shower with a shitty ass like like I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I, you I'm don't not even give a preliminary wipe you just shit on You're like if I do have off. to use toilet paper which I generally avoid I mean, do you baby have a bidet Oh, yeah, baby okay. wipes or something like that. You know, like, they're just there's better. We've covered that. Baby wipes I mean, are a finishing move. They're the they're the more the fatality in Mortal Kombat. I will wipe with regular things and then use one baby wipe as a cleaner or the bidet. Efficiency. That's so I lean forward. You know, I, I lean forward on the toilet and get, get back there. And the bidet bit. is a finisher, Woody. No, no, the yeah. baby wipe. He said. Both oh, the bidet be. is a finisher. Yeah. Right. But sometimes maybe you stand and you do like a half bow, like a quarter bow, and 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 you know you get back there and you you, 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 you do it like you're bent over rowing, but you're wiping your ass. Not that's a full, that's like a full bow. I'm not I'm not get, I'm not going into a crunch position from standing or something like that. Like you're you're, so you're making it sound point, like I'm bending over cheeks, like I'm doing a deadlift. At some point, both cheeks leave the toilet and you're standing wiping sometimes. in a leaning posture. If okay, I see, if it was I a real messy situation, yeah. I always keep a point of of contact just in case there's a there's you know, around two or something. In case you get like a ref who calls it. You want to be able to say, yeah, I have one, yeah, one yeah. cheek on at all times. <laughs> yeah. at you all got times. One, one cheek down, touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you wipe sitting down, Philly? Or not Philly, filthy? Philly. Yeah, I, like that better. I, I think, I think what Kyle described is pretty accurate. Yeah. Okay. I go both ways. I am an ambi wiper, I suppose you could say. Well, I was traveling. So when I was, uh, we did my, our honeymoon out in Singapore and Thailand, and when we were traveling there, they have these standing toilets because it's the cultural thing where they had both oh, you, standing like toilets and standing toilets. What is this? Yeah, yeah. The squ oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the squatting where they have, like the, they have the two, like, they have like the, and you go into a, a uh, you know, it was an airport. This was a Singapore airport. So it's a huge fucking airport, right? You go in and then they have the normal stalls like we're used to. And then they have some where it's just like two footprints. It's almost like someone stood in concrete as it was setting on either side in a hole. And I'm like, oh, man, I feel like I should figure out how to use this, but it's intimidating. The I don't want to get like, my socks dirty. <laughs> I don't want to fall in the hole. We <laughs> used to have <laughs> <laughs> we used to have squatty potties in every toilet, and I don't like that. I I I, I don't know. Somehow, like uh, you got multiple squatty potties. Wait, is a squatty potty that thing that is like a little bench, like you like, put your legs on to make you sit higher? Yeah, you're like it, it's like a gyno chair for your toilet. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you're, I've, I've seen good. those. I've never used one. Yeah. I've heard they're good because according to God's plan, we were supposed to shit squatting. That's right. That's right. The Lord wanted us to squat. So he spit we, in his face. The Oh, here. <laughs> That's right. Sloan wasn't a ref after all. It was a priest and he was beginning to write you up in some way. Submitting you to some sort of prayer hell of some sort, I imagine. We had a squatty had potty at every squatty. toilet, and it just, I don't know. Like, I guess we all know what a toilet is for, but the fact that we had a squatty potty at the toilet just seemed to be advertising it too much somehow in my head. I didn't like it. Oh, these people have trouble. <laughs> they <needed laughs> yeah, the, right? Was like, like, it for other it people out. or for you, Woody? Like, just the reminder of like, oh, this is a place we deposit shit. It was 
wait, was the was the purchase for me? It wasn't. It no, was no, 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 no. It was the reminder. Like, too yeah, it much was. Of you I was the one that had the mental problem. Yeah, I was the one who okay. was like, like I don't know. Like, if guests come in and be like, "This is a family of squatty potties here. Someone's got an issue." I, I, <laughs> I you know, really every toilet. What the fuck is wrong with the Woodworths? I, I that, <laughs> that was a conversation I didn't want anyone to have. I had a friend of mine who. Uh, Went shopping for toilets and was talking about this somewhere and was mentioning this. And his issue Weird, was he I know. one with a deep enough bowl in the front because he had mm. large enough dick that he didn't want his dick touching the front of his toilet as he was shitting in it and was annoyed with how hard it was to find the appropriate toilet for that. I have splash prevention ridges on the side of my toilet for when I'm really powering down. You also, know, and in I need a, a full evacuation. <laughs> well, it's they... marble. marble. You know what I really like? I, I like when you and I don't have one myself, but I've gone to like, like like I was at a doctor's office the other like a, like it's actually a hospital and I and I had to shit and they had a one first of all it was the one at a, one at a timer which I like a lot I'm not an alpha mm. shitter like Taylor I like my privacy, um so I had a locking door and everything, but the toilet was so high that like there was no bend in my knees essentially mm. like like I, I I'm I'm well over six feet tall and I'm I'm just like whoop and I'm there. Like, like I felt like it was, it was like this chair. Like, like my you knees said this are was like a hospital. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes Man, sense. That's right? so old people can get back up easy. Get back up. All kinds of people that. with injuries. Yeah. Now yeah. I've been to people's houses that have really old appliances, like their house was built in the seventies or something like that, and it's the opposite. It, you're just down. You're going down into this super low position. Yeah. <laughs> where you, where your the front, your knee is higher than your weight, than like your butt. Like your knee is like elevated. Like your 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 thighs yeah. are going up. Where you sit, those are the ones where you sit down and you feel huge. You just feel like a <laughs> mountain of a man sitting there on this little toilet. Yeah. fo fum. <laughs> I uh I was looking at a house to purchase one time, maybe eight years ago or something like that, and it was this ridiculous house this guy had built. Like like. It was clear that he had aspirations of grandeur. He had built one of those like circular things in his front yard where the cars like do a circle yeah. around like a like a fountain and there's a flagpole. And uh, I get to his bathroom, the master bathroom, and he has built a wooden throne around his toilet. I'm not a, like a throne, what does that like mean? some. I I mean like a fucking Disney movie king's throne, a big giant wooden chair with the big high back. And extra, extra wide, and that guy to, rules. He rules over his shit. Like it, it, it was. I, I was like, well, that's gotta go. <laughs> it doesn't seem <laughs> clean. Like was no, it all? It clean at all. It's wooden. It's, it's yeah. soaked up the germs and the, <laughs> the funk of yeah. a thousand. I like shits. to picture that it had some sort of royal color, maybe a purple cushioned back. Wooden. It was wooden. It was oval. <laughs> you know, it started off brown. <laughs> this used to be white. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was awful. It was awful. I was, and I'm there with the real estate agent. And I'm like, well, well, that's got to go. She's like, yeah, that's what everyone says. I was like, why don't you just get it out of here? It's a turnoff. I was like, I can see a future where it doesn't exist, but I'm sure some of less imagination than myself is just like, well, that's going to be our life. Or he's I, I just like, I'm not removing this. it. We're waiting for that special buyer. Did you say you were house shopping <laughs> or rental shopping? Like, what, what I was did you house see shopping like, uh, like, like six or seven years ago, maybe even more. Like, gotcha. like uh, uh, it, it was just awful though. That, that was one of those houses I looked at where it was like, this is perfect. It's got a bunch of land. It's a huge fucking house. What's the catch? What's the catch? And we, we, we discovered in the inspection that it had, um, it wasn't CPVC. 
it was some pipe that there had been a class action lawsuit about like in the 70s or 80s and the the time had expired in which it could be repaired for free and so i was like well let's figure out how much it'll cost and it was like thirty thousand dollars of piping would need to be put in walls would be ripped out and it was like no so 30 grand was was made the house not a good deal anymore 30 grand made the house not a good deal especially when you considered the at least five thousand that it would take to remove the throne and and sterilize that room and there, there were there were a few other little things like the kitchen needed updating like like it was going to be like another Can't even burn that sixty five thousand dollars it was gonna it was gonna you know the house was maybe three hundred thousand and then it was like well let's just tack another sixty five or seventy thousand onto that you know it's like well it's not a four hundred thousand dollar house no you know i now I'm thinking about the shit throne and sure very tactless in wood not cool it's gross what if it was like a, a literal porcelain throne well uh, that's kind of cool have you considered iron solid well that's also cool <laughs> but <laughs> it's just like a never, black never know iron if it's rusting or if it's just splashed shit <laughs> That'd be amazing cleaning that. I pictured it painted black. I literally had the Game of Thrones throne in my head. I'm yeah, gonna have a tungsten throne made. It's gonna weigh nine thousand pounds. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I wasn't the first to come up with this idea. You were not. I like the toilet paper roll holder is a sword handle. Jesus! It looks better without the toilet paper roll. It How looks better it? without that goofball sitting on it, reading Dothraki. You know, him sitting there is turning me off. Turning me on. It makes me think that I'm going to look like that on there. Oh, gosh. Like so the toilet, I can't find a price on. But there are decals you can put above your regular toilet for, you know, $20, $30. Yeah. And there's what a full iron say? throne you can this buy for like, 30000 This Is like is it on this page? Tinting on yeah. The cars. You There's know. legit like full sized iron oh, throne there it is. that's thirty thousand dollars. There's I, an iron throne phone case with just nails sticking out of it. That didn't work. <laughs> oh, royal toilet throne. If you scroll down, you can actually see one made of wood right there, twelve thousand dollars. Oh my that's absurd. Oh, here's one that's a fishbowl. I like that. A fish the bowl whole chair? back of Yeah, the whole back of the toilet is a fishbowl. I do you I, put fish in there? I'm guessing. So every time you have to flush, they have just like a life flash before their eyes moment of like, this is the time it's not going to fill back up. (laughs) All jokes aside, I like the Iron Man iron. That thing's cool. It's on the left in the bottom. Oh, I don't see that one yet. I'll have to scroll. Yeah, we're on. This is why I'm broke.com. Oh, I I know this site, but I didn't recognize it when you. It's a great site. Like, like, like if you're, if you're just like. It's a cool business idea. I've, I've thought about doing that, but never got off my ass enough. So there are. Amazon is looking to grow, right? That's their thing. And they almost don't work. Profits are secondary. Getting people hooked is is primary. They want to be mm-hmm. your your first thought. And as a way to do that, these affiliate links, you know, they'll give people, it varies on the item, but between like two and as much as like 12% of the sale can go to you if they follow your link. And sites like this is why I'm broke.com, just go to Amazon, find cool shit, and then make like three grand if you buy this $30,000 throne or, you know, whatever. Just moving enough little things at a time. You can make a website and have a side business. And if it gets popular, like we go to um, the Sweet Home. Are you familiar with that? Mm-mm. No. Uh, it, it, 
The Buy It For Life subreddit likes this place. And they just do lots of reviews. You need to buy a movie projector screen, a new vacuum cleaner or whatever. And they thoroughly go out, review a bunch of vacuum cleaners, and you end up following their affiliate link. It's yeah, a neat what business. I, what I do is once I found the product, I open it back up in a, in a, on my own. That, that way they don't get their, their little chunk of the change. <laughs> I think it uh, follows you for a little bit, though. Oh, you just say incognito mode. Well, that would do it. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, I don't know why you would do that. And I don't think you really do, but it, it's pettiness. <laughs> it's pettiness and, 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 uh, <laughs> no, it's just pettiness. Pettiness <laughs> and just being a small person. <laughs> <laughs> a very vindictive, deeply miserable person. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you, 3%. I'm giving it all to these people who make gigantic wall murals. I can't believe some of this stuff on this site. I'm clicking and it seems like it's made up and then it's real. Like they, they're selling gold, a full roll of 24 karat gold toilet paper for $1.3 million. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is sold oh. out. It took me a while, but I found the wooden one you guys were talking about. I'll show it to the viewers. I mean, it does look classy. It looks like the way a king of old would shit. I think they would just shit in a pot and then... Some some lady would have to. Okay, come well, in there not a king of very very old. Just were old. thrones actually toilets? Like I I've been told they were. And it just seemed. No, that's the thing. Yeah, a lot of that's them were throughout thing. the Middle Ages. Yeah. King Henry the Eighth never left his throne during meeting times. He just pooped right there. His throne wasn't even a toilet. He was Taylor, just you think to you're car. an alpha shitter? You need to meet King Henry the Eighth. That guy will just shit right in the meeting. Yeah, he was. He was hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Genghis Khan. He would often, he would lift what his ass and you know, he, you can ride traditional or you can ride like a woman. He would switch. He and he popularized the sitting on a horse like a woman so he could shit on the go. He said, we must do as the horses do for they are the key to, to our success. <laughs> right. Because horses that. shit on the run. This is all, you, you need to look it up, people. <laughs> this, this, oh. These are facts and this remains to be true. Can we bring up that podcast, the Jerry... Joe Rogan. I, I started listening to that a couple hours ago. I'm not even halfway through it yet. And I just like, I was, I was cleaning dishes and, and doing some things. And I started writing down stuff from the podcast that I thought was funny or interesting. And just over the course of like 90 minutes, I've got pages Dude. of funny things I Who heard. Is it is, we, we, sh we may as well just quit PKA. Everybody else podcasting, you can stop because we've <laughs> hit the peak. That's the funniest. The f so far, the Dude, funniest podcast I hated I've ever it. heard. I hated it. Oh, it's I thought so that podcast was shit. I what? powered through it like uh, against my will because I felt like I needed to be up to date on it. And one good thing that I get from it, I got it the last time Alex Jones was on and this time, people fuss at me for interrupting too much. And, and, and sometimes that criticism is really valid. Sometimes it's almost a meme. And I see them interrupt each other and it's a reminder, Woody. Don't do this to your show because it's ruining it for me. You know, and, and Alex Jones can't get his thought out. And he and uh, Eddie Bravo interrupting each other constantly. Joe Rogan, who usually has a, a good thought in his head, can't get it out. And, 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 you know, he's got the solution to this argument, tries to explain to him that he's just joking with him. And that does it takes like a minute and a half for that to come through. The and, way I see it is almost like he's like Joe is knows how entertaining Jones is like he's. Mm -hmm. A huge draw. Like, look at all the views on this podcast recently. I don't listen to that many. I listen, I'm listening to this one because it's Alex Jones and he's hilarious. Like, I feel like Rogan is playing him like a lute where he's like, oh, I'll say this and that'll get 
you know, Jones going on another funny rant. It's oh, I'll ask a question this way, and I'll get him going on another funny tangent. Or, whoa, 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 you just said something about aliens stealing baby parts. Come back to that, please. Like, he was just, I feel like, trying to kind of hem Alex Jones in enough to get him. Because, because like, it seems like Alex Jones is a billion miles wide and four inches deep. That's and he's got, like, all this stuff. And so he just, Joe's trying to desperately wrangle this madman in. You know, it, all it, I, it is so fucking funny. All I saw was again and again and again, Alex Jones, unable to tell us any kind of story in a straight line, unable to make any kind of point, randomly scattershotting all kinds of weird conspiracy theories about Asians being robots and other weird things, backing it up with things like my father had a nuclear power plant under his university, and it just goes left and right and never makes any sense. And Joe would be like, whoa, 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 let's get back to that one. Let's deep dive into it. Yeah, though. That, that's, it's, it's what Taylor just said. He, he's a billion miles wide and four inches deep. Like, like he's got no answers because Joe would stop and be like, whoa, whoa, where does it say that? You, you just said that this is in literature, that this has been written down by, by people. Show me those books. I, I need well, to. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm frankly not going to get into that right now. Uh, but something else to, to, to mention is that they are already making half pig, half people hybrids in China. They've been doing this. Look at 19, 1986. New York Times put it out as a failure to see if people be okay with this kind of thing for growing growing these 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 Pigman. goddamn uh, livers for these these drug abusing uh, political types. They put that out there. People hated it. They got rid of it. Look it up. MIT's paper. Uh, Jamie, Jamie, you pull that up. MIT's paper. And then like every once in a while, he'll say something like he pulled up the MIT thing. I was mm -hmm. like. Like washing a dish, like Alex, are you fucking insane? The Chinese are not breeding half people, half pigs to try and harvest their organs. And then, like, of course, that's not exactly true, but there is shit going on that MIT talked about that was like yeah. akin to that. And it's like that's what he does. Holy though. Shit. He takes he takes a little bit of truth, like like like, and he warps it into this incredible conspiracy. Like 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 they made. Like, 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 as soon when, when electricity an and example. film, when electricity and film was becoming like a thing, when it was just virgining, they'd make these machines that you could stick your head in and and you could see it and you could see like a little video and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "That's virtual reality." You see, that's alien technology that they gave us back then. That was virtual reality technology given to us by the aliens, handed down to the Vril Society, which was the Nazis. They gave baby blood to the aliens in exchange for their technology. They sold their souls, which you've got to keep in mind, though, and on this rant, what you've got to keep in mind, though, is they will only give you evil, okay? There's two sides out there. They, they look like elves, and they have horns. They are what we would think of as demons. And if you commune with them, if you allow them in, okay, they will only bring evil. Now, God and the angels, they're a whole different thing, but you have to ask them to come in, okay? And they will not involve themselves in your life unless you ask them to get it to, to come in. But what you've got to keep in mind is the Chinese society, they're basically robots, okay? They're not, they're not, they're, they're built to be a non, and you're like, whoa, whoa, slow the fuck down. Oh, yeah, I'm Go just back. That part Kyle did better than Alex Jones. Alex Jones would have had four topics in that length of time, all of them ridiculous and insane. And Kyle only had two. And, and the, they, <laughs> the late-term abortion was a really good example. So, so they listened to this clip of the Virginia governor talking about, like, super late-term abortions. And he's like, you know, there are some kids that are born, and they're not viable. They're not compatible with life. So what we do is we take them out. We keep them comfortable until they die. Like, that, that's how that goes. And uh, 
that is an awful situation, right? Kids with their hearts born on the outside with their, you know, holes in their skulls and brains exposed and whatever. Kids get born that way and they keep them comfortable until they die. Well, they just completely skip over the non-viable part of this. And they're like, they are taking these children, making them comfortable and killing them as if women want abortions after nine months. Like, like that's a thing that's going on. And Joe was just like, his mind was blown away that it was happening. He's like, Joe, did you miss the part where he described the context he did? And then again, like I watched this and I'm trying to learn to make our show better. I'm like, ah, this must be how frustrated our viewers are when we get our facts wrong. Because oh, that's I where was, I, was. I was. I thought it was entertaining. Like I, and, I really like. He'll, he'll talk hated. about like he he said a couple. You hated it, Kyle. Oh, he didn't think it was. Oh, funny. No, no, you I heard love, me. You heard me. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I like yeah. the part where like he'll say stuff that like is pretty agreed upon. Where he's like, and and of all the people in the world, the Chinese and the Germans are the most methodical, the most organized, and and the most likely to get those kind of projects done. That's understood. It's 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 known, and that is why the aliens came down targeting those two groups of people and provided them with what they needed. You can see it in 1930, uh, early 1930s with the Germans and the Nazis. They received that technology. You can see it now, currently with AI and China. And it's like, but I think I stop agreeing there on the Germans and Chinese seem the most organized. Like yeah. like you get like that does seem. Like they, they do seem really organized, those groups of people. So most sure. people will be like, okay, okay. And then he goes, so that's why the aliens chose them for this. And it's like, th- this is, like, I, I can't tell where his act ends to where he begins. Like, I, I don't know. Like, so much of the stuff he's saying is obviously over the top showmanship. Like, fucking obviously. Like, he, he said, uh, oh, he's like, oh, and I, you wouldn't believe I've had a very exciting life. Uh, I, I was, uh, I was, it was in this, this area of Austin, this really rich area where all these people live, kind of these elites, these globalists. And I was there, I was 12 years old, and this beautiful woman, 17, she invited me into her home, and she said, I will let you, I will have sex with you if you allow me to put you in full makeup. And, and so I let her. I let her put me in full makeup, and we had sex. It was great, and as I came back down, her father stopped me and said, that was pretty good, wasn't it? You worship Lucifer with me, and you can have that every day. And I said, hell no. And I got out of there. It was, like, it was like, at no point did you go into a rich girl's house in a globalist commune in Austin, Texas, and then fuck a 17 year old whose father then promised her pussy to you if you would but join their Lucifer cult. Like, no, no, that did not does happen. Like, like where does that tie in? Now that you said that. Look, if because that were then he'll thing, say other shit that I'm, I would mock openly. These are the kind of places Filthy it. visited for his master's degree. That's it's true. All I, true. Wish all- I had visited places like that. <laughs> Filthy's been to all the eyes wide shut parties, oh. like <laughs> all those cool like uh, so fucking goat masks. heads and stuff. Yeah. Oh, and then uh. So so that was, was a show, like but a, I thought he really oh, yeah. was crazy and off the rails by quite a bit. I I, I like I'm watching I it tell. and I'm I feel like if he was more like in charge of his own capacities capabilities. Am I saying this right? That he would be able to stay on a topic and flow a little better. Instead, he's just sort of scatterbraining this stuff. And it's yeah, not... Yeah, he's all over the place. He's all not over good. the place. It's he jumps good. from... And that's his... That's that's his. That's the method to his madness, right? If he were to... It, like, like, if I'm explaining something to you, I'm going to say, well, it was like this. These people came up with this idea. And it, on this date, this happened. And I can show you... I, here are the pictures of it, okay? And here's where some authors wrote about it who were there. Like you're like, okay, foundation formed. Okay. All factual, what you've got there. Everything built on this will be real. 
what he does is he's just like, oh, and then it was aliens and it was demons and it was interdimensional aliens, actually. And you got to keep in mind Hillary Clinton and and everybody thinks I hate Donald Trump. I don't hate him, but I don't want to be his defender. And you're just, God, you threw eight things at me that I, 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 I there's a term for that. It's it's not gobbledygook. Does anyone Gish know? Gallop. Gish Gallop. I think is that Gish Never Gallop. Yeah, but he, I, and, I don't think he's doing it as like an argument. It seems like he's just ranting. Well, I, when you change topics enough and throw enough people at, oh, and yeah, throw enough stuff at people, then it becomes hard to debunk them one by one, right? Like it, mm-hmm. it and and uh, filthy has a term for it. I, I think where it's like ten times harder to disprove something than to just say a lie. And uh, he, so he does that nonstop, a lie, a lie, a lie, a lie, like this gish gallop of lies. And as you follow it, like you don't know what's true and what's not true because every so often one of these things are not a lie or he has some sort of yeah. evidence for it. And, and then oftentimes the thing that's not a lie will like he'll say it and I'll be like bullshit, total nonsense. And then he'll actually be like, actually, Jamie, pull up uh, in the 80s. They tried to use cell towers to to influence people's behavior and make them more complacent and i'm like yeah yeah i bet alex i bet and then like something like that ends up being true there was yeah, one about that makes you soros think, being oh, shit. a currency he said manipulator 10 crazy things before this if this one isn't a total lie what what wasn't a total lie in there but by that point he said five more things and you're and you're on the on to the races yes. yeah it, it, he, i he, think he, it's he, so he, fucking entertaining there's a little bit of truth in almost everything he says and by truth i mean he didn't make right, it so, up himself he didn't make it, well, no. I, I mean, there's a little bit of truth, like like the Vril Society, right? The the, the Nazi, um, uh, like 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 uh, demon society where they were trying to, uh, they were they were they were based in the occult. That's a real documented thing. That that's real. I didn't know that. Now there's been lots of fiction based around that, right? That's what Hellboy is. Hellboy's based around that. You can't say that Hellboy is real because there actually was a Vril Society. Hellboy is an act of fiction. Just like most of what Alex Jones says about the real society, right? Using baby blood to in exchange for alien technology. Why would the aliens need to pay us for the baby blood if they're if they have this technology? They, baby blood's easy to get, right? We've all got a vial. How I stay young. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he Rub was. Uh, <laughs> I drink uh, it. Like, bathe in it. Oh, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to remember the other really ridiculous things he was saying. Uh, oh, this, this, <laughs> he was talking about how. Uh, uh, Joe, you know how Joe like denounced him in like a like a soft way, mm-hmm. like, and then they kind of I guess made up, like they were talking about I think, you know Alex and Joe talking like oh you know they you know oh and this is what he said Alex goes now if they had held a gun to my head and said you need to kill Joe and his kids I would say yeah sure I'll do that and then I would turn around grab the gun and kill them and so and then he just kept going because like in his own hypothetical where he's like. They were holding the gun to your head, Joe, and then you betrayed me. It's like, what, what would I have done? What would I have done? I would, I would have agreed with them, said I would have killed your kids, but I'm too quick. I would have turned around, grabbed it, and killed them. <laughs> That's what I've done for you, Joe Rogan. Did, like, there it, were a couple parts where he wanted to get physical with Eddie Bravo, and that I really enjoyed. I, uh, so, <laughs> I think you beat up Eddie Bravo. I don't think so. There's I, a big size. Eddie disparity. Bravo is a professional. Yes. He is a professional, but, and, and, I, and, I, and I, I, I get that, that jiu-jitsu really gives you another maybe 40% uh, body weight in a, in a fight. But I just feel like Alex is big and strong. I don't know how big Eddie is. Maybe maybe I'm being stupid. Maybe Eddie's 180 pounds, but Eddie looks 150 pounds. He looks pounds below average in size. I don't know. He looks like a short, thin guy, and I'm aware of it, that he's an incredibly high-level jits guy. Then he trains professionals, that, that he's world-class. But Alex is like a big ogre of a man. 
Alex isn't very tall either. He's 5'9", he like Eddie Bravo. And okay. 165, according to his Wikipedia page. Yeah, that's a little guy. That's he's a probably guy. not 165. I'm just sticking that in my own head because I bet he cuts to it. So he yeah. would have been, oh, you know, 180 on like the show or something. Well, yeah. well does, does he cut? Does he compete in JITS tournaments anymore? Is the... Anymore is a good question. Just, he did two years ago. Yeah, yeah I, I guess my thought process was just looking at them sitting next to each other. I saw a big, wide, powerful man and a smaller, more more slight build of a man. And and despite, I sure if he if he were to get Alex's arm and and and, and break it like like that that's game over. But I don't know if he can break Alex's arm. Alex looks like such an ogre. He just looks thick. Like it looks like like he's got this big <laughs> barrel chest. And he doesn't look like incredibly fit, but he's definitely powerful. I would just yeah. he's got the body of a guy who used to lift a lot. He really does. He looks like a, he looks like he could lay a walloping on and you. then gained eighty pounds. I'm pretty confident that uh, both the Joe Eddie Rogan and Eddie would would win handily. Well, Joe's two hundred pounds. Joe's like yeah, he's Joe's also like five, short, but he's just yeah five seven five like eight two hundred pounds. Can we uh, can we watch this funny clip uh, of him screaming at uh, yes we wa- at is this Eddie the one Bravo. we watched on PKN also. Yes, oh, is it? it? Is. It's the same. Oh, one. okay. I can find. I can find another one. Uh, this is the best one. I watched the show. It sucks. Out there. This is the best part. Okay, let's let's give it a go then. I'm there. If it's the All thing right. I remember. Ready, set, play. I really think there's people out there campaigning for late term abortions? You think that shit's real? You the think that shit's real? voted Monday to keep it legal. Who would do that? Ari Who would do that? Who would campaign for that's they the most fucking re- did it, that is the craziest they shit? Can't him. Fucking admit they're fucking killing already more kids. So you're. Oh, we're buffering over here. That sucks. You're telling me it isn't real when they had a fucking vote in the goddamn fucking Senate. That's what a the conspiracy fuck? theory. I am ready to beat your That's a conspiracy theory. You think just... you're fucking tough? You're about to get it. Bullshit! <laughs> They're killing already born babies. Stop fucking lying. God fucking damn it! I'm getting pissed now. Don't get pissed. Go. No, pee. I mean okay. you saw the dude. It's he going to it. fucking with you. Alex, 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 right now. Alex, I was fucking with you. The fucking Senate voted to kill babies. Let me. After their fucking bars. I was just playing with you. Of course I believe that, Alex. If we want to talk. I, I believe Eddie, it's all explain. over the news. Eddie, I was just playing Eddie. with you. Yeah, you probably didn't hear. I buffered for a bit, so we were behind you. The the best clip that's on Twitter right now. I retweeted it where he's like, "Joe, I'm gonna level with you about something. I'm kind of retarded." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So that part I, was actually funny, but there was a lot of it that I thought didn't work. I'm still only halfway through, so it could peter out and get shitty. I just, it's so off the wall and so much shit going on at once. It's just keeping my attention. Okay. Yeah. I, I watched a bunch of highlight videos. Like, I watched the San, him talk about Sandy Hook and, a, and the aliens and a few other conspiracy theories, 9 11, and all that content's been. Oh, I haven't got wonderful. to 9 11 yet. Oh, man. Yeah. Tower 7, all that bullshit. Taylor, I have a pretty interesting video here if you want to shift topics. Oh. This is a bit of Wings Redemption content. All um, right. Give me a sec. I, I definitely think this is worth queuing up on. You'll notice, Taylor, you're in the thumbnail. Oh, woohoo! Yeah. Oh, it's short too. Nice. Yeah, I I like this video. Uh, I'm ready when there. you guys are ready. Is everyone queued up? Yep. Filthy. Yep. Ready, set, play. What's the dumbest thing you've ever purchased? Oh man, I bought a bunch of dumb shit. God, I wasted so much money on dumb shit. Part of the reason people are making fun of me right now because I bought a V6 Mustang because it was in my price range.
Here's my Mustang for everybody who wants to see it. Here it is. Now, uh, what like scrapyard did you find yours in? It seems that when people are in car accidents, they shit themselves. Really so was shitting? It was shat in, yes. Biohazard cleaning. That's when someone shits themselves in their car. The biggest regret of my YouTube Twitch career? Not kissing more ass on PK. Like, if I kissed ass on PK, I'd be, I'd be so square with money right now, it'd be ridiculous. I'd probably be in a brand new Mustang. I'd have just quit YouTube and been living on PK money like most of the guys on... <laughs> Fuck Merka. I don't give a shit about Merka. All Merka did was sit there, come in and take all the money I deserve from PK. That's all Merka <laughs> Like, the only reason to get the V8 is for the sound of it. And like, do, do I wish I had a V8 sound? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Sounds incredible. Have you ever driven as dangerously as you do when it's crunch time and you're close to home and you've got a shit? Because all fear of tickets, all rules of the road go out the window. I'm going like a, like 100 miles an hour in a 35. Yeah, fucking cruising, son. There is no way he's going to book me for going 120 with shit in my pants piled up. <laughs> I'm going to put a aftermarket stereo system in it, head unit. Am I going to straight pipe the Mustang? No. I'm keeping the stock exhaust on it. Is I'm eventually going to beef up the suspension and the brakes. Oh, God. Was that him crying at the yeah, end? Yeah, that was him crying at the end. Oh, my God. I, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. He said that the reason... Oh, there's going to be photoshopped into the new Mustang. That's so fucking... Yeah, Taylor, yeah. I, when I... I really want you to get the new Mustang, if you don't mind. I want you to get it so bad. <laughs> what if I do that? Just fuck all practicality, and I just get the new Mustang. <laughs> I, I want you to do it so bad. Oh I my want God. you to do it so Lice bad. plate, PKA money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, PKA and then just cash. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, that'd be one. so funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. getting famous. On he's he's like said, a decal of wings on the side of it. He could be riding shotgun in it for you. I love oh, that he thinks nice. that the reason that he's not here is because he didn't kiss enough ass. I, I mean, you know me. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, Taylor, do you do, do, you do a lot of ass kissing around here? No. Well, you haven't but... been getting your share? It's all me. <laughs> he'd, he'd still be here if he'd shown up for work. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> No, you, you're trying to boil it down to something that seems simple, seems rational, but it's not. <laughs> you made a deal, you and Woody both, and now Murka, it's my understanding, has also made the deal with interdimensional demons to keep PKA money for yourself and get your own V8 Mustangs and laugh at those with less than you. <laughs> throat's getting sore. Oh, man. I, maybe, question, though. At the very least, Taylor... Maybe maybe you go on Turo and see if oh you can Oh my god. <laughs> that would be oh, so dude, that's amazing. So, that's so fucking good. I'm writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 I, I'd love a video. I wish we lived close enough so that I could help with the videography, like some low panning angles. <laughs> just that that rung, mm. rung, and then just sort of pan up to you in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Oh that'd be great. Oh man. That is this a new video? Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's like a Yesterday. day old. Yeah, yeah. Golly, yeah. man, Sean Ranklin gets some pretty good views. Uh, I don't think that's Sean Ranklin. That's um, that's it, yeah, that is Sean Ranklin. Is Sean My Ranklin. bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's there's so many great wings highlight channels. It's it's hard to keep track. That's of. incredible. Like there's a whole like subgenre of YouTubers out there who are just like riding his misery. 
What's yeah, it's like you know those. What are those fish that live on the bottom of sharks? Remora. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is a remora. Yeah, that's what these are, channels are like. Yeah, that's I well, like. I like, the I like that analogy. Um, there we go. Yeah, and Kyle's mentioned before, and it's it's sunk into my head. Wings is really famous, like much more so than his own channel or the amount of viewers in his live stream would imply. Wings is known throughout the YouTube world. If if you put a picture of Wings of Redemption on Reddit. Tons of people would know who he is. He oh, is yeah. famous. Mm -hmm. Not rich and famous, I, just famous. I guarantee, <laughs> I gar like, like, you know, we do the little experiment in, in, in lobbies, like, like whether it's Apex Legends or Call of Duty or PUBG, whatever. You just type into the all chat so that all 60 or 100 players read it and you're like, hey, who knows Wings of Redemption? And you wait three seconds and you're going to see, shout out Sean Rankland. Big ups to my fellow finger sniffers, you know. That like, was like, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was in the MMA thing recently. I forget how it got on the topic of wings. But yeah, they just, you know, they do those replies. And it, it was like what well, you're describing. You know, shout out to your fingers. Why the fuck you stream that shit? Like, it just goes on and on. Yeah, it's good He's shit, man. famous. He's good speaking of, uh, of streaming, what are you on to now, Filthy? What's the big, the game yeah, of I'm the day? I'm just aspiring to be wings. That's what I'm just aspiring, but aspiring be careful. I'll steal wings. your gig. Yeah. I'll, start, <laughs> I'll, I'll get really good at Civ, and then you, all you have to do is you know sit back, and I'll steal. All, I'll get all that filthy money. Yeah, I'll have dude. a bike that has PK money on there. Yeah, you'll be coming. You'll be coming from my apartment in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. <laughs> yourself a high end yeah. trick. Yeah, has <laughs> oh. yeah, been playing yeah, what's magic. A, what are you playing? I'm uh, just I'm doing the variety part of streaming. I get the, I've been playing a lot of Magic the Gathering in the last couple of months, and I'm kind of looking again uh, to move around a little bit, see what's out there. Just I like I like to be able to play what I want to play when it's out there and available, and have fun with it that way. So, Describe a good game. Like, what do you look for? I like a game that kind of keeps me. Um, a couple of things. I like a multiplayer game if I can get it. That's 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 my preferred one is playing against other people. If I can't be playing against other people, I want to play against an AI that's hard. I want to be challenged by a game, and I want it to have a nup depth in it that it's something that I can think about. So I want to be able to strategize. I want to be able to play challenging matches. I'd like to have enough replay that I can get into it, get interested in it, start making guides about it, get immersed in the game. And it's kind of a weird thing because my viewers watch the guide video portions of this. They like it when I break a game down. But to do that, you have to get good at a game. Mm -hmm. You have to, to do that. You need to spend a fair chunk of time and you got to have games that allow you to have that depth of playing them. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. Yeah, you know. I've, I've kind of fallen off magic a bit recently. Yeah. I still, I'll still pop in every so often, but like I, I, I want to. I like playing the tournaments more than the free to play thing. But I don't want to buy any gems, I see. and I don't want to spend ten hours playing enough to earn a two thousand coins to join. Well, let me you know? let me give you even a worse story. So uh, I just recently played a tournament. It was a Twitch Rivals tournament. I don't know if you know these ones. So uh, Twitch invites a bunch of streamers to go play uh, uh, a certain game. They do a different game every week style thing. And Magic was just one of those. And I just played in one of those tournaments. And I uh, didn't want to, I wanted to do a non-meta deck. So I wanted to bring my own deck, not a deck that was just a meta yeah. deck that someone had tweaked. So I went and guessed what the meta was going to be. And I pretty accurately predicted what I was going to be playing against, you know, what good decks I was going to be seeing there a lot. And I built a deck that was designed to give me pretty favorable odds versus those decks. And then I play tested it all off stream because I didn't want to broadcast the tournament deck I was going to bring. And then, you know, prep for this, put a bunch of hours into whatever, showed up to the tournament. And then because it's magic, I got dicked over by RNG in the worst possible way. If you, you don't play magic, doesn't really need to know to know this. But basically, you have to draw a mixture of the resource you use to do things and the cards mm -hmm. that do things. And I just did not get that ratio at all for any of those games played. And it's like, there's five matches. I, I lost two of the matches 
straight up to just having to mulligan repeatedly because I didn't have lands and cards in a mix. And I'm like, ha. And after that, I'm like, yeah, I do remember I'm a variety streamer. I think I'm going to go have a look around and see what else is out there right now because fuck, that was disappointing. Like I I was excited about that. I like magic. I Mm -hmm. like the interaction, the tournament play of it. I like the fact I'm playing against other people. I like you can set and bait traps that it matters how good you are at the game compared to somebody else. And then sometimes it just doesn't. And that was really disappointing. I'm always yeah, surprised you're not into Total game. War. Total War is so fun, man. I, 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 I play that, that seems a- so up your alley. Yeah, Kyle's yeah. Right. I never really wrap my head around the. I don't know. It's just it's something about the format of it compared to other RTS is just never really the format, really like the um, the yeah, scenery. The view, I'm looking the control, at the aesthetic. I'm the, going for. Yeah, yeah, and I just never really got into Warhammer for mm. uh, the the 40k stuff. Or yeah, I yeah. like the 40k universe, but never that particular game. Total yeah, War. Yeah, we play uh, we play Total War 2. Um so it's like it's, you know, swords and shields and and orcs and goblins and Yeah, I don't mind the time frame. That's fine. And I, I like Warhammer as a universe to play in, both the 40k and the the regular Warhammer. Both of those are fun universes with a lot of great lore for playing around in, but I just never got into that particular game. Maybe yeah. I just need to give it more of a go than I've given it. But. It's fun if you ever want to play. Like, like um, I, I've got a couple guys that play it with me. Taylor plays it occasionally. Uh, he's the one that turned me on to it originally. Mm-hmm. And at first, it, it looks like you're setting up a simulator. You're like, all right, I built my army. I positioned it this way. Now, go? But no, it's not that at all. There's so much micro. There's so much uh, like, like um, yeah, unit you know, knowledge, rock, paper, scissors stuff going yeah. on. And so much mixing of your magic with your with your uh, player, with your character abilities and stuff. And there's a lot of skill involved uh, yep. with, with that game. A, a great player will will beat a bad player every single time. It's 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 a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, I like a game like that. It describes a lot of the types of games I like. <clears throat> Let me uh, mix in a couple of advertisements here. Tell everybody about Audible. Could listening make you make you a better parent, a better leader, even a better person? Could listening to motivating fitness programs get you fit? Could listening inspire you to start something new? There's never been a better time to start listening on Audible. With Audible, you get access to an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and more. Audible is the, has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, and now with Audible Originals, the selection has gotten even more custom with content made just for their members. Uh, we recommend our audience check out our friend Anthony Cumia's book, permanently suspended the rise and fall and rise again of radio's most notorious shock jock over on audible today narrated by the man himself audible members can choose three titles every month one audio book and two audible originals and that you can't hear anywhere else audible members also get access to exclusive audio fitness programs to start the new year off on the right foot you can listen on any device anytime anywhere at home at the gym on the commute or just on the go you'll always you'll also enjoy easy audiobook exchanges, rollover credits, and an audiobook library that you keep forever, even if you cancel the service. Audible, the mo- Audible, the most inspiring minds, the most compelling stories, the best place to listen. Get started with a 30-day trial when you go to audible.com slash PKA or just text PKA to 500-500 and uh, listen for a change. That's audible.com slash PKA or text uh, PKA to 500-500. Do not miss out on this offer. Audible is what I actually use. If I do an audiobook, it's always through Audible. That's my thing. Absolutely. I do as well. Like, like I was really stupid at first. Um, I guess not stupid. For some reason, I, uh, when, I, when I wanted to start with Game of Thrones, I just bought the discs, mm-hmm. which, which sounds dumb, but my card didn't have a Bluetooth capability. And I was like, I'll just pop these discs in there. It's, it, it was 
I really wish I had just gotten the Audible thing because then I'd still have it. I lost those discs, Woody. They're gone. <laughs> yeah, They're gone. you'd still have it. And then the Audible I'd does a lot of it. things right. Like you can, um, uh, you can, like when you pause it and come back, it'll be in that spot again. And doesn't Audible, I don't use it, but doesn't Audible tie in with like e-ink so you can like listen to it for a while, read it for a while, then listen to where you left off? Like yeah, it, on your e-reader, yeah, you can, you, can go, you can go back and forth really seamlessly. They've really between. got that figured out. So yeah, for sure. This, P- this episode of PK is also sponsored by our friends over at Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. With easy-to-use tools, you can create a beautiful website. With Squarespace, it's all in one platform, and there's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. You can create a beautiful website or online store with an, an award-winning template. Squarespace's award-winning templates are the most beautiful way to present your ideas online. Squarespace also offers a unique domain experience that's fully transparent and simple to set up. They're trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. Squarespace is used by a wide range of uh, creatives and people, including musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. Everybody needs their own corner of the internet today. So get started and start your free trial today over at squarespace.com PKA, and you will get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com PKA. Begin the next move or possibly a Ponzi scheme in your career today with Squarespace. <laughs> you can use it for all sorts of businesses, even that kind. So give No it illegal go. businesses, please. No illegal businesses, your, obviously. Our, don't use our code if you're, if you're going to do that. Don't, it's an don't, easy don't way that. to do it. The modules are simple, easy to move around. You don't need any pr- uh, prior knowledge. Even someone as fat-headed and dumb as me can figure it out. So Literally and go. figuratively. Both of those words. I'd like to measure your skull because we joke about it. I, you know, I've met you. I, I never thought. Look at that. Melon Thank God that I guy. was born post the era of phrenology. <laughs> well, wait, Thank maybe God they'd find you to be. I'd be oh in the fucking God, Smithsonian. You yeah. ruling us, perhaps. <laughs> the last example the of a is purebred back. Neanderthal. Were you a C-section baby? No, I was a poor, regular poor out mother. Of the... Oh, just. I bet it's a disaster ruined. down there. How about just... you have a baby? Were you? Uh, I actually was pretty normal. Thirty-seven I like eight, eight pounds. pounds, like fifteen ounces. Yeah, but what proportion too, was in your me head? Too, same way. <laughs> well, I was. That was the weird part. Is uh, it was eleven pounds of head. In <laughs> <laughs> a body made of helium. Yeah, in a body made of helium. Yeah. <laughs> they hand you to your dad. They're like, support the neck. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad has really good forearms. I think from taking care of me as a child. It's like yeah, you, know those, you C-section kids. You remember those old things where you, the, you'd have that bird that's weighted in the head, so you can put its nose yeah. right on your finger. <laughs> that's how Taylor was. His head's just holding him. <laughs> he just put it on my chin, and I put the balance, and I, <laughs> look at it. It's like black magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's either going to be really smart or hard to concuss. <laughs> I bet no, you I was hard not to a C-section, concuss, baby. I came out the all natural way. Yeah, I think I did too. How about yeah. you, Phil? Did you pop out yeah. all tradition, all natural? I did. I did. And somehow Who's that bread? inspired my mother to become a midwife was her own children. Were you guys breastfed? Yeah. Yes. Were you? I don't know, actually. You should check either. up on that. Ask your yeah. mom. Uh, that seems did like you, a weird did you question. Titty feed me? Yeah. And right. then if she says no, you can be like, well, no wonder I have all these problems. Oh, next time she gives me shit for absolutely anything. That's where that's going to be my go-to. Yeah. I once you mentioned fed me. We were like in the living room all watching something and I was like, all of us have sucked on those boobies. And my daughter thought that was an inappropriate conversation topic. Oh, it's Rude. almost like she's got some sort of 
Sense of norms. No, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> it is hilarious. <laughs> all right, all right, kids. Name one thing we all have in common. <laughs> We've all been in your mom's vagina. Daycare uh. provider breastfed baby. That's not that weird because there are midwives, unless she just up and did it on her own. Well, the baby was four. Ah, well, also there's the word secretly in the title. Yeah, yeah. I I, don't, I wouldn't like this. Uh, so this this is a news article. This is a good segue. It wasn't wasn't really intended, but a mom said she caught a daycare provider secretly breastfeeding her baby. Uh, she was horrified to discover that her childcare provider had been breastfeeding her baby without consent. I'm trying to find out exactly how old the she's baby doing was. her a favor. They, she should be paying extra for this, not being horrified. What if she has an STD though? What if she's on like antidepressants or some kind of drug? Yeah. I'm not if sure what comes through the breast the milk, before. actually. What's that, Woody? I'm not sure what comes through the breast milk. I don't think that it's as... I think there's some filtering going on. Uh, Am I crazy or I make that up? I, where did I... Yeah. I think I've heard that. Well, I mean, uh, it'll like... it'll. That's like... You shouldn't be drinking aside, much alcohol when you're breastfeeding. Alcohol like, and drugs, drugs the breast milk. Can, yeah. Like marijuana can come through it, I That's think. the new craze right there. Right there. You, you, you remember that scene in Mad Max where they had all the women hooked up to the titty pumps? Yes. In the future, we're going to get women. I need those women getting baked as fuck. They're just stoned out of their gourds making this green pot milk. That well, would fuck be. if that's Now, the idea. Chinese, they already have this. It, it looks like a woman, but it, body of a pig, eight tits. I what? shit you not, eight full-size American breasted tits under there milking all of them. Hear me okay. out on this, Kyle. Why don't I just get super baked and let them blow me? Ah, uh, it doesn't come uh, through. This because that's a crime. It's worth a try, and with <laughs> through God, all things are possible. Ah, uh, <laughs> so God, jot that down. Can, can the Lord not make a stone so big that he himself <laughs> couldn't make my semen as healthy and nutritious as a woman's breast milk? <laughs> Aquinas discussed this at length. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he did. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think. He may have, though. He may kinda, have. Kinda lots, of, lots, lots of smart guys talked about weird shit, too. Wasn't like a, wasn't Isaac Newton, didn't he also believe in alchemy and he spent yes. huge amounts of time fucking yeah. with lead and that's eventually what killed him? What is yeah. it? I, <sighs> why do they think you can turn lead into gold? Is it close on the periodic table? Yeah, the the atomic weights very similar. They 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 weigh about the same. They're very close on the on the uh, the periodic table, um, and obviously the other draw would be that one of them is incredibly cheap and right. the other is incredibly valuable. And for a long time, you know, that was the, that that that's one, been one of the greatest pursuits of mankind. And people trying to do that led to so many huge discoveries. Like 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 alchemy led to a ton of real science. Mm -hmm. Because it's it, it basically had actually smart guys sitting in a, a makeshift laboratory, mixing elements together and heating them up and combining them in certain ways under pressures and and different variables, and they they cook up some cool shit occasionally. Oh yeah, like those fake scientists came out with real deal discoveries a lot of the time. Phrenology again uh, led the way in one size fits all cap sizes. <laughs> <laughs> All-Star wouldn't be where they are today. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't have I, 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 So this is outside of the kind of thing that I know. I'm like, is it not possible somehow to add three electrons and three neutron or protons? Am I doing this right? To lead? It and, should be. You and, would think it would be. You would think that would be something we had mastered. It, I, I bet Alex... Oh, I'd love... This is the question I'd love to Alex Jones. It, it, 
just, just say, Alex, Alex, yeah, yeah, alchemy. And then just sit back and watch. I bet he's got a whole no, thing. Would, he would You'd say, think I'd like, be... you know, one thing I know isn't real, alchemy. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think I'd be a genius at this, given that I took chemistry twice in high school. But no, yeah. turns out <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> you, you had to take chemistry twice? That's the man, I've told the story where I like... I needed a good final grade, and I literally just answered everyone in a few seconds. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Handed in. So, yeah, I took chemistry twice. I showed them. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I'm just not very good at it. That's, that's the truth. What, what I are some of the things? Taught. Chemistry was taught as it was discovered, which means it's like two steps forward, like three backwards, and you just do that again and again and again. Yeah, like I literally don't remember the periodic table. I, it's, it's supposed to have some missing things at the bottom center here. Like it all of like these were taught discovered more recently. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like math is taught like systematically, right? You build up from like fundamentals and use this to move further into it, like mm -hmm. complicated stuff. Chemistry is taught as it was fucking discovered. It's like a bunch of idiots who had the wrong ideas with the wrong suppositions. And then like stuff came out of that and it's taught that way. And for, just for me, I hated that. I hated that breakdown of how it was taught. What, what do you mean? Like just for those of us who don't know anything. Well, I haven't been in chemistry since high school either, but like roughly that, that same type of idea for that, which it was like, okay, well, people believe this to begin with. And you're like, okay. And then you follow it out and they're like, and they were totally wrong. And I'm like, well, why the fuck are you teaching it that You know way? what, Filthy? That chemistry isn't the topic where I have that criticism. Freud, it's, yeah. Biology is where I go uh, on that. Like it, diet is a real good example. Like fats being terrible. Then you go to, uh, let's just do this. Butter's bad. Go to margarine. Margarine's bad. Go back to butter. Different kinds of fats, good fats, bad fats. Eggs have gone up and down the healthy escalator or elevator, you know, many times in my lifetime. I, yeah. it, it, there, there are some fundamental. Keto's like that now, like where I can't get a straight answer out of anybody is like ketosis mm -hmm. something that you want. That's just a smart way to do dieting or is it like toxic long term for your kidneys? You're like we don't I have no fucking idea at the end of this. Yeah, I can't get I, a can't get a straight response at anyone. I've started so like, embarrassingly almost every winter I gain some weight. It's uh, I think it's because I get that like seasonal effect disorder a little bit. Um, depression is too big in a exaggeration, but I just feel a little less motivated to go outside. I'm kind of locked up, cooped up. It's been rainy and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So I'm sort of coming out of that now, and I've been doing the intermittent fasting thing. I go, uh, I, I, I eat and eat. Yeah. yeah, there's um, Do you like it. Yeah, I think I do. It, so look, it's early. I'm like 10 days into this, which I like to say second week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, um, but I'm finding it to be, one, like a really easy rule to follow. Like you can look at your watch and figure out if you can eat or not. And What's your time frame? I eat from noon to 8 p.m. So that's my window. Okay. And sometimes I fuck it up a little bit, but usually just with like a coffee. Black coffee is okay, but that's not how I drink it, so I actually screw up. But I'll have like a coffee or something and, and make it to noon. But, um, uh, and I, it just, it, it seems easier for me to follow than the more complicated set of like, you know, all the calorie counting and stuff. So, uh, we'll see. I, I kind of hate you a little bit when you say that, Woody, because you said, I'm just starting to come out of it. And, uh, I learned yesterday, I was told by my building manager, this is, uh, the most amount of snow, uh, we've had in Wisconsin in February in 120 years. I feel nice. like we're, you're, you're experiencing history. <laughs> yeah. And I also get a little bit of that too. Like my motivation goes down a little bit in the winter months and it just does not seem to fucking end up here. I keep waiting. I keep waiting. You're like coming out of it. Is, is it spring in North Carolina? Or, or uh, it, it spring, fall spring came. So, you know, we've got some cold days in front of us looking at the forecast. 
but yeah, it was like 77 and sunny and stuff like that. And but that yeah. that's uh, passed. We had an ice storm today. We have had. <laughs> I don't know that we're breaking records like you, but like February in North Carolina is good for like seven days of rain, right? I think we've had ten days in the last two weeks. You know, it's just been a ton of rain. So. Yeah. Like you're like, you know, seasonal affective disorder. I'm like, I know what I cope with fucking winter with alcohol. Like, <laughs> and like, that's fine. During the summer months, I can be active enough. It's not a big deal here. But it's like dragging yourself out when it's I mean, we got negative 50 degree weather. Yeah. For two weeks. What would you like do? January. <laughs> so like, shitty. That to me is an emergency. Like, yeah, like right? I, what do you do when it's negative 50 out? I assume you don't insta die, although I'm not positive. If you step outside, <laughs> you don't insta die. I did, I wanted to know, so I went out and stood in it for a little bit in the morning. Of like the first day was going to be negative fifty. I'm like, all right, I don't think I've ever been in negative fifty. I'm like, I'm gonna go fucking experience what this is like. Uh -huh. You know, I put on like jackets and sweaters and all snow pants and that shit and went out and just stood in it. It's really cold, turns out. Yeah. <laughs> were you were you like excited like wow this is the coldest I've ever felt or was I'm it like, like yeah oh, this sucks. I do live here don't I yeah clever. <laughs> Well done. Pat myself on the back for that one. <laughs> so, so how much longer do you have to be there? It's uh, it's <laughs> my wife your has accepted yeah, a, your wife. Tenure, a tenure track position here. So you just could oh, be okay. permanent. Could be indefinite. Ah, so you, you say tomato, might need I say to tomato. start <laughs> enjoying the indoors more. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. I mean, to, to answer, what do you like? You're right. Like, what do you do for that? I mean, it was two. We had two weeks of that with that. Uh, what are they calling it? Um. The, the 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 weather patterns basically came down from like the oh pole. polar blast polar maybe? vortex polar, polar vortex, vortex. Yeah. that's right right so what did I do I spent fucking two weeks in the in the apartment it's basically what I did for that what do you do during that time like like to stay like 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 if you're not streaming you're not taking in some sort of media like do you do you do you have like Whiskey. a stationary bike oh thank you <laughs> right. I do have a stationary right, bike here. Right, there is a there's a right. the communal weight room in the in the place that has the stationary bike. Push and I do actually use it. Down with brown. But do do you I find the stationary bike satisfying <laughs> though? Like it does. I don't finish a stationary bike session and think good things. I, I that would just kind of sucked. Oh, I do because there's never a time where you're further away from having to stationary bike again than when you just get <laughs> off the stationary bike. <laughs> yeah, for me, a stationary bike is like. 10 degrees better than a fucking treadmill. Treadmills are the most tedious, boring things to work out on. Elliptical, ever. man. Elliptical is so good. I, I love the elliptical so, so much. But the, the thing is, like, Taylor got a cheap one because he was experimenting. He wanted to see what the deal was. I bet you hate it. I own one that was $4,000, $5,000. No, that's not even a good one. It's not even a fucking good one. That, that's an okay elliptical all right it's got blue does yours there. move and shimmy around as you try and use it well after wings <laughs> after wings use it a few times it, it it makes all kinds of noises and does all kinds of things but 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 no it, it's it's an excellent excellent elliptical it's got you know it's got the fans it's got bluetooth capability it's got all the digital bullshit that you would expect all of the the courses you can program into it the handles are cushy the the pedals are oversized and 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 wonderful the gliders are are, are hydraulic and smooth as silk is but it sitting in storage now with all the other gym stuff it's sitting in storage right now i i should probably move it in because i've got i got plenty of room for a gym i've got a lot of rooms you should the, man the uh but the um the gym that that, that i i go to man I, I i don't even know how much their elliptical costs because it is fucking twice as good as my elliptical i fucking love that thing and you know, I I feel like I'm do I feel like I'm doing work, but it's it, there's no impact. It doesn't hurt my lower back. Is, is it a, my 
like a local gym or like a gym related to your housing so situation? Close. So close. No, no, no. It's 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 a it's like a local gym. It's like a twenty four hour fitness type place. Where right. You can, okay. Sometimes you know my sleep schedule's around the clock all the time. So sometimes I'll wake up and it'll be like three a.m. and I'm fully rested. You know, maybe I went to bed at like nine p.m. I thought you were and... about to say fully aroused, and I thought you were going to get to the <laughs> Oh, I can, I can solve that I'm problem. fully aroused, and I know that's when the homeless men are bathing at the 24-hour <laughs> And that's when I know I'm not gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not gay, not gay. I just I just go to the 24-hour gym at 4 in the morning because that's right. when my friends are there, you know? My, and Viagra uh, assist, my Viagra-assisted raging hard-on to oh, like, check that, out the elliptical. I only take that for the pump. That's right. <laughs> only to get the veiny pump in my arms. Yeah, I mean, if you joke about that, draw that amount of blood from just regular circulation. Yeah, <laughs> Taylor, pop that you... in the dick. You're really gonna get the muscle workout you need with the remaining amount of blood in your body. Taylor, Science. you joke about that. Dan Bilzerian, like when he um, a while back on Instagram, he put out like what his his cycle was, right? Like like what he took to be Dan Bilzerian, and and he he showed how much testosterone he injected, Jesus. and uh, and and how much everything he uh, he put into his body, and part of it is Viagra. Part of it is uh, sildenafil for a for for pump and obviously for his dick and and for a number of things like like it, it definitely helps with you know getting a pump on and getting 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 good if you're gonna probably if you're gonna take some Instagram pics because whenever you see him on Instagram he's like wearing like a speedo and a bow tie with like four gorgeous women and he's just ripped as fuck How like old by is he? Pool. that's all that's very cool he's over right at forty I would say right around forty yeah that's nice to be ripped at forty. He's so ripped. Yeah. He's, he's, if you're he's, ripped he's, at 20, you know what? You're not alone. There are lots of people ripped at 20. If you're ripped yeah. at 40, you are a unicorn. Congratulations. That's true. Yeah. I, I was looking at those ellipticals, but like you were saying, Kyle, like three, four grand for like a good one. I ended up, I bought a Nordic track uh, treadmill for like $700 and put it together. And it, it's great. It works awesome. Yeah. I like, have a nice treadmill too. God, uh, I can't stand treadmills. I just can't, I can't. My girlfriend really do wanted it. On them. It's I, so boring. I get really bored with it. So I think I'm going to take like a boxing class or something like that so I can fool myself into doing cardio where I yep. like I I get like I see a goal and I go to that instead of running where every step of running and every like <sighs> yeah just like, do the five... thought is like this sucks this sucks if, this if sucks. you do if you just do 5 4 minute rounds every day on your heavy bag and like like learn a few combinations like, like, like nothing complicated, just a repetition, like a, a one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, a, a, a jab, a straight, and then, and then a body hook or something like yeah. that. And you just repeat that over and over. Like, not only will you get good form and you'll be, I don't know, maybe competent at like hitting some guy one time at a bar sometime. Cause, cause that's Take probably going to happen course. eventually. It's nice. Is it like a little community? There's other they hit people you back there. though. No, they, no. <laughs> My boxing, we only hit each other in the head on Fridays. And then outside of that, it was neck down, which we got good training on. We only hit each other in the head on Fridays. I swear to God, yeah. Some guy comes in for day one, just, oh, this place sucks. (laughs) I'm on Friday, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, we we sparred every session pretty much. I would have, all I want to do is spar. To me, that's the playing stuff. Uh, the work, the effort is all the burpees and heavy bag stuff. Like that was the exhausting part. But it, the drillers are killers, right? That's where you learn. Yeah. But um, uh, usually if it wasn't Friday, like you would just aim for like the clavicle or something, and and you get a you get training in without head damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd I'd still rather dance around and hit a heavy bag than run. Yeah, yeah I agree. Absolutely. I don't know. It, Psychologically, it, there's dude, something there where you can. It's you great. Can when you, 
It's Mercury. great cardio. I feel like you're getting stronger hitting that bag. You're you're learning form. I want you to uh, have the experience. Oh, I thought you. I want you to have the experience I had in that. Like, there's five people in a line, all doing like burpees, blasting a heavy bag, more burpees. That thing where you lay on your back and ride an imaginary bicycle in the air and go. And yeah. you don't want to be the pussy, right? There's four yeah. of you in a line. You're the new guy. Keep up. And yeah. and I, I think that you would. It'd be, I've done that. It'd be good it, for you. Like, exactly, it'd be good. I like it. No, exactly I've had what, to do that with, like, uh, uh, it was a hockey tryout for a really high-level yeah, team I've, years and years and years ago. Where like, And it was, like, it was just the goalie section of the tryout. So it was just me and 30 other goalies out there, however many it was. And every usually, like, in a tryout as a goalie, you're like, like they'll, make, they'll take you aside and do stuff, but then they need to test the actual players. And so they're like, all right, get in that. We need to see what they can do against you guys, and we can take notes on it or whatever. And as a goalie, you're like, okay, this is my realm. I'm okay with this. Just keep shooting at me. That's easy. But then they'll do stuff where you have to do like up-downs on your knees, uh, do burpees in your full stuff, do the like uh, ladders is what they call it in basketball. I don't know what it was, and like ice sprinting or whatever for mm -hmm. hockey. And I remember doing that. And at one point, like, I was like, man, this is harder than usual. And like 20 minutes later, after for every like one minute thinking like they can't, they can't push us anymore. They can't push us anymore. I get to the point. It's like, I'm going to fucking vomit. Like I can't, I cannot vomit at this tryout. And at least I cannot be the first person to vomit. And someone vomited like <laughs> on the ice uh... and Something about seeing the reaction of the coaches and just even my own visceral reaction to him vomiting of like weak was, <laughs> was like it, like my own urge to vomit went away. But I was like, do I want to be that guy? No, let's just take the effort down 5% and not be laying in our own vomit on the ice in, in two minutes. I have a oh, different reaction. Sucked. Like is it, I, I saw it and I, I heard a story of it in the, on the track team, but I'd seen it on the swim team where like a guy would work so hard. He would vomit, not in the pool, on the either. I forget if it was on the edge where you could just splash it towards one of the many drains or in a trash mm -hmm. can. And then they'd get right back in and work out some more. And I always had like a measure of respect for a guy who did that. I agree. I agree. I've done that before for sure. Like I, I, I've gone to the gym and like, you know, been on like a low calorie diet, like just basically just, just grilled chicken breast, like, like that and like salad with vinaigrette and like, like, like been on this super low calorie diet. Mm -hmm. and then just been working super super hard and be like all right i gotta go outside and vomit now i'll be back and it's like yeah i vomited and now i'm getting back on the machine yeah uh, yeah i feel good about that i don't feel bad about vomiting when i'm if i'm working out like like it's that, that's how you know you're really fucking pushing oh, yourself. if i'm working out alone and i push myself that hard like okay i could see that but at a tryout Oh yeah, I don't want to be the guy Yeah, yeah. So like, oh, this guy's cardio is clearly weaker than the rest, or whatever yeah. the their rationale. But in a training situation where you're trying to max out, like, yeah, maybe like, they might have said different things. They might have been like, "Look how well that guy eats." He really <laughs> like, like, putting it to his body. Oh, yeah. Some Brunswick stew or something yeah. like Peppers. that. Peppers. <laughs> how many different kinds of pasta did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> I see rigatoni. I see angel hair. I see. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the diet thing's big. So there's a YouTuber called Picture Fit. Uh, do you, I, have I, I think I tried to get Taylor hooked on Picture Fit. It, it, it's always been, I love Picture Fit. I think he does an amazing job. Uh, they're fitness videos. But what he does is he takes a whole bunch of like research studies, correlates them, and then makes a video that I think is entertaining. Whenever I'm like, Jackie, Jackie, watch this one, watch this one. 
it's like showing else someone a video you thought was funny or a song you thought was good where they're like, ah, not yeah. to me. <laughs> That's been my experience. But anyway, he did one on intermittent fasting and sold me on it. And it's just an easier way yeah. to like... I remember this channel have fewer now. calories. Yeah. Um, I have already figured out how to be an asshole to some extent. Like, it's 7.45 p.m. I'm going to have a fistful of almonds because I'm not eating for 16 hours when, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I could just not eat. Uh, almonds we'll ca- I, I've been munching on cashews the last few days responsibly though but like even then I'll take like a handful maybe get another half handful and I'll be like in my fitness pal or whatever and I'll be like oh god damn it 600 calories dude and three days worth of fat <laughs> and it's not for someone I, like filthy that's great because <laughs> he's being you know rock climbing and shit uh, for me I'm trying to try to cut this trash off the front of my body yes yeah. I've been sous vide chicken I uh, I throw chicken breasts into the Ziploc bag and uh, sous vide it with a bunch of spices. And I, I do a different spice like mixture every time. Sometimes I do like lemon and, uh, and and peppers and stuff like that. Like little like like and that's really tasty. Sometimes I, sometimes I do like honey and and cayenne, and uh, and then I put that in a, a salad of iceberg lettuce with a little bit of. I got the Olive Garden salad dressing. I love the Olive Garden salad dressing. And, uh, and and that's that's one of my favorite meals. It's like the it's one like, vinaigrette on earth that's not good for you. <laughs> it's not great for you, but but like I need calories because I'm about to hop on the 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 elliptical or whatever. You know, I I, I need some fuel. I need some fuel for the Fair fire. Enough. What are you doing and, when you're going to the gym now? Uh, elliptical mostly. Yeah, elliptical. Any weight almost. stuff or dumbbell nah. fooling around with that? No, I'm just so powerful already. You know, I don't want to get too I strong. Understand? Yeah, that's true. Strong, that is an issue. You know, I don't, don't want to start like breaking eggs in my hand oh. when i try to crack them don't and you like, hate it when you yeah. crush a doorknob you know yeah. you just wanted to yeah. open the door and i do that like i, I, a, I, I just... don't want to i don't want to get too strong i don't want to get too ripped that's what i do <laughs> when i go to like someone's house and they have a they have a piano and i go it's like i don't want to i don't want to suddenly break out into a symphony here i i try not to get too strong you know that's a big fear of mine and getting too swole as they say, you know, I I don't want that. I don't want to get, I don't want to be some big monster of a human being. So, no, so, so you I want to be tactfully strong. Yeah, yeah. My body just responds so well with my with my, you know, I've got some super genes. Rock. I've been watching so. uh, this one fitness channel more and more. The and they do like a lot of grip strength stuff. And I was thinking, I was like, oh, I should bring this up to Filthy if I haven't before next time he's on because doing like you don't do any kind of traditional weightlifting or anything like that right for the most part Mm-mm. well I, but, so I, I i do nine round was like so i when i moved up here i lost all my rock climbing so i've been up here now since september and i haven't rock climbed since then and it's uh, killing me you haven't found a gym there there isn't an indoor gym around this area not not within reasonable travel time i mean i was going three times a week and it was a 10 minute drive for me there's nothing within i think the nearest one is milwaukee which is an hour and a half for me jesus Wowzers. christ can you yeah, do it like, in your place because I tell you, I've thought about just putting bouldering stuff all over the walls of our little weightlifting room. Yeah. Like, that might be fun. Yeah. No, I can't just, like, attach wall, like, grips to the inside of my apartment and then just, like, yeah, I think that would not go over real well. I like, made it better. He watches movies looking over the side. Have you seen it? Or uh, did you ever notice like your grip strength being really good, or do anything that like required grip? And you're like, oh, I'm really good at this because like everybody says that rock climbers are like 
like yeah. unnaturally good at grip for people who don't lift weights. So you notice a lot of that shit when you're climbing and like just since then, I'm of course I noticed any of that shit, but you notice a lot of that. I notice I'm missing some of the core stuff I used to do a lot of, uh, I'm doing a lot of cardio stuff. Now I joined nine round, which is, you know, what he's talking about boxing training. It's not quite that, but they basically made that into an aerobic workout. So it's a lot of punching bags and kicking shit and burpees and pushups and this kind of stuff. And I hate it. Like, it's great. It's great. It gets me out of the house and I go do it, but it's not fucking rock climbing. And it's, and it's just like, after a while, I'm just bored again. I'm bored with it. And it's like, they, at least for that, at least they're changing up the, you know, they change up the exercises every time I go in there. It's like, you know, it's literally nine rounds of three minute exercises. It's all different every time I go, which is great, but mm -hmm. I still hate it compared to rock climbing. I'm just like, man, I fucking hate this. I don't have this with me anymore. So if, so. if rock climbing is just off the table, which it seems like it is, yeah. and this nine round shit is, you're hating it. What's kind of well, on your short list? I think that's six weeks that right a now. year of quality outside bicycling. Yeah. In, Maybe. What, what's your, I like outside. I like outdoor biking. Yeah. Do you have like a short list of north. something to get into? Like yeah. regular weightlifting <laughs> or a sport or something else you're going to do to try and. It's so hard to do that speed. in the winter. Like, what the hell do you do when it's just like. Cross country skiing? Yeah. You got to yeah, get so into hockey, man. Cross country skiing. Yeah. There's a part of me that. I did some of that growing up in high, I did some of that in high school growing up. Part of me hates working out in the cold, like outdoors in the cold, because you get that kind of like, you're doing something cardio and you're also like hot, you know, so you do like that, like it's freezing cold out, you're sweating, you're pooling sweat, but you're in like winter clothing and it's like that horrible fucking combination of, but maybe I just got to suck it up and do something for that because I got to figure out something in this area. Mm. You know? Oh, I, I enjoy that feeling that like being warm when it's cold out kind of work. I, I thought you were going to describe like, because once I get to that, that's where my happy starts. It's the like building up the internal warmth and core, you know, of getting going that where they're. It's I like the, that. Warming I have up. to like, dread like, through that to get to the good part. I just don't like. I mean, I do that too. Like you go, you go start working out. You go, you like you start, and you're like you're like fuck. I gotta take off my sweater. It's freezing cold. You start working out. You feel warm. That's great. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking the combination of extreme outdoor cold with sweating and like wet and like winter weather gear, which is what like uh, cross country mm -hmm. skiing has always been for me, at least. Cross country skiing is pretty pretty cardio heavy. Cross country so. street skiing looks horrible. Right. It looks like no fun at all. Really. Yeah. Yeah, it just looks really, really hard and not rewarding because at no point do you get to go really fast at easily. Yep. Yeah. Are there any mountains by you? No. Oh. No, mountains are trash heaps around here. That's not good. So you're not liking <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> I, that's you're not, not what I'm saying. Do I you like, like the Packers? Oh, I like the... No. I'm a Patriots fan, so I'm fine. I'm set, I'm set on the... I'm set for a while still on uh, on football. No, I like the people here. People here are great. People here have been phenomenal. That's the redeeming feature of Wisconsin. That and they're all drinkers around here. Everyone's a drinker around here. It's great. There's a bazillion bars. They're all within walking distance. It's good for lots of things. It's not so good for like, oh, what, what is my fitness plan going to be? I'm like, well, there's 10 bars within walking distance that are open at 6 a.m. and don't close till 2. That's not bad. Like, I got yeah, And I mean, they all sell solid blocks of cheese. Yeah, so they actually and, just are on the table like appetizers. <laughs> and it's like, what are you saying? Like, there's certain hours. It turns out my hours are tw uh, are two a.m. till uh, six a.m. Those are my <laughs> do not drink hours. So like, I got that covered. He's uh, so. intermittent sobering four <laughs> yeah, hours a day. So <laughs> <That's right>. I <laughs> only drink eight hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 20. 20 on, four off. Eight? What are you? <laughs> Southerner. So it feels a bit. Yeah, I don't know. So I got to, you're right. So I don't know what the shortlist is, Taylor. I got to figure out the shortlist. I'm hoping oh, here that, that, I, that I find something because, man, I do miss that climbing a lot. So start it. Create the business, the culture. It doesn't seem too expensive to make a rock climbing gym. 
Mm, Just a regular yeah. industrial rental place and some plywood. You're off yeah, to the maybe. races. Thank you. You could just like flag off a natural climbing area, like in a park. The trash And then heap. just run it out of there <laughs> up until you get uh, in trouble with the law. Yeah, I could just maybe like take over the side of someone's like office building. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, no, I'm not. This isn't illegal. I'm like Banksy, but for climbing. Like, <laughs> 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 Reddit, post about me and how I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> that guy hasn't done anything in a while. Remember when yeah, he was yeah. like pretty big? Oh, has he? Maybe just no. He did a... that thing like maybe six months ago where uh, one of this his stuff. paintings was being auctioned off and it, it destroyed was, itself. I think it was it, awesome. It like self destructed. That's like, true. It, that was a good. Yeah, that was yeah. crazy. They That's say that the bit. gallery, like the auction house, was in on it, and they're claiming yeah, maybe so. Like they were filming it, and like they sort of. Well, the filming was just a person in the audience. It's like some shaky cell phone. There were a number uh, of people filming it, though. The like, thing it, it I read like... implied that they were... I wish I could remember the details of what they had for evidence. Yeah. It comes in its own frame that weighs 30 pounds and kind of rattles if you shake it. There's a and slot there's... around the side yeah, for no particular reason. With teeth in it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like a paper shredder. But... Yeah. <laughs> you want to see someone try to rob a gun store? <sighs> oh. Yes. Oh, what a retard. Never try to rob a gun store. Oh, I see. No, those yes. guys are sitting around all day like, man, it would be real cool if someone tried to rob us. And I, like, that would be stupid. No one's coming I, in here, TJ. I, We're I'm really store. good friends. I'm really good friends with a lot of guys who, who own their own gun stores. Uh, a few of them. And I'm telling you, that's what they're waiting on. Okay? And, and I've seen what they have waiting on the person. They're like, yeah, I got my... I got my Mossberg tactical shotgun right here. It's loaded with buckshot. If someone ever were to come in and try to fucking rob us, I'm going to fucking explode his chest right there in the lobby. I wish, I wish a motherfucker would. That's the best the part is that's probably like you can use that. That footage is probably like you could just advertise with that. That adds credibility to your product. Yeah. You're like, someone tried to rob us here, and this is what I blew them up with. <laughs> that on the wall that's literally all that's left of the last person who tried to rob me when i had you know xyz all these now we like birds. to mount the remnants next to the gun that did it and we sell the actual gun i was so, gonna say yeah, all these mossbergs are 175 dollars. that one's 250 it's proven now we <laughs> into that the, one's, into that and into the handle of this remington 870 we used to kill that gentleman as we inlaid his gold tooth <laughs> it's like a rottweiler so, they trained that mossberg to have a taste for blood yeah <laughs> you guys ready yeah I'm yeah right. oh yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, three two to zero. one play warning graphic guy i'll this trust this music cool music uh i've got muted I, I do too i didn't at first it's like german club music yeah <laughs> Jimmy Groove. Two armed men enter the store. Look at him. He's planning. They're both like, oh, yeah. Oh, is it Christmas already? (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. That guy's very dead. He's very dead. Jimmy Groover put three in this guy's chest. Jimmy Groover's ready to rock and roll. Oh, he missed the second guy, though. He already killed him one. (laughs) Maybe a little bit of decision paralysis, like he's got too many options. 
I, Fuck, what do I shoot this guy with? I like to think he only <laughs> had a permit for one robber. <laughs> it would be funny if he, like, he had caught his limit already down. that day. Yeah, to, to pick up a different gun to shoot the other guy. <laughs> Man, that guy, that was so fast. It's almost like one of them is a robber and the other one works at a gun store. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, he, uh, he went down and just immediately. And that guy, it looked like, you know, and Kyle probably knows better, but it looked like he got hit like two times and was like, what's happening? And then as he's falling and crumpling, like three more go in. And by the time he hits the ground, he's just yeah dead. That guy got, got killed instantly, pretty much. He hit, he got hit in the spine or something like that, or in the head. Like he got I hit was, somewhere where it counts. Um, I was going to say and, that and, too. And like, like watch that again on my own. Sometimes people fall backwards, and they're almost. This is what I've read on him in experience, but they almost like train to jump backwards from Hollywood. And then sometimes guys crumple down, and he looked like a knockout victim. Like that's something I've seen a lot of. Yep. And, yep. It, it was like a UFC knockout. He got hit in the spine or the head. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised with either one. Uh, that guy knew what he was doing. He was an older gentleman, pro- late fifties, and he looked like you know full white hair. Yeah, like that guy's been waiting since the fucking Reagan <laughs> administration for some punk to come in there and try to rob his fucking gun store. I cannot think of a worse place to try place to try to rob. Maybe a military base. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a, like like military bases number one. Don't try to rob that because yeah, like, like those live ex- like live ammunition exercise or something maybe that would be slightly <laughs> worse target range actually in a tank or something yeah, you know, like, yeah try to rob the target range yeah that would be a mistake too but you try to rob the fucking gun store i'm telling you i know these guys like i know a lot of them they are looking to kill they have been wanting to kill for years they've been practicing to kill they watch john wick over and over on fucking <laughs> okay they wish you just they wish a motherfucker would come stomp their beagle out so that they could come <laughs> and rain death and destruction upon you with the skills that they have acquired over decades of training and, that and makes shooting it, at paper. Yeah, this guy, he was most mad. He was most mad about the fact he's like, oh, and the worst part about it, you, they put it on the news and they named our store. And so now say goodbye to any other people stopping <laughs> in with guns. <laughs> so I wasn't sure where you were going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that guy could not be more stupid. The other no way. <laughs> but that that resonates with me. I think that on some level, this is why I really don't think like MMA like training like as cool as I think it is. I really like the fact that it's like a method that actually works above and beyond. Like that to me is really, really, really cool. But I think that would be bad for me long run to like do it. Like even if it were just like a physical exercise, because I think at some point I'd want to use it. You know, when someone is just being like fucking shitty at the bar or something i would just want to do that i'd be like i've been training for this for the last year you know what right. do it happened every to me day so, so here's the the, wanna... the the reality of mixed martial arts training is take conor mcgregor and put him up against taylor except taylor has a knife i bet on taylor every single fucking time because i know taylor but is going, taylor is probably bets on him or rather but conor probably bets on conor in that scenario because he's just been training day in and day out about how to do this well and i think I only if he doesn't know better i had this experience i was training day out day in and day out in mma for a couple of years and i was also into off-roading at the same time so a bunch of guys rented like this trailer in kentucky and and at some point we start talking about guns right me a bunch of rednecks literally every single person at that table there were like nine of us took our gun out, laid it on the table, and compared. Like, what do you care? What do you got? What do you have? Everybody was armed. 
So you're really rolling the dice, at least in North Carolina. If you're expecting, you know, like you're not getting in too many fights before you get shot. I've got a yeah. knife on me all the time. It's it's just it's a Leatherman. I use it to open boxes or whatever. But it's not completely lost on me. Like it, it would also poke people. Yeah, yeah. I'll win and any fight I ever get into because I'll cut him. You know, it's 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 best to try to resolve your your yeah. Your, I feel like disagreements peaceful. Being able to fight is a not a useful skill, and it's I feel like a lot of that. fighters would tell you that. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried that like what it would do would fuck with my actual rational assessment of stuff. Like this is a really dumb idea. I do not want to get punched in the face by this idiot for no fucking reason whatsoever. To be like, yeah, I was training for that. I'll be ready for this, and he stabs me. Yeah, like, that would be the end result of it. Be like, see, but you're smart enough to know. Like you're not a high schooler. Like you're an adult, an intelligent guy. Like. Like, it's not a movie. If shit starts going down in real life and a guy in a bar wants to fight you, you don't start duking it out because you'll but end up in jail. what do you do at a bar? You it's not leave. like you're there discussing. You have to fucking you're not leave. There, like, you're not there, like, reading the most recent fucking science papers over there, you know? You're drinking. Speak for this yourself. Isn't, this doesn't exactly, like, <laughs> make your, your judgment process that much better. You know, it's like, I, I remember at a, at a time, one time, a friend was telling me, he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, I drive better drunk. I'm like, no, you're a drunk. You're just an idiot. That's just you that the courage and the confidence that yeah. the alcohol <laughs> is giving you in this moment. So you're like, yeah, you're a smart guy, filthy. No, when I'm when I'm drinking too much, I'm an idiot like every other human fucking being who's drinking too much. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's right? like, I bet you think you're better at fucking when you're drunk, too, don't you? Right. Like, I'm sure yeah. that goes over well. <laughs> I'm just a god. Yeah. As you're, as you're pushing a 60 percent hard shots and. Four fucking Viagras. I have all the god. Does Viagra overcome whiskey? I would guess. You are not supposed Absolutely to drink does. on those pills. It Fuck says that. so on the site. I, I, I don't take Viagra. I take I take to uh, Dalafil. And it and says look, for both of them because they're both vasodilators. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. Look, I'm telling Taylor, you, right you now, stop it with your sciencey stuff. You drink enough, and you'll ask <laughs> you're trying to just make up words and convince me of something. <laughs> All words Look, are made I'm up. not giving you a professional opinion here. I'm just telling you what old Kyle here does, okay? And if you're gonna be entertaining a young lady, what I do is I like to have a few drinks. I've had a few drinks tonight. I, when I when I stepped away a few minutes ago, minutes ago, I had myself. You know, I don't measure alcohol. I think that's what losers your do. standard quart of Tito's. I I had a good old <laughs> a double gulp. Uh, as much as I could, uh, you know, gulp it once. I chased it with a bit of apple juice, a bit of Mott's. And uh, but but yeah, if I am going to have a young lady over, we're going to be doing a little bit of a bit of drinking, and that can affect one's erection. Okay, so I take myself filthy. Can I ask you a question? I, I take I, myself ten oh. milligrams of Tadalafil, right. and I chew it up. And uh, an hour later, we're uh, ready to rock and fucking roll. Well, hour, I did trust you say you. out ninety minutes later? <laughs> An hour. Oh. I would say about an hour. Uh, this is yeah. the same exact conversation we just had, though. This is now, once you've pumped all your blood into your dick, now you're making decisions about whether or not it's good to be doing this in general. Which, yeah, yeah, I could see that. And once I have my fucking, you know, I have a couple drinks at the bar and I'm feeling tough and, like, you know, I've done some training, that's when I decide it's a good time to have a, have a fight, right? Like, <laughs> this guy wants to fight? My dick's never been harder? I'm ready to go. <laughs> I, I have a question for Filthy. So right, I right. come, my, my drinking education stopped in high school. That's when I got into sports and kind of got away. And uh, we counted drinks very much. We counted drinks. And if you were an asshole, you counted other people's drinks. So I have five beers in and you're only three. And uh, Kyle, on the other hand, doesn't count drinks at all. And I feel like, is that normal? Is that what adults do? Or you, like, count do, drinks? Do you know how many drinks you've had? 
I can I can reflect back on it and probably tell you, but I don't think I count in the moment. Like I'm certainly not sitting there comparing for that. It's not the point. Yeah, it depends like, on like where you I are. Guess, like if okay. I, I, had a, I had a friend up a couple of weeks ago who uh, came up to visit. Not a super close friend, but like a guy climbing buddy, right? Came up to visit me in this area, and uh, we were out one uh, we were out one of the nights there. And his thing was he wanted to see the town. He just wanted to go to every single dive bar and just like meet people there. And that was his thing. And we were doing that for one night. And the second night, he was getting a bit shitty at the end. And I he was tell. being a jerk, like getting a bit yeah, shitty. drunk. No, no, oh, he's the, the performer. He was being a bit oh, shitty okay. at the end. And yeah. I, one of the things I wish I had known was how he dealt with alcohol and how many drinks he'd had. But it wasn't something that was consciously on my mind. I wasn't like counting his drinks as we were out of these bars. I had no real idea because then I could have been like, oh, he's just drunk being a dickhead as opposed to whatever that else mm-hmm. could have been at that moment. So I, yeah. I guess I, I think <clears> I'm with Kyle on that. I don't. As you know, yeah, when you're in college playing drinking games or whatever else, you might be like, yeah, I've had X, Y, Z because you're an idiot and think it means something. But at this point, I'm not looking like, for example, Mardi Gras, there's uh, there's a big Mardi Gras thing every year here. And I'm going to go for a while this weekend. And when I'm at Mardi Gras day drinking, I'm not going to I'm not driving there or back. And so I'm just going to drink until I feel good and drunk and then enjoy the rest of my day. But like if I'm out eating dinner and I drove there. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I would like a beer or two. Like, you obviously keep track. You're not going to yeah. be like, bring me another. Like, and it's like, but we're about to leave and you need to drive. Like, it's kind of just like common common sense with that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm drinking to achieve a certain buzz. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, internal level of, yeah, You just have a nasty drunkness. apple juice and vodka burp. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Oh, man, I when you good. say that, I can like, I can like smell it now that you've said that. Like before, yeah, it, it was, was a, it was a little internet burp, and now it's Kyle like, drinks oh, like a seventeen-year-old girl. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I do. You know, I, I, I gotta chase it with something. I don't want to drink straight vodka, like and and like no chaser. No, you know? you've done and, that on the show a couple of recent times, and I thought it was very cool, very Russian of you. Like you just, and you didn't take a chaser. I thought I, I think I almost always chase it. Uh, uh, I, I know there's I, a couple of really cool times. I'm saying cool <laughs> on purpose. Because... <laughs> I think apple juice lends itself really well to a chaser because uh, orange juice is really acidic and, and, and it gives me heartburn. Uh, and, and it's not as smooth, I don't feel like, as apple juice is. And apple juice is very sweet, obviously. You know, it covers up any sort of burn or, or foul taste that vodka might 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 bring along with it. Now you have you eat nice steaks, so I assume with your juice you're a, you're always never from concentrate. No, absolutely not from concentrate. I get I get very fancy. Does he look very, like very, a peasant to you? I no. was I was hoping not. <laughs> I get those. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, like Martellis or something. I've shown it on the show before. That big glass. Uh, oh thing yeah. Of, that, that's like cloudy apple juice that you need to shake up first to to get all the sediment mixed around. It's very tasty stuff. Very tasty. Uh, I don't like doing sugar with my alcohol because it, it's just a worse hangover for me generally. I don't get hangovers at all. Um, like, like, like for me to get a hangover, I have to drink an incredible amount. I've, I've literally only had one hangover in my entire life, and uh, it was when we went to Austin, Texas, and we we decided we we're gonna hit every single bar on Sixth Street. Sixth uh, Street is like the party like like street there in Austin, and there's maybe a dozen, fifteen bars. And uh, I put a, I would I was looking to get laid, uh, to be honest, but I, I went on Twitter and Facebook, and I was like, hey. We're in Austin, Texas on 6th Street. Does anyone want to come and party with us? A few dudes showed up, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like three dudes and one girl showed up, and I think she was with one of the guys. and PKA demo. And she didn't they, even want to come. They're like, "Come on, I want to go no, hang out with this not, gun guy on the internet." No, she was she was cool to be honest. It was like me and my dad and my my cousin and my friend and uh, and these four fans, and they were they were they were like super fans. 
and they wanted to buy alcohol for me all night. And so I didn't really have to buy any alcohol, but every bar, you know, first we went to the end of the street because we, we got the Waldorf Hotel, I think it was, whatever it was, this fancy hotel on one end of the street. And so we went to the opposite end of the street, like like all the way down, and we worked our way back toward the hotel. That way, when we were at our drunkest, we're right next to our hotel. We can, we can get in there and find some refuge. And at first, it was great, you know? There's live music. It's a, it's a real kicking place. Like, like, Austin's awesome. Austin's awesome. Like there's live music at like half the bars and like, like, like good, good live music. There's the R and B and blues and a little rock and roll and like great musicians. I felt like, like I was always entertained. And the whole time I'm just every bar, I'm having at least two drinks. And by the time we get, and they're buying them for me for free. And I remember pieces of that night. It's the, it's only twice have I ever had like a bit of memory loss. That was one night, and the other night was a PKA drinking episode when I made fun of Riley for being potentially paralyzed. Uh, I got fucking shit-faced that night. But, like, they're buying me drinks, you know? And it's just free vodka. It's just, and it just sh- when, it just, when it's just showing up, and you don't even have to, like, yeah, I would like uh, a beer, or yeah, 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 get me a shot of Absolute Vodka, or a shot of Tito's, or whatever. No, no, no. It's just there. They're like, hey, here's another shot. We're all doing another round. Mm-hmm. Like, well, uh, uh, okay, then. I got, I got so, 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 so drunk. It was awful. I remember pieces that night. I remember at one point I was a, I, I was pretty chill the whole night. I didn't start any fights. I didn't mess with anybody's girl or anything like that. But the shittiest thing that I did was there was a punching machine. You know, one of those things where you put a dollar oh, yeah. in yeah. and then you hit it as hard as you can. I, I remember vaguely that someone put their dollar in and I was like, no. My turn, and I punched, <laughs> I punched it on their dollar, and I still feel guilty about punching that machine on his fucking dollar. He should have punched me, like, like, <laughs> just to see how <laughs> strong he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. That's, <laughs> that's, that's almost like robbing a gunshot. What you just did there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one step away. And then they're like, "No, it's mine." Like, what is the natural response of that? <laughs> all right well you uh, i'll just like i go try to one. rob an mma gym just wearing brass knuckles just i like, i, I, give, I, me, I give me all your stuff i still feel like an asshole for doing it to that guy i i i don't remember but maybe somebody gave him a dollar in my stead you know i was with some guys who were who were varying levels of drunkness i wasn't the drunkest i i wasn't the drunkest in the group but but yeah austin texas is a, is a great fucking place i love austin it's, it's i've only flown through i've never hung out in austin man if you ever get a chance to yeah, if you ever get a chance to like have a layover or something or spend a day or a night in Austin, it's a great fucking place. It's it's so weird. It's so different from the rest of Texas. Texas is an enormous place, right? It takes up like mm-hmm. this gargantuan part of our country. But and, you know, Dallas and Houston, completely different lands, you know? And, and it, it's it's like something out of like Lord of the Rings or something like that. It's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, well, that's the Shire over there." And uh <laughs> This is Mordor over here. They're completely different. Yeah, and, and that's how Texas is in a lot of regards. El Paso's different. You know, you get Tex-Mex on one side, and you get sort of southern southern style on another side, and you get a whole different like western vibe. And but yeah, Austin is is sort of this trendy younger crowd that's more much 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 more liberal, much younger, much uh, much hipper. And uh, and and they had man, a great beer scene when I was there too. Yeah, I did a lot great of local beer beers there. Yeah. They have a lot of craft yeah. bars, and that and that's I, I, neat. Be like when they serve you food on like a piece of wood. I like that. <laughs> I, I, there's a subreddit called uh, R, you know, hat R forward slash. Oh, give we me plates. Want yeah. plates. 
Yeah, and and, and they just post pictures of these <laughs> these bullshit trendy like restaurants that'll serve you like mashed potatoes on a stone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's really good. Hubcap. How would you like <laughs> your drink in a boot? <laughs> <laughs> the one like not plate thing that I love is when you go to good barbecue places and they just give you a big metal tray and you just pile everything on there. Crab legs too. I, I like like with crab legs, like don't bother with a normal like nine inch round plate. Give me a fucking platter of that shit. We're about to get messy here. All I want is like like that wax paper stuff under a pile of fucking crab legs and I want endless fucking butter and I want beer. And we're gonna we're gonna make this happen. I'm doing that next week, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm I'm ordering. I I'm going to order. They're overnighted, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna order those gargantuan crab legs. I'm gonna get like two hundred fucking eighty dollars worth of crab legs, and uh, and me and a, a couple ladies are gonna really dig in. It's gonna be great. I'm I'm gonna pop in. I'm just gonna show you. Gonna up pop in. House. I would show mind. you what's like, like up. If you popped in, I I would not. You would eat all the crab in. legs. How fucking weird would that be if I just showed up? <laughs> Dude, I wouldn't give a fuck. I, I swear to God, I wouldn't. I, I, it, oh, I, it, I know you wouldn't care. We'd have a fun time. But if I just showed up on the crab leg day as the ultimate mooch, <laughs> it's like, ha I paid $400 for a round trip ticket to eat your crab legs. <laughs> Dude, next week, if you're free one day, you want to come down, I'm going to order some giant crab legs. You let me know. I'll order two extra pounds. Hell yeah. <laughs> but what about the extra 10 for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, Taylor, Taylor, Kyle, you haven't met. <laughs> I think there's a bigger concentration of like a bigger ratio of meat to shell when you buy like the gargantuan legs. Like, like the, the crab, meat in these sure. things. It's like a hot dog. Like on the inside of these legs, it's like a hot dog sized piece of meat that's a foot and a half long. I, I'm not an expert in the crab, but in lobster when they get really big like that, they can get dry. They it's can. not better yeah. yeah. Well, it's not that these are like just oddly big ones. It's that Kyle's buying king crab. Yeah. Whereas I usually get snow crab. Snow crab's smaller and it's easier to break with your hands. Whereas snow king crab is crab what has I get at... spines on it. So you can't really break king crab with your hands either. No one's mentioned red lobster. I don't know if something's wrong with red lobster. It is. Yeah, it's low tier. That's the uh, Waffle House of. I really like it. Seafood restaurants. I, I don't get mind snow it. Crab the biscuits legs there. are massive. Biscuits whoa, whoa, whoa. are fantastic. You're talking, oh, the actual chain? I thought you were talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Lobster. I, and okay. I usually get snow crab legs there, and they're fantastic. the The biscuit things are great. The crab the legs are great. are great. The butter is great and never ending. It's all good. You can never dip the butter. You guys might not know this. You can dip the biscuits in the butter, and they just give you more butter. Yeah, I'm. That's, wow. I'm going to cook those biscuits. <laughs> you can buy. You can buy a box of those biscuits, um, and I'm going to cook that with my crab. Oh I'm yeah. I used to buy those. They have kits at grocery stores where you can buy like the cheddar biscuits with the red, uh, not red robin, red lobster logo on it. And like I would buy them before and be like, oh, this is like a neat little thing. Make it in a bowl, put it in the oven and make it myself. And I would like, it would say like serves eight. And I would go home that evening and like forego dinner and just like make three rounds of biscuits for myself. And man, that is a, that, that shit the next day after you eat nothing but butter biscuits from red lobster that you make and it puts the taylor amount of butter recommended not the <laughs> recipe amount when i have to melt some additional butter like it just smells like a butter biscuit the same way like the next day when you shit out white castle it just smells like white castle it doesn't even yeah, smell it's like great. The it's shit. great i i love crab crab's one of my favorite meals uh i like all of the iterations of crab i like crab linguine and crab everything 
Yeah, so so I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be fucking great. My my I'm mouth always is frustrated. Maybe, I, maybe it's the king crab thing. Because I'm always frustrated at the amount of work versus food I get out of crab. Like the unlike pool. lobster, lobster's easy. Like lobster, you crack open a couple of bees, you have this huge like claw. The tail is a ton of meat there. Like yeah. crab, it's like I feel like I'm fussing around for fucking nothing. Have you eaten at a place fancy like enough the where journey. they crack it for you? For crab? Uh, no, I, I, I only I lobster. Never crab out. Oh um, yeah, I, I've eaten at fancy enough lobster places, and oh my gosh, they're excellent edit and then you only get the good part the eating yeah. yeah yeah where they like grab it and do the masterful twist and they like pull that They've giant got a, hunk out they have a trick for every body part they're yeah. amazing they're professional that would be like a funny like mad tv bit where it's like instead of that it's a guy <laughs> who stands there and like quickly does the crab and like feeds you from everything from the <laughs> oh i think it'd be funny if you were just incompetent we got yeah. like half the tail out it was like fuck it <laughs> that's all <laughs> I was thinking about getting the crab legs split already. Like you can get those; they're called gargantuan crab legs. I think gargantuan king crab legs. They're they're over a pound each. Like you should get those split pound and a half, and you can order them split. So I I I may do that. So they're already just cut in half, and you just get a little fork and go to town. Split or not, do make sure you've got the right utensils. My wife made crabs recently for us, and we're like sharing the cracker and the one tiny fork in the house yeah the, and that weird plastic thing that's got like the scoop on one end and the the, the like grabber on the ours other. is metal but yeah we also had one of those and you know and, and so i would use it and then put it in between us and she would use it and put it to her right and i'm like baby that's not sharing that's yeah <laughs> that's I, I am the less stroud of getting crabs open without any tools i don't need anything more than a regular fork and I'm off off to the races. Easy peasy. Damn. Not me. Yeah. We ended up having like cheap Chinese scissors that were our go-to tool. We're like, you know what? These cut these. And then it's just great. <laughs> they, <laughs> make, they make these well, shears that look like pruning shears. I, 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 if, I, if I do that, I'm going to order some of the shears. I'm going to order a couple of the little scoopy weird things and uh, some of the crackers. Oh, I'm getting hungry. That sounds so good. So I grew good. up in the Northeast. And I kind of know my like, know my way around a lobster. And then I went out to Hawaii and I had Hawaiian spiny lobster. And that fucked me up like all the ways. Because like all the ways I'd normally break open a lobster and they have giant like like pokey fucking spines in those locations. And I'm like, man, this got a lot less fun. I think I had I to do. Even... Huh. I didn't I know that was a thing. Taylor, Hawaiian you haven't been lobster. playing lobster on veteran mode. You should give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I've had blue lobster before. That that was absolutely amazing. I I, I, I love seafood. I, yeah, wow, I didn't know. I guess they do sell it. I always hear like, this is a one of the trillion lobster. Somehow yeah, I didn't. I thought that, it belonged in a museum. No, that was part of the sales pitch. They're like, I don't remember the number, but they were like, this is a one in one million lobster, or a one in five million lobster. I was, was exaggerating. Like, yeah. No, it really is. Like, like, well, like, not a trillion, though. I hear you. But it was like, oh, yeah, it's $125. You sure you want it? Like, well, how much does it weigh? Five pounds. Yeah. Yeah, we want it. Yeah, we'll split it. Yeah, absolutely. It's fucking tasty, whatever. Lobster's not as good as crab. Lobster's yeah, think... not as good as crab. Uh, I, like, mm -hmm. like snow crab legs, king crab. It's, it's a sweeter... More delicious meat and like uh, you know those long chunks of it. Ah, I love lobster. I mean, I love crab. I'm I, I'm gonna get after it this week. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about it. lobster meat is not as baby. good, but the work is not as much. That's true. Lobster is beginner's shellfish. I like this conversation more. Last time you guys tried to get me to weigh in on which I would rather fuck of like these huge, massive like women or like men who are like more attractive to them. Give us time. Yeah, like this is a much. <laughs> this conversation is much more interesting to me. Like, I'm I'm getting hungry on this one. The last one. Would I you rather fuck a crab or a lobster? Yeah, I'm I'm even okay with that. Like, that seems like a natural kind of. But like, neither of them are consenting. 
Yeah, it's harder. <laughs> I mean, all the spines really get in the way. I'm going to try and fuck it with my dick? <laughs> I don't even know what a lobster <laughs> no, pussy no, looks like. You're going to insert the crab into yourself. That's the only way to effectively... <laughs> that's why you're going to get the, the, get the, the lobster tail up in the there. Long reaching claw. <laughs> that's, that's a... Yeah. Special can, tool for that. Can we do ads and then watch my video? Yes. Yeah, yeah I can do that. I got to pee real bad. It's 2019. Are you still doing things the old way at work? Start the year off right by replacing that software that causes you angst and agony every day. And find software that fits your business needs using Capterra.com. Capterra is the leading free online resource to help you find the best software solution for your business. With over 700,000 reviews of products with real software users, it has everything you need to make an informed decision. Search more than 700 specific categories of software, everything from pro project management to email marketing to yoga studio management software. No matter what kind of software your business needs, Cap Captera makes it easy to discover the right solution fast. Join the millions of people who use Captera every month to find the right tools for their business. You can visit captera.com slash PKA for free today and find the right tools to make 2019 the year for your business. captera.com slash PKA. captera, that's C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A.com slash PKA. Yeah, definitely do that because when you got the right software, you'll find all your business solution needs. I like that they left me alone trusted me not to start pushing my agenda for world domination or some sort of radical crazy racist thing you know i could do anything right now oh god the, the power i'm feeling it's it's the kyle show it's the lyle show let's talk about Lumi, okay because you guys seem to take me very seriously when i was talking about Lumi. some of you did some of you got that was a bit of a troll uh oh felt he's back We'll keep going because Filthy doesn't have any 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 uh, any any say so in what I can and can't say. Look, Lumi is a sexy man, okay. You guys need to be hooking that up for me like you did with Sarah Triple X, okay. You guys are my secret weapon when it comes to getting after that that sweet sweet boy pussy. All right, so get in there and make it happen for your boy Kyle. All right. Whose boy pussy are you after? Uh, 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 disregard! Disregard whatever you may have heard. And uh, smartmouth.com. Uh, bad breath is a gross, <laughs> embarrassing problem that impacts everyone at some point in their lives. Fortunately, it isn't your fault. Taylor knows this better than anyone. Smartmouth mouthwash knows that the real cause, they know the real cause of bad breath and how just two rinses a day can solve it for good. But first, what is bad breath? Bad breath is a natural consequence of bacteria living in your mouth. Naturally occurring oral bacteria consume protein in your mouth and give off sulfur gases waste. So when you smell that rotten egg bad breath odor, you're actually smelling sulfur gas. Using alcohol to just kill those germs or trying to cover it up with a minty mask will not solve that problem. To solve a real problem, you need real science. Smart Mouth uses a clinically proven, patented, two-liquid system. When poured, the clear sulfur-eliminating solu eliminating solution combines with the green zinc ion solution and activates. The activated zinc ions seek out and bind to the bacteria in your mouth, stopping them from being able to consume protein or release that sulfur gas for 12 hours per rinse. No sulfur gas, well, that means no bad breath. You can find Smart Mouth in the oral health aisle at your favorite supermarket, pharmacy, grocery store, or online. That's where I get it, at Amazon. And now for a limited time, you can go on over to smartmouth.com slash PK. This is, where you want, this is where we want you to go. This is what makes us look good. This is what keeps us in Mustang GTs. This is what, <laughs> all right? This is what makes Wings cry tears of butter, okay? Jesus because Christ. he couldn't show up for his damn job. 
because that's what <laughs> happened. He'd sleep in, he'd make excuses, and he wouldn't show up. He'd Nobody dates needs to kiss on, my on ass except night. for Mrs. Kyle, okay? She does the ass kissing. I don't need anybody to kiss my More ass. Licking. I don't care for it. All right? You lick it. Stick your tongue <laughs> right up in there. I don't care. Smartf.com slash PKA. You're going to need it after after servicing Kyle. And <laughs> you can get 20% off your Smart Mouth mouthwash or toothpaste. You're going to want to double up after this trip. Enter <laughs> code PKA promo at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Smartmouth.com slash PKA. Code PKA promo. Make it happen, people. Make you us regret it. If you, want right. me to rent, if you want me to rent a GT Mustang and do a photo shoot, Oh! You have to go to smartmouth.com slash PKA and then make your own website on Squarespace. And then let me find out how much it costs. Go. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to I'm going to go to Turo.com right now. And go to Turo.com and Did I'll, we do I'll the Turo mid roll while I was away? Uh we have not done the Turo. That's that's uh the only one remaining as far as mid rolls go. So uh, I'll crank that. But but we're four for four with our advertisements. There's there's five total. Um Well yeah, obviously the service I'll use is Turo. So you're in St. It seems Lewis. to be the premium. He's looking for a GT rental. I bet it's cheap. I I, I could. I want to throw a number the, out, but you I can do the read. I'll I'll type it up and look. Turo.com. Oh, oh yeah. no, I'm not going to do the read. But you know, I'll, I'll I'll do the read in another 45 minutes or so. Oh okay. But um, but I was going to try to find a Mustang for you. Turo St. Louis. Yeah, I well, think that would be good. I mean, that's really going to help the 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 guys doing these videos if they have some like footage of you actually in one, Tiller. I I know, I'm a big pull in and the in the all, in the gearhead owl. community. If you could rent an owl as well to be Ooh, yeah, to be in it, rent that would an owl. Cool. Yeah, I'm <laughs> that'd sure be a little be redundant, good. maybe. But yeah, well, I mean, Turo, I I'm the I'm the voice you need for the auto industry. I know all sorts of car words: transmission, rear wheel drive, petrol. Uh, the bonnet, uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, autobahn. The list the goes undercarriage. on. Undercarriage. The undercarriage. Yeah. Uh, 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 voxel. I'm just naming things I remember from Top Gear. Damn it! There's not a uh, there's not a Ford Mustang. Oh oh wait maybe maybe. Such Let's a see. great show by the way, Top Gear. No 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 Ford Mustang in St. Louis. Um, unfortunately. I'll show. I'll search a bit later. Well, a Stingray not, might. I can go pretend to be interested in But a Stingray in a Corvette might be nice. A Stingray Corvette would get the same job done. 330 bucks a day, make that shit happen. What does I'm a Stingray, Stingray Corvette mean? Is that like a special a, upper yeah, echelon? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice the other day. I got it. Sorry, was that filthy? I ate Stingray the other day. I'd How was it? Before. I've never had that. Really weird. It's got a middle, like, like bony, platey thing, and it has meat on either side. And you kind of take it off with a fork because it has these weirdly weird, like ribbed bones on them almost that you got to like pull the meat off of. It was really good, but it was really strange. Was there much meat on it? Yeah, a ton of meat on it. I was really surprised. How like, do it with your hands? Like, how big was this? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to see with like the various things you need, like proportion. So um, I don't know. Like, it was like a chunk of meat like that, maybe. Okay. It's interesting Did to me that Taylor is so not a car guy that we found a Corvette Stingray. For him to actually drive in real life for fun. And he wants to talk about the fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, just, show me to with, be fair, new topic. To be fair, show my, me with your hands how big the stingray was. <laughs> my now, how, what other seasonings did too. they use? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. I mean, this looks fun to drive. Yeah. I just I don't even know how to tell that. How does it look fun to drive? Like, I'm not a I just mean anymore. like it would look fun to drive in an area where I could see how fast it would go because I've never really driven a super fast car. But I don't like I wouldn't feel comfortable going really fast on the road in that. 
Yeah, you'd probably drive 65 and a 65 in that. And then yeah, you'd be I'd like, why the be fuck like, did I buy this car? But I'd you could so go to 65 quickly. What I want is the I want the, the <laughs> Tesla. I want the self-driving. That's what I want. I want to I, take the driving out of the driving experience. So I've I heard how good they were at driving, right? So taking a step back, I came from a 15-year-old Tacoma, so of course it didn't have anything like that. And I get this F-150 with like a lane assist. You're probably familiar with that. When you shift over, it just steers you back into the middle. Also, um, and that is like semi-reliable. And the cruise control slows down when you catch up to the car in front of you. And that thing is really reliable. Like you could... That's pretty good. Th that is trustworthy. I've heard that a Tesla is about as good a driver as someone you're teaching. And that like clicked with me. They're like, yeah, they'll do... 95% of the stuff right, you know, just every once in a while, like if it, it, it'll steer onto the exit and go to the other highway. Like it'll take your exit based on GPS, follow around the curve and go on to the next highway. You don't have to do anything. It's as good as a teenager at driving. That's really cool. But also like if starting tomorrow, everybody's driving skill reverted back Kyle, to their teenage driving skill, they would the... like, you would get in horrible accidents. I thought the safety record for those was pretty damn good. Oh, I, I, no, no. I was talking about like, because there are so few Teslas and most people are driving autonomously, like, or not or, I mean, on their own volition, I would, you would say. But like, mm. so if there's a bunch, like a handful of cars out there driving at a 16-year-old level, you're fine. But if everybody tomorrow was in something that was driving at a 16-year-old level, like, it would be carnage. You know? So Elon Musk has an interesting thing going on in that he can overpromise under deliver and his customers are happy right yeah he said this year 2019 right he's got 10 months left you'll be able to safely sleep while you're driving god i want that so bad that yes. just can't be true that sounds great and but like he's been they sold as a five thousand dollar option this level of self-driving like three years ago and they still haven't delivered if ford sold a five thousand dollar option that like for a good chunk of the life of your car you didn't actually have, they'd be very mad at Ford. But in the Tesla world, they're just happy that people are trying to do something great. I'm a pretty yeah. big Elon Musk fanboy. Uh, yeah, me what, too, What's man. the coolest thing he's doing right now? Like, Tesla is Fucking is SpaceX. Neat. Fucking SpaceX. SpaceX is cool. What SpaceX else is he is doing? SpaceX's goal is... To, SpaceX's entire goal is to put a, a city on Mars. That's the long-term goal that, they're, that right. they've been working toward for, from the beginning. Using Dude, with a goal like that... You could, like, I think this is kind of like what Woody's point was, is he's putting, he's setting these benchmarks at like, yeah. we want to put a city on Mars. And then with like a benchmark that high and with it anticipating and like knowing that like the timeline of this is not in any of our lifetime, it doesn't really hold no, us. It absolutely yeah. is in our lifetime. We're going to put a city on Mars in the next seven years. And we already have our rockets not crashing some of the time. Jesus, but tell me that lie as opposed to we're going to unfund NASA and never put people like never have a government program to go back into space. Yeah. Like, tell me a more defunct. What he's done is a story to tell me in my life than we've given up on the idea of leaving this planet. I, I say we get rid of NASA and, entirely. And invest in cow with, dung as fuel. There's lots yeah, of that. And let's 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 add that to the, the the second part of that, which is we are just going to deny global warming as a thing, and then just like be like, yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna discuss our future at all, and we're gonna pretend that everything's fine here. Like, tell me, tell me if you want to sell me a lie. Filthy, like, not tell me twenty minutes one. ago, you said it was cold out. 
Yeah, Dude, hypocrite. The, the only thing about like global gotcha. warming is we need we <laughs> need to what allow. What do I say to that? <laughs> we need we we seriously we need to allow global warming to continue unabated for another 12, 15 years or so until everywhere's kind of like L.A. Then we stop. We don't want to jump the gun here and stop it while there's still shitty weather in place. No, what Elon Musk has already done with SpaceX is incredible. It's something yeah. that, that that NASA, with all of their billions of government funding, could never do. And it's the reusable rockets. They're, like they're, the space shuttle, kind of? I guess in no, fairness, they didn't all. reuse no, the No, because rockets. they threw those rockets away every yeah. time, and it was an incredible There was cost. a lot of reused stuff, though. No, the, the expensive part was not reused. The the, the space shuttle itself, sure, it, it came back you, down, but I the rockets... expensive. Didn't they just the let shit just fall expensive. into the ocean and sink? It fall. It fell in, what he's done, and it, it's doubly important because everybody's like, oh, well, it's incredibly important for this to be financially feasible that the rockets come down with retrograde rockets themselves and land in place. Yeah, yeah that's important for, for financial feasibility. But what's, what it's really important for is landing on Mars because Mars's atmosphere is so thin that parachutes don't work. Parachutes are not going to slow uh, human beings down well enough for them to make a landing. You have to have retrograde rockets firing straight down as you're coming down and land your vehicle vertically for Mars to work, for you to put human beings on Mars without yeah. them dying Kyle, on landing. So, to, to add to what Kyle's saying, what they use is a combination of parachutes and airbags. But like Kyle said, that's not cool if you want humans on board. Yeah, right? that's if, for landing those if you rovers. Have, if you have GoPros on board, you're okay. Because <laughs> yeah. they can take they can, some Gs. They can take 15 Gs. Yeah. But Billy uh, is, is going to get squished. His, 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 his brain's going to explode. He's going to have an aneurysm, and he's going to be dead on the surface of the red planet. Uh, I, I really hope they go to Mars eventually. It's going to be such a cool undertaking. I, I, I've watched a lot of, lot of shows about that. I hope There's we get to see it. I wonder if we they're going to go to the moon. We absolutely will get to see it. Like, is, is, is they going to do a practice run on the moon, maybe? Yeah, I, I think, did, did I think what's going to happen... You know? uh, NASA's, no, talking about, NASA's talking about going back to the moon and building a base. The, the most feasible that. way to do, to do continuous travel to Mars, because what you'd want to do first is, like, send supplies there. You'd want to land supplies on Mars and, be, and, and know that, all right, if we get this six-man crew there, this shit's there waiting for them. We know they're safe, right? There's already... Robots have already built... Uh, a habitation ring. They've already built the generators. They've already put up the solar panels. We just need to get the people there and the food and supplies and energy are waiting on them. So they'll do that first. But what would make it even more the financially... The crab. You're going to need so much crab. There's no crab yeah. on Mars. I know. You're going to have to <laughs> ship all that in. So that's got to get there I ahead feel of like time. If I was in charge of a Mars colony, I'd be like, all right, first order of business, we're going to need crab. to stockpile about three years of proof of life. So that if this doesn't go right, we can lie to people for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm watching this show. All right, I actually finished it. It's called Mars. It's on Netflix. And it's this weird... Oh, is that the one that's like a splash of like like actual like reality stuff and then like the hyper like yeah. fiction? Like, yeah, I couldn't get into that. I watched a little bit of that and couldn't get through it. I had a hard time getting into it, I'll be is honest. Is it plot-driven because... or a documentary kind of thing? So here's both. It's yeah. both and it's odd. So what it does is you've got this this mission in like the year 2035 where like it's happening a pro like a bunch of nations have come together to create the like international mars research foundation or something like that they've built a ship and they're sending i think six astronauts to mars and what they'll do is they'll they'll stop and and the screen will go 2016 and they'll show you what's happening right now or, or like two years ago rather with like elon musk Elon Musk is in the in in the documentary, and it's it's, it's like him failing 
at his first rocket and it, and and they'll they'll like Is it two slice or three it. they failed a couple times it's two or three and and, yeah. and and they'll they'll and then they'll have like neil degrasse tyson or they'll, they'll have a lot of intellectuals they'll be like the thing about mars is you have to do this this and that because of this this and that and then they'll go forward to 2035 and the solution has been found you know and they bounce around between this fictional like scripted 2035 mars mission and something to go wrong and then they take you all the way back to 2015 or 2016 where the groundwork was being laid or they'll show you scott kelly spending a year in space when uh, after the big obama speech uh, uh, several years back and th they'll show you uh, like apollo programs and stuff like that and then you'll be like well fuck get me back to 2035 i want to see them land so it's and funny that i have the exact opposite kyle i was like get me back to fucking 2016 i i'm all about the sci-fi i love the sci-fi but if we're talking like something as cool as fucking spacex where this is actually the possibility of doing this i'm more interested in that than i am in like the fictional depiction of the 2035 for that is space I, I, force a thing yeah it's becoming a thing is it um, like I does anyone work like is there even a single employee yet do you think that's crazy it almost seems like another yeah. military branch to funnel money into well then that we know it'd be well funded at all no, think of it yeah. if you want it to happen, make it military. <laughs> we need to have a space force. It's gonna their people are gonna have rockets on their shoes and lasers. It's gonna be very, very cool. It's like uh, well, actually, this is just that, another fucking boondoggle to to pump tax dollars into. I, uh, whatever. I, I but but yeah, it, it I I, I would pick up as Mars. a series, Kyle. Is it any better it, after this like one season? Um I wouldn't say I hated it. I liked it. I watched the whole thing. I watched all of it. I would give it like two and a half out of five stars, though. You know, it, mm. it was kind of it's kind of low budget in some ways. But but what was most interesting to me is is the way they showed actual science working on Mars. Because the thing is, it won't work like in The Martian, like the the Matt Damon movie. You can't just live on the surface because of the radiation. You got to go underground. And so the plan right now with, with NASA and SpaceX is to find these lava tubes, which are basically these, these underground caverns that you and, and you'd go down in that cavern with, with stone above you and you'd inflate this big habitation bubble. And then you'd build on to it with like hallways and another bubble and hallways and another bubble. What, what is this bubble? Like, what do you mean? Like, like a plexiglass or some shit, like a, a biodome? That you're making sort of like that. No, yeah. this is what the Viagra's for. He's testing bubble material. He's been doing yeah. it for years now. <laughs> yeah, made it's some giant sort of, condoms on Mars. And it's some sort of inflated solution. I, I don't know what it's made out of. It's some sort of inflated material. It, it's to create the habitation bubble. First, that you find a, a tunnel. Uh, you but they do it up that real good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they do that in the show. They like, like they go down in the lava tube. They get it all cranking. They've got greenhouses up and like. Time slowly moves forward, and the six-man crew grows to a ten-man crew, which grows to a thirty-man crew, and they're landing more and more people there. And everybody has jobs, and there's a command structure, and you know they're trying to get more and more electricity, so they have more and more greenhouses. And the goal is to become self-sufficient. I don't think it's crops. ever gonna. I don't think that first quote-unquote city is gonna be a city. I think it's gonna be more like a military outpost, right? You, you know, they compare it a lot with what we have in Antarctica. How we have that that there's a big city there. I can't think of the name of it, a town with several hundred people living there. But it's heavily reliant on us shipping supplies down there every so often. You you have to show up with a ship full of food, full of parts, and all of that stuff. And and initially that's how the base is on Mars. It's like, well, if Earth just cut us off, we'd starve to death, or we'd run out of energy, or we'd run out of this or that. 
know, they've got 3D printers, mm -hmm. they've got fission power cells, like nuclear fission power cells, they've got uh, solar panels, but if Earth cut us off, it'd be GG, we just run out of food. And so initially that's how it is, but slowly they're trying to grow their own food in greenhouses and stuff like that. Hmm. That sounds interesting. It, it was interesting, again, I give it a two and a half out of five stars. What I what I'd give about four stars is fucking season three of True Detective, though. Uh, I I finished that up last night. I watched the final episode. I cried. Yeah, it's good. I cried. Uh, Did it, you watch was... uh, season three of The Expanse, Kyle? Oh yeah, I finished all that I up. Yeah. That was very good too. I was surprised. I didn't like season one of that. <coughs> season three was excellent. I thought. I liked season one more than season three personally because I liked the the ground laying of the world and I liked that. Um, oh, the one guy, the detective. Who's always mm. slicking his hair back? I liked him or having more screen time. Miller or something. Miller. Yeah, yeah, I like that actor a lot, but but I like the series as a whole, and I'm looking forward to more of it. You yeah, know, me too. I was glad I got picked up. So. Yeah, we'll you see know, if it stays it's, good. It's that, it's that middle ground between you know Star Trek, which I love. I've seen everything that's ever been Star Trek. I love it. Deep Deep Space Nine, all that shit. I've seen every episode many many times, but it's like the year twenty three hundred. It's somewhere in there, and they've mastered this space thing, you know? they Transporters and warp technology, it's like, ah, oh, well, any problem can be solved with a little time. But this is that, that weird middle ground, not too far away from where we are now, but far enough that it's like space has been, it's, it's like the Wild West, but it's not like some terrifying experiment anymore. And, and, and it's fun to watch that. It's, I it's like, fun um, to see. Firefly for that reason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Firefly was... is a not the show's low budget, but the people in the show are low budget, right? You know, if the Star Trek Enterprise saw the Firefly ship, they would just ignore it and keep going, you know, because there are good ships in that universe, but they didn't. That, that's not the one we're following. We're following yeah, like yeah. a junk hauler, and uh, and it's neat to see their adventures. You don't yeah, have to be shame. the most powerful ship in the universe to make a good show. That's what Star Trek usually is. A lot of the times, yeah. yeah Star absolutely. Trek is usually the most powerful ship. Well, it, the, most amongst, of the time. Yeah, okay. the Enterprise is the flagship of, 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 the, of, the, uh, of, of the Federation. They're the flagship I, of the I, in, most uh, powerful group of beings that we kind of know of. Then we meet the Borg, and they're probably better, but they eventually lose. In the, Star Wars, they always played up like, oh, Han, your ship sucks dick. This is the worst. And then, like, the function of a ship to go very, very fast, like, it seems like he actually had a really good ship, right? Star Wars is fucking lame as shit. Star Wars is fucking stupid, man. I don't even want... I hate Star Wars so much. I mean, I'm not that passionate, but I, I, I watch it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I fucking hate it. I like I, them I all. hate it so much. I, I, and I, I wonder, Kyle, if you could do a little I haven't seen introspection for a moment. Is it possible that the reason you just like Star Wars is because you walk into the app looking for a five and then you only see a four? I think it's just awful. Like like the mm. new ones, I hate the social justice warrior stuff they cram down your throat. I hate all the... What social justice warrior stuff? I might just be less sensitive to it. I mean, we could spend an hour on on, on it. You know, it's... it's, it's just because the main the character's ones, a girl? Like, how many have there been in like the recent couple years? There were the three originals, the three in the early 2000s, and then how many yeah. have there been now? They, they've made two more plus a Han Four. Solo movie. And, okay, so uh, I've only uh, seen the original six. Oh yeah! Wow, they've there's done like, four more. Like Twelve or something okay. like that now. It's it, yeah. it, there's the original six plus there's two more that are continuing on with their their yeah. storyline, the Han Solo movie, and okay. then the uh, the movie where the rebels go and get the plans for the Death Star. That's how I. But got what to were four you, you were saying? Why you hated the new ones? They were just shit. 
look, there, there's never been a good Star Wars movie. Just Agreed. to be clear, like like yep. they're all they're all bad. They're all ba- they're all terrible hammy acting. They're all bad special effects by, by, by <laughs> modern standards. That the, the plot lines don't make any sense. The villains don't make any sense. <laughs> they, they they've gone back and forth they're so much brown. that they can't decide. Like like. Like, 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 look, the prequels are just garbage. When you look at characters like Jar Jar Binks, when you look at like how the, the battles are fought, the pod like, racing was cool. I hated the, that's my cool. least pod favorite moment in the whole knows. thing. Like well, I saw Lucas it when I was like 12. So I was like, this is perfect for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it just, just, I, I really hate Star Wars and, and I've tried to give it a chance. And look, I, I bet if, I bet if you gave JJ Abrams Star Wars, and let him start from scratch. He'd probably make a good fucking Star Wars. Crazy to give, do give Star the Coen Brothers Star Wars. It'll be gritty Didn't and dark. Didn't J.J. Abrams do like the first one back? I think he may have directed one of them or something like that. But he needs to he needs to get his own writing team. Like 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 the story is bad. The story's stupid. The story's Star Trek fucking movies stupid. Movies are pretty fucking. Shit I always have my frustration. Do so, the Star so Trek some of the Star Trek movies are, are shit. Fun. So. The the good Star Trek movies are Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan, Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. Um, as far as next generation, first contact is pretty good. Most of the others are bad. The 2009 Star Trek is a very good movie. Into Darkness is a pretty damn good movie. The third Star Trek reboot movie that came out a couple years ago, where they're, he's riding a BMX motorcycle or something on a planet, and we're fighting like Idris Elba in a mining ship, is garbage. It, it's such a fucking slap in the face. It's such bullshit, bad. Like, like it doesn't make any sense. They're doing things that make no sense. They're 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 doing things that make Dude, no. That's what I sense. like about Star Trek. Star Trek is this no. it, like it's a universe where knowledge of climbing in extreme sports is essential to problem solving. Like, oh no, we're captured by super bad guys. Fortunately, we have like a BMX bike here and uh, some rocket boots, and we're gonna be doing awful. like free, uh, like yeah, wingsuiting. I, I was I cringing that. so much the whole time. I, I was like, this is just so fucking stupid. Even the first one, so remember the, the opening scene of the reboot, what's the name of the, the you know, with the Spock? 2009 Star Trek. I think the opening scene of that, they're like uh, base jumping to deal with some sort of drilling laser the- beam into the middle of a planet. Not the opening scene, but but you know the the eighth scene or something yeah, yeah, like that. The, you know, the once that once the show gets started, uh, yeah, I was fine with that. I was fine with them base jumping because they explained why transporters are down, shuttlecraft cannot make it through the atmosphere. We got a fucking. Well, there were no jump. transporters when they grabbed the motorcycle and started jumping. There were. Things. They transported the motorcycle in. That was part of the pl- that was part of the madness. Yeah, because, you're probably you know, right, but it's still awesome. Kyle, Kyle has clearly fucking encyclopedic knowledge of this of this of everything he sees. I, like, Kyle has a not a photographic memory, a videographic memory of of and, and he can just retell movies and things that uh, better than anyone else I, I know. I, I, I found myself not super thrilled about those movies, but I am I am hesitant to touch this one because I, I didn't like the Star Wars movies either. I didn't really like Star Trek movies, but now like when you're like citing like names and dates and like storylines of them, like fuck, I just remember just a general like damn that sucked. Like I don't <laughs> <laughs> it's that's like, how I am with movies. Yeah, yeah I just remember see- like, oh that one? Bad. <laughs> I'll be like, well, in the thirty-three minutes in, when that minor character Steve came in, he was wearing scene. a watch, and this is set in thirteenth-century Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, there's good Star Trek content. There is, let me say that. There is great Star Trek content. If you watch Deep Space Nine, it's the I best. It's been really good. I've only ever watched a couple episodes of that. Give it a chance. I promise. It's some of the best TV ever made. I think it there's takes a little while to warm acting. up. Yeah, by season two, you're you're loving is it. it. Too? Like like as soon as you yeah. see Cisco shave his head and grow a grow a goatee, 
it's I'm go curious. time. I remember it's it being so three is like the echelon so. of Star Wars movies. Like you put the original three from like the seventies and early eighties. They're really bad. And then, then the three in the two thousands, and then the ones I, now are the worst. They're all garbage. I, I can't watch a single Star Wars. The, the best Star Wars movie was the one, the most, the recent one where there was like a prequel where the rebels go and uh, everybody dies at the end. I can't think of the name of it. <laughs> That's the best Star Wars movie ever made. That was pretty decent. Because there was, well, I think they're they're children's movies, right? So again, like that's the I I have a little bit of this issue with Star Trek because Star Trek is like it's like the goody two shoe like how do I say it? It's it's so clean in a way that doesn't reflect reality that I really dislike about it. Like, uh, I, know, like I, know, I understand it's science fiction. Not I, always. I like, like, Star Trek. Yeah, like I'm, in particular, I'm thinking of Cisco killing a bunch of Maquis just to show what a fucking badass he is. Is this Deep Space Nine? Because I haven't seen a lot of that. Yeah, it is yeah, Deep, Deep Space, Space Nine. There's an episode where he didn't I'll kill them. Try that, <laughs> yes, he did. No, sit back, Filthy. You're about no, to get the whole rundown. <laughs> so, so, so he didn't kill him, but what he did, there, there's this Maki like general, and he's like, surrender to me, or I'm going to destroy that planet that you're living on right now and make it uninhabitable. And he's like, I'm calling your bluff, Mr. Cisco. And he's like, Mr. Wolf, load the torpedoes. And he's like, yes, Captain, because Wolf doesn't give a fuck. He'll kill some people. Fire! And the guy's like, what the fuck did you just do? He's like, now that planet will be uninhabitable for the next 10 years. And he's like, I can't believe you've done that. There are 18 more Maquis planets in this sector. Mr. Worf, load four more torpedoes. And he's like, yes, sir. And the guy's like, all right. All right, goddamn. If you're going to be nuking planets, I'll surrender and do whatever you want. He's like, that's right, you young bitch. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's he's hard fucking core. And, and Deep Space Nine is excellent. It's the best TV show ever made. Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan That's is a, a real good TV show. You, you know, it, it, it's it's gritty. It's hard. They kill they they kill uh, uh, a, a lot of main characters. A lot of shit's going down. It's it's well, hard. The underscore. I, I might have taken this with a grain of salt until one of the times on PK you recommended a Reddit sub forum, which is like uh, the four one one of like porn. And ever yeah. since this recommendation, I've been forced forced to take your recommendation with a grain of salt i am actually probably gonna have to look up deep space nine after this i i promise you dude you will love deep space nine if you give it a chance like like it's right. not a bunch of like ridiculous like Can i find it on netflix do you know yeah oh yeah it's all on netflix sold like, all right there's powerful acting and and like there's character development how old is deep that space associated nine? with star trek deep space, nine, deep space nine was like in the late uh 90s okay um, so not that old yeah, it's not that old. The, the special effects stand up. A um, couple of interesting things about it. There's a war, like like a a, 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 a a war that involves all of the main players that you're familiar with in Star Trek. Not that you are familiar with them, but you know you, you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. That the goes factions. on for years. That goes on for like multiple seasons. They are fighting these these aliens that are from a whole another side of the galaxy, and they're losing, and they're getting their asses kicked, and main characters are dying. And 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 like hard decisions are made, like more like like it's like, you know, th this group over here doesn't want to join the war with us. You know, it's kind of like World War II or something like that. Like like we're gonna have to make a false flag to drag the fucking Americans in this scenario into the war. And there's this real big moral quandary with the main character where he's like, are we gonna kill people and frame people up to drag the Americans into this war so that? Billions and billions don't die, and the answer ends up being yes. And it's 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 great. It's a super powerful episode. And there's lots of them like huh. that. Um, 
it's it's real good. Good acting and character development's important for me in those series because I watched like Voyager or Star Trek The Next I Generation. Voyager. Voyager was and so bad, man. There's an episode of Voyager where like the captain and Tom Paris both get like reverse uh evolved, like devolved into like lizards and they fuck and they make lizard babies. And the next episode That's already happening in China. The next episode, they act like it's no big deal. Taylor, if you and I get devolved and make lizard babies together, we're never going to be the same again. Okay? No. Like, like, we're going to be sitting around like... You think it was the crab legs that caused that? I'd like, be like, well, at least I was the boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> shut up! You shut up! You promised you'd never bring that up! You promised you'd never you were the boy lizard. You know, it would be, it would, it would shatter, uh, it would shatter us, it, it would break us, and that that happens a lot. Or maybe we become gay, and then the, maybe we would. But then the but next episode, they're all fine. Children. They're all fine. The next episode in Deep Space Nine, a character's wife dies. Right? We can all imagine what it's like to lose your wife. Be a, it'd be a shattering experience. He's fucked up for a year. A year later, he's like, he's he's crying and upset because. In his religion, she doesn't get to go to the afterlife because her death wasn't heroic enough. And he's like, we have to, the only way to get my dead wife into heaven is for us to go do some badass shit in her name. And I need all of her friends to join me on this quest. We're going to go in one ship and we're going to destroy an entire enemy shipyard by blowing up a sun. And they're like, that get her into heaven. <laughs> You damn right it would. Let's go. And it's like, fuck yeah, they're gonna go in one ship and blow up a star to like destroy an entire enemy shipyard, like to get his wife into some make-believe place. Let's go. Nice. You know, it's good show. Good show, Deep Space Nine. I looked up the thing about did he kill them? I saw two web pages, read them both, and they're still scrambling to evacuate. So I'm not I don't did have a clear what? answer. They got the, out. The colony of Maquis. Yeah, they were scrambling oh, to see. evacuate when he poisoned the whole colony and Kyle and I interpreted it differently. I need to watch the episode again. Yeah. I promise you they get out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, but I agree. True detective was really good this season. I thought I thought really better good. than last season. That sure. black guy whose name Too I can't slow. pronounce incredibly powerful actor, uh, literally made me cry there at the end. I won't spoil like what his issue is. Were you excited about the ending of the season? No, I don't spoil like it because I'm gonna watch. Wait, wait, uh, Tree Detective. I don't have to watch season two at all. The, no, no, they're, they're unrelated. Okay, because season two sucked a just a giant dick. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it's quite good. I, I highly recommend season one of Tree Detective. It's excellent. Season two is very good. Uh, it's definitely worth watching. Um, I like the you actors. Know, uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, I guess I, I guess I'm done. I, I felt like the that I didn't yeah, love I the ending. Too. I yeah, didn't the love the ending. That was excellent. But uh, but 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 I loved the story, um, and I loved like like trying to piece it together in my own head. And the good thing about that show is, at the end, they're like, "Here's what happened." Yeah, I was glad to get the reveal as well because yeah. I, I I do sometimes. My wife likes to watch a lot of foreign films, and she'll occasionally watch like French foreign films where they just love that their their favorite ending is this makes absolutely no fucking sense whatsoever under any circumstance. No one has any idea what happened. Credits. Uh-huh. Uh, Enjoy wow. the ambiguity, American pig. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> exactly that. And I'm so I, I hate that sentiment so much when I'm when I'm when I'm watching my fiction. So I want to yeah. know. That's how I, I felt know, about is question. it the end in uh, that Netflix thing where there was an Armageddon and at the very end they drive away from a big the Earth is ending. 
Oh yeah, yeah, the comedy movie where Michael Sarah falls in the pit. Is that what you're talking oh, about? Oh, it's not. I think I might have the name of it wrong. It was a Netflix special. It's probably one year ago. They're in an apocalypse and they don't quite explain why they're in an apocalypse type situation. Oh, is, I'm not familiar. Is that when they're going to like, he's with his father-in-law going to yes, save Yes, his... and they have to, they're trying to, I think, rendezvous with his wife or something and get things together. Yeah, it had a lazy eye in it. Yeah, cra- yeah. Forrest oh, Whitaker. For, for, Forrest Whitaker? Do you remember the name of that show? He, he always sounds like he's whispering because he doesn't no, want anybody I, to know this. I, I, I thought eye. it was quite bad. I, 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 it, wasn't, it wasn't for me. They didn't um, reveal what the scoop was. They had yeah. some theories that a couple of them could have made sense, and then it just I like ends. More, I, like, I, like, I like nitty-gritty details and lore. I like, I like them to be like, look, even if it's at the very end when you find out and you've spent six or 12 episodes speculating, I like them to be like, well, actually, what happened was, yeah, this was the Bonovians, dude. They ca- the Bonovians have li- lived on Earth long ago. They evolved, left Earth before the meteorites that killed the dinosaurs could fall, and now they've come back to reclaim what is theirs. All right, sweet. That's a badass background. Let's go. But if they're just like, it's some bad shit. I'm, what kind of bad shit? Like, dude, like how bad? If, yeah. if you find yourself with audio time. Right, like maybe you've got a long drive or something. The three body problem, that book that Harley recommended us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the I gotta get the, on that. the universe building that goes on in the three body problem was compelling to me. And I'm not a guy who normally has like patience for a slow burn. You know, sometimes I do, but in in this I one, I definitely very did. Slow Chinese, like Chinese authors. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And Chinese, very, very Chinese centric. Yeah. Yeah, which was an issue. The um the guy that read the audiobook, I have a problem remembering names in general, but that's yep. doubly true when their names are all like Zhu, Chu, and Sun. Yeah. Well I get the, angry with authors who use the same first letter of main characters. I they should never have the same fucking first letter. We I talked about Sauron and Saruman in Lord of the Rings not long ago. But uh, yeah. the, the guy did his voices so well, I instantly mm. knew who we were throughout the whole thing. And that was my personal true trigger. Yeah. No. So, yeah, three-body oh, problem as a universe. Woody, there is some incredible entertainment, enter- entertainment coming this Saturday night. There is a UFC card that's top five UFC cards of all time. It's shaping up that way, I think. I think it's going to be one of the best. Like it, it's got so or much. The big power. two heavy hitter, heavy hitters that are coming. John, in. John Jones, Jones and Woodley, of course. Uh, Tyron Woodley uh, is going to be fighting Cody Garbrandt's on that card. Let's but go also, Woodley. Ben Askren, you're looking for. But but also Ben Askren and uh, and and Robbie Lawler. Uh-huh. I am really fascinated with that storyline. So so one of the things that, in case you don't know, Ben Askren and Tyron Woodley are training together. And their opponents, uh, Robbie Lawler and that Anthony guy. That's or, or that's, Robbie Lawler and you're um, thinking of Jones's guy. Jones's guy. Yeah, no, no, no. I, their opponents are, are training together too. So Askren and Woodley are training together, and their opponents, their respective opponents, are also training together. Lawler. Who is Woodley fighting? Woodley's fighting. Uh, this man. guy with an African sounding name. I just looked it up and forgot. Oh, Usman, maybe? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Kamara Kamara Usman. Yep, yep. Yeah, they're training together. So so it's almost like these little duos are getting ready to fight fight against each other. That's cool to me, I guess. That's an interesting storyline. But every fight on that card really fascinates me, except for the girls. Uh, I don't know the girls. Uh, Chiz and I were having to Google them. Tisha Torres won the ultimate. F- 
Do you think I, I think I'm mixing her up? Hair? I called her the Cookie Monster, and that was no. someone else, and I messed <laughs> it up. This guy having an African name reminded me. I was laughing the other day, thinking about a game show in Africa and Nigeria, and it's called the Today. Welcome once again to Meal or No Meal. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Kimora. Right now, the bank is offering two cups of dirty water. Will you take meal? it? Oh, no, man. I will say. Ugumbe no says you will meal. not take the two cups of dirty water back to no. the bank. No <laughs> meal. Roll the fucking wheels. <laughs> I am so sorry. You have ended up with case number four. You have seven living beetles. <laughs> you were so close to the TGI Friday's gift card. <laughs> Did you Tune hear? Next time for meal or no meal. <laughs> On the UFC card, did you see that the John Jones failed two more uh, steroid tests? No, nah, he's not uh, failing. You set your he's watch just, by he, that guy. You he's know? just he's alternative few, passing. You got a few picograms <laughs> in there. You don't like it? You go watch. You go fucking watch one championship or whatever. This is what we do in the big leagues, okay? <laughs> no. Nah. All right. So, uh, filthy might not know. John Jones got busted for steroids twice, and then the third time he got tested positive for steroids, they're like, you know what? I think what's happening here is the old steroids are coming back every so often. So he passes and fails tests. Like, you know, sometimes he's hot, sometimes yeah, he's cold. He's not testing positive for <laughs> – yeah, he doesn't test positive for steroids. He tests positive for, like, the effects of, of long-term – The metabolites. Uh, I, the metabolites. Like, like, like his body's reacting in a way because it did steroids a long time ago. And they already punished him once for those steroids. But, but so that's how you – do those <laughs> things just continue – for the rest of your life, if you use steroids, or is it only happening? Them, yeah. So yeah. there's use. If you keep taking them, yeah, I like Filthy's answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the science isn't really fit on this. Like, because these are illegal drugs, there aren't a lot of studies that sort of determine what happens. And there are some people who say, yeah, there's a pulsing effect, and you just go positive, negative, positive, negative, and, and, until it wears out. And there are other guys who are like, dude, one time a different drug had a pulsing effect for 18 months. Why is it this drug is pulsing years later and it doesn't? It's not even the one that What's we know pulses. Later? It's, it it's, is. It's, it's not. Come on, it was just. Like, it was just like a couple years. I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, uh, and 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 so it, you know, it depends on what you. I, Kyle's likes John Jones, and I think he'd like John Jones. If he was actually on steroids, he's the best in the world. Oh, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Yeah. They should all be on steroids. You know, uh, Maybe just, he could lose a few pounds and he'd stop crying so much. <laughs> he was more of a man. I uh, he's the heavyweight champion in the world. Um, yeah. Okay. We'll we'll see. <laughs> uh, but John Jones is good, but he's on steroids, so I don't know how to rank him exactly. It makes it tricky for me. <laughs> he's enhanced. Best in the world. Uh, that, that's uh, that, that's probably the best way to rank him since he's never ever lost a fight ever. Oh, Matt ever. Hamill beat his ass. No, yeah, how can you forget Matt Hamill? Yeah, retard. The referee decided. I'm pretty sure you're talking about that time the referee decided that John Jones' elbow came down at the wrong angle and disqualified him. Right? You no, know, there's lots of ways to win a fight. That was yeah. a textbook <laughs> dirty elbow. I, I, I like to believe that Matt Hamill's going around like like doing like clinics, like 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 teaching <laughs> MMA. <laughs> I defeated the greatest fighter who's ever fought in the game. Let me tell you how you do it. You wait until he messes up and his elbow comes down at a twelve to six angle instead of an eleven to five angle, and that's GG all she wrote. Yeah, yeah. There's I a lot of ways to beat tools, John Jones. The techniques. 
to channel an elbow at a 12 to 6. First, you want to let him get you down. So you're in a terribly compromised position, yes. and he's raining that down on you. Into the elbow. Imagine he being completely mounted, like a man. pressed up against the fence so you can't escape, and then he elbows you in the face incorrectly. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's right, this guy. I yeah, that. That, it's like that Mighty Ducks thing, like when Gordon Bombay's like, what do we do? Take the fall! Get indignant! But it's fun. Look, Jones is going to fight. I think it's interesting when Jones fights. Uh, even though I don't like him, I don't know how I feel about the Yankees, but I do feel this. The playoffs are more interesting when the Yankees are in it. That's and and how I'll I say this. Your boy DC's like, oh, my tongue hurts. My thumb hurts. Is that what hurts oh, his I, thumb? I didn't I know it was injured. Oh, my thumb. Remember Connor McGregor? I don't need a thumb to fight. You know? Like, like, Back that, when Connor fought, I love that. That's what him. you want out of a champion. <laughs> that's what you want. And John yeah. Jones is like, uh, I'm looking to make up for lost time. I'm staying busy this year. I bet John Jones fight. He's already fought once. This yeah. will be twice. I bet he fights twice more. I bet he fights four fucking times this I would year. love that. Yeah. I bet he fights one more time. I mean, it's it's fucking March, and he's about to throw down. You think he's going to go nine months and only one more? I bet he goes twice. Six I would bet money. Normal. That's pretty common for these fighters. It seems like I would say every six months yeah. is normal. So if he were to fight six months Taylor, after this, how many times have you year. had the option to be punched in the head? Oh, uh, so you're see, so you're, you're you're assuming that John Jones is going to get touched in this fight. What's going to happen? <laughs> I mean, John Jones right, is going to come out. Way. How many times do you want to bang your elbow into some guy at a fucking? What, 12 to 6? You don't want to That's do that the all biggest the time. Fear. Probably John biggest fear is hurting his elbow on this on this Anthony guy's face because he's got yeah. a big old bald melon. Dude, he better <laughs> never, <laughs> never try that move on me or he's leaving with a shattered elbow. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to elbow me. John Jones, if you see me in public and you try to elbow me, you're going, well, you're not going home in an ambulance because they don't take you home. But, but you'll yeah, need an ace bandage. You're going to go to the hospital in an ambulance. <laughs> and I want to one shattered. up that. And Sean Racklin, if you're ever out in public and you see that happen, you put that on YouTube, I will watch that. Just so we're clear. <laughs> uh, you got to tag me in it. Yeah, so there's two championship fights going on. Uh, Robbie Lawler plays against Ben Askren. really interesting. Ben Askren, best fighter never to fight in the UFC. That's about to change. And he's this wrestler guy. And, and Robbie Lawler and Ben Askren are almost perfectly wrong for each other. Like, I want to say they're each other's kryptonite style-wise. Robbie Lawler's, it's, he's a heavy hitter, so it's very dangerous if you're a grappler because you have to get past that punishment. And But Ben Askren's the greatest grappler, and I don't know that Robbie Lawler has an answer to it. Do you, do you have an answer for that for me in general, just for that? Like, uh, when when we see these styles, do those styles tend to come out dead even, or is there actually, like, one of these styles? Grappler. Tends to be, grappler, grappler tends to be ahead. The okay. grappler tends to get is ahead. It just, it's just you're just a little bit easier to get under a punch long enough to make the, that into a ground the, game. The punching someone like that is more is a is a more skillful technique than grabbing someone, right? Like like if I asked you to punch this moving target perfectly at the right angle, it's real fucking hard. But I've asked you mm -hmm. to like grab a guy and then work from there, you know? Like like, like it's it, it's just easier to get from step zero to step one. It, with, with the grappling game and once you've gotten to step two step three is almost a certainty and that's not always true with punching right like like maybe he eats your punch and he's able to back up and he's and and you know he's able to stuff you i, I would have answered that it goes through waves in early ufc it was totally the grappler and yeah. then it seemed like five years ago it was all about the striker you know like the mcgregor's the silvas you know like it all of our champions weren't grappling now it's um khabib 
Uh, like Ben Askren's getting all this press. Uh, there's a gold medal wrestler that just beat uh, DJ. And I mean, and, that, and that's how DC like like beat Derek Lewis. DC you know? beat Derek Lewis that way. Stipe beat Ninganu that way. And uh, it just seems like grappling is the better thing now. But I'd say it goes through waves. The other thing is though, if you have both skills, like, and of course well, they all need that. They're at that level. They all have both. They skills. all have both skills, but like, if your backup plan is better than his <clears throat> that matters sure. a lot because it's if all i can do is grapple and all you want to do is not grapple it's really hard for me to get what i want you know i i have to be it seems like i have to be twice as good at takedowns as you are at takedown defense so yeah if, if the guy's whole plan revolves around denying you one thing he can <clears throat> usually deny one thing usually yeah i don't know unless yeah, it's Khabib. usually yeah. unless it's khabib habib's coming for that ass you know yeah uh, you're gonna need somebody to really crack Khabib to to make it to to make a difference. Like, he's not a, he's not he's a human being. All you're gonna need is somebody like to fucking hit him. Isn't it interesting? These champions don't seem human until they do, and then right. and you never know when it, John Jones could lose to Anthony Smith nah. with 13 losses on <laughs> I, his. I'll record. bet whatever you want and give you give you virtually any odds. Like 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 it's 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 not happening. Not it's just not happening. And 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 Tyron Woodley by the same regard. Tyron Woodley seems so into his craft and so all about work, hard work and dedication and, pre- and preparation and intelligence. I don't see him losing anytime soon either. Those are two just givens to they me. They always seem like that until they do. How much chances are in this game? Chances? There's a lot. Chance. Like, yeah, no, I, I would say that it's it not depends. uncommon for, like, you know, whatever, this guy can win one time out of five. And then that happens, and they never run it back. Ben Askren's never lost a fight. Uh, John Jones never lost a fight, um, and uh, he hasn't. I mean, I mean, Habib. he hasn't. Habib's never lost. A fight. Uh, <clears throat> and, you know, you know, if if you ask me about like Rose Namajunas' fight in Brazil, whew, I'm worried that could yeah. go either way. You know, there's some chance involved in that fight because the. Mostly because of her fighting style, she gets in there and fucking hands are flying. You know, like like I don't know anything. What happens. it is about Rose? I never have any confidence in her and Robert Whitaker. I always think like, oh, she was lucky to win that. Thank goodness. She just been lucky all the way to be in the world champion and then defending her belt. She's the luckiest son of a gun out there. And you know, at some point, it might be that she's good. That's possible. But it, I there are some champs where I just always feel like they're in the, about to be dethroned. No. It's going to be tough to carry this conversation on with uh, Kyle gone, I think, Woody. Yes. I can nod a little bit if it helps, uh, <laughs> but I know I real the idea who you're talking about. So. Do you want to watch? Be, I, I'm going to. This Saturday, I'm going to watch. There's I'm a gonna, vocal bar near me that does it. So. Do you I have like, a say, link of something? Do you, do you want to watch a cow eat a chicken? Sure. Let's right. watch a cow eat a chicken. It's linked right above the stingray. Why is the... Do I, do I have the motivation of the cow? I feel like that's important. I, I didn't know cows ate meat. And that was either. what was so shocking to me. I, I, was, I was explaining revenge-based vegetarianism to a friend of mine. You, have revenge, I told you about this? I, no, I haven't heard about revenge-based vegetarianism. But let's, let's get that intro. That seems important to this. All right. My wife, my wife told me at one point this year, she's like, I think we're going to try vegan. I'm like, I don't think we are. So, so I'm now curious about this. It goes like this. I was working with a bunch of Indians. I was saying that it was humane to eat animals, provided that you use the animal completely. Right? You can't okay. just eat, like, I don't know, shark fin and throw the shark away. That seems mean. Uh, but yeah. you just have to eat the entire thing. And they said, that's stupid. The shark or the cow or whatever 
doesn't really care what you did with it, only that you killed it. That's not okay. where like conscience should come from. And they seem to have a point. Like I couldn't justify or refute that. Like if you killed me, like I don't feel better knowing that you used every finger and toenail sure. for your I'm neck. an organ donor. I'm an organ donor. I'm happy to, whatever you do with the remains of my corpse, I don't really care. I can I can get that. So I came up with my own moral code on eating, and it was essentially that I would eat things that would eat me given the opportunity. So some things are really <laughs> straightforward. I would eat lions. I would eat crocodiles. I would eat, uh, I don't know, some of the more con- – fish. Fish are a good example. Even a goldfish, while small, given the opportunity, if he was large, he would gobble you up whole like you were anything else swimming around. So right? by that logic, cats on the menu. Yeah, I, I would say that, yeah. But dog, yeah. no. No. And cows, no. Cows are huge, but I think even if cows were, they're already bigger, stronger, and faster than me. I don't know if you've Doesn't ever tried to chase. Doesn't that give a lot of, like, bizarrely placed, like, respect to the animal? Like, aren't we here because we're not cows? We are better, bigger, well, stronger, along faster, Along with that, smarter? better, bigger, faster, stronger comes some responsibility not to pick on things that would be Doesn't, kind to you. Aren't we, aren't we here because we didn't have that? I did this for about a decade. I don't do it anymore. But I, I honestly... Okay. What, what changed your mind? What, 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 what walked you back? What was the, well, the moment? The truth is I wasn't that hardcore about it. But my Ten wife told me... Time. Well, my wife told me that I wouldn't keep it up. And that was all that it took. <laughs> so it really was revenge-based. <laughs> yeah, right? right? Yeah, I she's like, you'll give this up in a week. And I'm like, oh, like, fuck you. I you will. seal that. This is a, <laughs> yeah. you know, enjoy your 30s. There's no stake in this house. So uh, <laughs> anyway, um, and then I, I mentioned this to a friend of mine just recently, and he gave me this video. We're watching the I'm cow ready. chicken video. If you guys want to queue up. I am ready. All mm, right. I've seen this. Countdown. Three, two, one, play. Cow just ate a chicken, for those of you listening. <laughs> ate it whole. <laughs> well, he didn't have a knife before it. <laughs> Kyle, I feel like yeah. cows and chickens are both in your wheelhouse. Is this sure. a thing? Oh my god, I didn't share the video. All right, while we talk about this, I'm going to play it again for everybody. Yeah, play it again. On the it's, it's not a full-size chicken. It's a, it's a chick. But it really, he, he munches it up, no problem. I mean, That's probably right what it is. Cows are picky eaters. Like, this is the, the veal of the chicken world. What do we call a baby chicken to, to like, eat? A chick. Like a, yeah, no, I understand that a baby chicken is called a chick, but surely, like, when you're going to make it a fancy food, you got to call it something. Mm, uh, I, I don't know. I like chicken. Do they, do they kill baby chickens to make chicken wings? I don't think so. Kyle, do no. cows do this? You've been around cows and chickens. Cows are disgusting creatures, but I don't know if they do they're this. Sweet, they're sweet. They're like giant they're very dogs. Tasty. I've never seen that before. Um, <clears throat> I've seen other animals eat a chick whole, like dogs. They'll just munch one up and be gone. Never seen a, a cow eat... Uh, seen anything, eat, any, eat meat, no. I guess if, you, no, if they're feeding them their own brains... For like mad cow disease, presumably they eat meat. Would that make a cow sick to eat meat? Like just once like that, or would it be totally fine? I think it'd be. To- I think it'd be fine. Oh, totally fine, right? Totally Why fine. are you guys so it sure is, it, that it, he's able to digest like birds and stuff? He eats grass. They've got because, four stomachs, but that's for grass. Okay, but mad cow, right? Part of this was feeding cows like basically bits of other cows, other cows, yeah. right? Which must mean they're eating meat, which must mean they're able to do that without getting, you know, 
like sick from that. I mean, although mad cow disease sickness. That happens to people too, right? Like cannibal civilizations that will get like crazy brain worms and shit and they'll like go mad from eating people meat. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm I'm almost positive I didn't make that up. <laughs> There's like a for me, then. 70 80 percent chance I did make it up. The further yeah. away I get from my academic background, the more willing I am to accept something like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> you mean you didn't study? That? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that one. That's pretty yeah, fucked thanks. up. You know, imagining being the chicken and this big lumbering cow comes along and just munches you up. That, that that's pretty fucked. I it right. I so fast. Chick didn't take like evasive maneuvers at all. Like that was like probably wasn't expecting it. I almost said that's what it was like to live with the dinosaurs, as if that happened. Yeah, <laughs> they often ate baby chickens. <laughs> you mean Kyle, the large, the on? large uh, carnivorous reptiles you're talking about? Yes, yes but well, I believe the that they they, were birds they didn't coexist with people. That's not How true. is that like living with this? They they, 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 with I people. lost the, the thread of commonality. Okay, uh, Cal bending over and eating a chicken hole would be much like living with a T-Rex. Oh, I see. You for mean people. Like... There'd be oh, parallel see. there. And Taylor, you say dinosaurs and people live together? Oh, yeah. Because what are crocodiles and alligators, if not today's? Uh, I was wondering where you were going with that. They're crocodiles and alligators. No, those are dinos, accent. man. They've been around since before fucking plants and shit, maybe. Same with sharks. Yeah, sharks have been around before trees. I saw a tweet about that. <laughs> That's my favorite source so far. Trump said it. Yeah, it was a tweet from an, an account like, cool animal shit. I'm going to integrate this into my brain as fact. People are saying. The president of the United States of America has confirmed. That's where you go with that. We've got to set. We got to stop everything until we can figure out why cows are eating chickens. <laughs> Declare an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Oh, dude, like uh like so many stories have been going on that I haven't followed very much and uh -huh. I feel like they're taking precedence over the true biggest story in the world right now, which is India and Pakistan seem like they're about to tip off and all these other stories in the news are small potatoes compared to two countries with nuclear weapons potentially going at it like and I feel like I'm not hearing nearly enough about this. I'm with you. That's been hard to follow. I read that they were like giving each other an out like like they're describing what happened in a way that would be tolerable like maybe i bomb your people and then i you know you say oh all they hit was an empty field so we don't have to go to war over it you know just a little bit of lie to text shot down uh or i think the indians maybe shot down two pakistani pilots or whatever uh and captured one really i heard both sides shot down a plane well they gave their pilot back today well, that's a good sign, right? Yeah. So it's because that, that would be like it's a good sign a if you real, like boring news. The boring ass news, like that, that, <laughs> that would cause a like global a, war. <laughs> that would cause like a global calamity. Like like fallout would be carried throughout so yeah. much of the world if they went at each other full force. Like I'm not sure everyone knows. Apocalyptic. Both India and Pakistan are nuclear powers. Um, they war all the time. I think. I think. Like, when's the last time they had a war? Uh, like nine years ago. I think forty-seven or something. They've had like continuous conflict. They, yeah, like they, on and off. But it, it's a little hotter than normal right now. You know, Taylor's not making something out of nothing, mm -hmm. and uh, um, they're both nuclear powers. They hate each other, and then the allies. Like India is kind of with the NATO people, and Pakistan's kind of with those other people, and 
Yeah, this it could be the kickoff to World War Three. Yeah, like, a, but I'm like, fine because I have guns. On the, on the same page with that, where it's like they're talking about like like Cohen or or North Korea, which North Korea is a big deal, but like they're talking about stuff that like, dude, two global superpowers are at each other's throats right now, and that's like a tier two story. Are you shitting me? Like, how is stuff not coming out about this all the time? Trump, like, this is a big deal. Trump went to Vietnam and left. So. I like war heroes that don't get captured. I hope he's going over to like Pakistan and being like, guys, this is ridiculous. Settle down. You've only been fighting for a few days. I have no idea the history between your two days. (laughs) (laughs) You both look the same to me. I just tried to get that goddamn peace prize. (laughs) You're just going from hotspot to hotspot looking for peace. You're Muslims, you're Hindus. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) They can't be that different. (laughs) you don't you like to eat cows you don't give them your cows and they'll give you whatever it is you people like to eat (laughs) celery perfect yes (laughs) celery and some kind of beans you give them cows they'll give you naan yeah that uh naan bread's very good probably the best thing india has in or india has introduced i we have um naan bread in the shape of a pita that's one of my meals that i get and i whatever i get it i'm like like carrots and celery and some chicken on non bread. This is not enough. I'm going to be hungry. No, no, non bread will fill you up. Oh, yeah. It's like a really girthy tortilla. It's, it's got some, it's got some punch behind yeah, it. Yeah. You might as well wrap your thing in like nine pitas. <laughs> then you'll yeah. have a non bread. It's good stuff. I love Indian food. It's one of my favorite foods for sure. Non veggie. Like the veggie Indian food is just different brown you don't mushes. Like it? It's all. I, I'm shocked that you do, and I have a theory that if I brought you here to the restaurants that I don't like, you wouldn't also like them. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, Bad Indian, you're saying. I just know when I... I, I, I mean, you're the worst eat. Indian I know. <laughs> yeah. You won't like Indian. it at all, I yeah, bet. This hole-in-the-wall buffet that has no meat in the whole restaurant, you won't like it. Matt Woodworth is 100% correct about the Nod Palace in North Carolina. It is terrible. <laughs> it is trash. Ask anyone. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Did you watch the... I watched a lot of Cohen testimony. I was a little disappointed. No, I, I've been pretty busy the last uh, few days. Uh, I haven't caught up. I haven't watched a ton of it. No. So... He, the Democrats pretty much just said, hey, tell me more and more and more about this stuff. And... He, he wasn't involved in any Russian collusion. He had one little thing where he's like, I saw Don Jr. said, yeah, the, me- the meeting's all set. I think they were talking about that meeting, but it's not good. There's no recordings. It's nothing. It's a, it's a nothing burger. Didn't he commit like real deal, big deal tax fraud? Like, Yeah, like he, he and Trump have okay. both committed tax fraud. So, so he had Ooh. documents on Trump's tax fraud. He brought like his financial reports. And I guess one thing Trump would do is when he was trying to get a loan, his properties were worth a ton. And when he was trying to pay taxes, his properties were like worthless and he would just like choose their values and, uh, and go that way. So there's some fraud on one side or the other. Uh, of course, there's a Stormy Daniels thing. They had the canceled checks with Donald's signature or not canceled. Is it canceled when you cash a check? But he had the checks with Donald's signature and stuff, copies of it, sort of proof that he paid him. They're making a big deal out of the fact that he did it while he was president. Like he was committing this campaign fraud even from the Oval Office. Does that make it worse? I don't know. And and by the way, something about it being like about a girl somehow makes the lie more like acceptable to me. I don't know if that's crazy if other people think that too, but I thought that with Clinton as well. Like, yeah, Clinton mean? lied under oath, but it, he was trying to deny a blowjob. 
Oh, like, okay. You know, yeah, Trump paid hush money to a porn star, but he's trying to not let people find out that he fucks around. Like, Dude, I bet he's done that like half a dozen times before that. He could like have. he's a billionaire who fucked like yeah. whores and supermodels. He definitely paid people off. If if it was a different topic, then I might be more inclined to like nail him to the wall over this like campaign finance fraud. But it, if it's, it was <clears throat> if it was some sort of like defense contractor yeah. fraud where like 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 oh I'm friends with Bill who works for <laughs> this company who wants to build a plane for the Navy and so I'm gonna finagle some numbers or. Or, or in shit. some way not Dude, operating in America's do that best with, like, interest. like a military contractor, and no one would say anything about it. Nobody comes after those military contractor guys. Like if we, so, Trump has been slow to enact like sanctions, right? And then he like lifted sanctions on Russian oligarchs, and the storyline of Russia—I'm sorry, Trump being rougher on Russia than any other president—is is fallen apart since then. If we could prove that he had like he did arm the wrong uh, motivation. Then uh, people against them. Yeah, that Crimea maybe. But yeah, if, if we could prove that he worked with bad intent, like you know he didn't have America's best interest, that would be a big deal to me. But all we did is prove so far that he wants to pay off Stormy Daniels and make sure yeah. that she keeps her mouth shut. That doesn't seem like the kind of national betrayal that the other hypothetical thing would be. Yeah, especially so, like why like they're talking about this day in day out. Yeah. As this like Pakistan India shit's going on, and that I haven't been following it closely, so I don't know all the Cohen shit. It's just like from the outside looking in, being very busy the last week or so, just being like, holy shit! Like if I didn't see one random thing on Twitter, like one random account post this, like I would not know that this shit is unfolding between India and Pakistan. I would just know about this Cohen thing, and that, the, that's yeah. just insane to me. The third aspect of the Cohen thing was a racism charge. And that again, like none of it felt new, right? So <laughs> Trump has been accused of laundering Russian money, right? These Russians apparently. But he remains, he remains almost untouchable for exactly this reason, is that everything that would normally screw you if you were a president of the United States or a candidate for the president of the United States, like rolls off his yeah, back. It's crazy. The, um, the one that bugs me that he does is like, you could call it witness tampering, right? Like when he's like, this guy's a rat, this guy shouldn't do this, you know, this, it, you know, the, I don't want to misquote him, but like, you know, he, he'll scare a person against tampering or he'll imply that if you were to lie, like a pardon could come your way. And yeah. that stuff happens so in public on Twitter that it almost like gets away with it. Like if we saw some of that stuff oh, he gets away happen behind the scenes, it would be big drama craziness. But because he does it in front of 40 million people, it's like if you murder people in a crowd, that's not a murder. Everyone saw it. Obviously, you weren't hiding anything. Standing my ground. <laughs> if he pardoned Kyle, that would be the best timeline. <laughs> yeah. For whatever happened, he's like, I've followed these videos on YouTube for years. <laughs> channel. Actually, I started to dislike him a little more when I learned that he's not Russian. But, he, <laughs> but he's still a very cool guy. And Mr. Kyle Lamar Byers, you are pardoned. And all your guns are returned. That would, but not the bump stocks. The, I, he, I would, <laughs> he would be my be so funny. of all time. I like him too. If he pardoned. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who doesn't like to get a little high? <laughs> 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 that would be so fucking funny. 
Actually, you know what? A, a tag onto the end of this pardon to get all the Democrats on board. You know, I'm actually putting through legislation to make exactly what Mr. Myers is accused of doing legal. <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do is deny it and get away with it. And I'm giving him a surplus tag as an apology (laughs) from our great nation. (laughs) That's my favorite timeline. Yeah, I I like this. Yeah, I go along with that. Otherwise, I'm going to have to be a Bernie bro, right? Kyle is a Bernie bro now. Bernie's running. Bernie's going to be 82 years old. He's the most popular of the Democratic candidates. I told you he would be. I told you he would be. I haven't been watching. I'm going to see. Yeah, he... I saw some Bernie's uh, out today that said that he was the most popular among potential Democratic voters. Absolutely, he's who knows be, how reliable that he's is? Your, he's going to be your front runner. He's got he's got better name recognition. He's got a better platform. He's he's he he doesn't. He's gonna he's gonna be the guy. The other one but is the Dems um, don't want to run an independent. Do you think it can go back that way? Do you think we can ever go back after this after Trump? Oh yeah, like, for sure, dude. It's, you like, I think it's oh, dude! Like, so it's, much a, it's an engine. They're trying to put an establishment person back in there. Like, the, even most Republicans don't like Trump. No, I, it's like, not that I, I disagree with that. That's not true. But, but what has been pushed in terms of the envelope of politics of what you can do, get away with, say, behave, and act like, and still be elected, has changed so much with him. Oh, that's do you think probably we ever right. go back. I don't, and I don't to, think to, to clarify, Woody, I didn't mean like the his base of Republicans. I mean like the establishment, like sitting, you know, people in office. Like a lot of them really don't don't care for him. Right. But I, I don't think that it's going to be. I mean, I think it's probably going to return to normal for the most part. Really? Like as far as politics being politics and them. Well, you can see that a lot of the, the candidates are trying to like do the hey, I'm down to earth too thing because you know, like uh, Alexandria you know, Ocarina of Time, whatever the fuck her name is, like, like her or not, like, she knows how to play the social media game. She's of oh, our generation. I think AOC. she's around my age. Like, she knows yeah. how to play that game. And she does a good job endearing herself to, to her constituents. And then all these awkward as fuck, like Elizabeth Warren, Beto, they try and imitate her success on there, and it just comes off as, like, fellow kids. You're wrong about Beto, though. Beto had real success. Oh, him skateboarding was so lame. I didn't see that. But I, I, he did these Facebook Live <laughs> things so where lame. he did a really... Apparently, he skated. Um, yeah, but oh, I, I think Beto is generally good. regarded as uh, as like one of the... Maybe second best. Well, on the Democrat side. I think Trump, you have to Biden. call the best. I, I think Biden. I think it goes Sanders, At social Biden, media, I'm saying. And At then, social oh, media. Yeah. yeah okay, so as far as I think it goes media, Trump, right. AOC, Beto, as far as the ones I'm thinking about. Okay, I fair enough. I haven't like looked at his like most of my opinion on that was formed by like his skating tape where he skated in a way that someone who like what do you used to longboard? And if you saw this guy, you'd be like, <clears throat> really? I still do sometimes. Fucking fucking post. Yeah, you still do. I, I forgot did it about this that. year. Yeah. yeah. So okay, you of today look <laughs> and go, you suck at that. What are you? Doing? <laughs> oh, I need to see but, it. Uh, I wonder how bad. Yeah, I, th- I think it's uh, I think it's uh. Bernie number one, as far as just raw grassroots popularity, and then I think that the the establishment Dems are really pushing Biden and Kamala Harris, especially Kamala Harris, because they think that hits the right tick boxes for demographics. Yep. But who knows? They may fall back on Biden because he's kind of he has a great association with Obama, which is good for the Democratic base. So and I bet I, and I bet Obama will come out for him, right? You know, oh, Obama, I, I, he hasn't has so to come far. out for his own VP. Like he's he's waiting to see how the waters turn, but yeah. there's no way he could come out and be like, you know, this guy who I didn't choose for vice president is better than my vice president. <laughs> like, he's not going to do that. 
We'll see. Right. Or I wouldn't think so. It's funny how you take the conspiracy angle around Harris. Like the media is pushing you. Well, I, I've heard you say, is her name Camila? Is that her first Kamala name? Kamala Harris. They Kamala. absolutely are artificially trying to boost her up. Like they're trying to make her into a phenomenon, whereas all of the grassroots people on the Dem side really seem to be pushing for Bernie. And they'll be like, this Kamala lady, uh, she's surging in the polls. And it's like, you guys make the uh, oh so many stories coming out about Kamala's popularity. Who so posts here's the stories? Non, who who does this stuff? The, like he, you guys are pushing her. Bernie's the, more popular. Right here, here's the uh, the counter argument to that. Sure. Um, when she was real popular, Bernie wasn't running yet. She announced before Bernie did. When she announced, she picked a three day weekend where people had off. I guess normally that's a terrible time to announce, mm -hmm. but she cleverly. Uh, did it and there were no other stories so the only story for like three days straight was that kamala harris is running for president and she got this big boost and to me it's over i'm not seeing it like i did before and she just had like sort of the best i don't know what's the start to a race called like the a best start? tactic off the start maybe yeah like, you know she just got true, she, but, if but she were a swimmer she got the best dive you know and and now it's on to racing they did. They have pumped her up a bit, and they've also, like, I'm talking about like the media as a whole. They're already coming out with shit of like Bernie, uh, ru this Russian tampering. They're doing it to promote Bernie. Bernie has Russia on his side. Like, yeah, I saw this from oh. I think like NBC where they're like, Last... beware the the so-called Bernie Bros because it's Rus Russia astroturfed and shit like that. And it's like, no, it's just there's a fuck ton of of young people that are behind. I, I don't really like Bernie at all. But to deny that he has an enormous grassroots following is just silly. It's confirmed the Russians were helping him in 2016. But a couple Facebook ads is not going to sway the population and get people and get this many people on his side. Like, but that's like disingenuous his... to say it's a couple of Facebook ads, right? I mean, they had a team of people astroturfing around the clock. We saw that on Reddit, like the most popular well, we, we social media site on the, the planet. Uh, there were Facebook ads. In the case of Donald Trump, like they literally shared their polling data so they knew who to target. Like they, they were, the Russians did more than just buy a couple of Facebook ads. They created the astroturfing that created the rest of it. But where was this astroturfing? Was, it was Facebook, right? It was Facebook, it was Reddit, it Facebook, was Twitter. Like even on, well, I mean, go on Reddit and try and find pro-Trump shit. Like, it was not, not hard to do there. in 2015, 2016, right? Like oh, it, no, because it was the, a the phenomenon. Donald, all those guys yeah, were, the Donald were exploding is, with it. Exactly. It, but like, yeah, they were. But to say that Reddit posts or that a Facebook campaign is swaying the majority of people is, is silly, in well, my do opinion. Keep Especially in mind when you take that, into account that Hillary Clinton's campaign paid... I mean, it came out in a Mueller document, I believe, about how much they said the Russians were paying, you know, for the, these ads. To, and it was a teeny What the Russians fragment. paid for Facebook ads is not the extent of the Russian campaign. Don't forget the emails that were released week after week after week, right, via WikiLeaks, the Podesta emails, were the dominant story. The Russians, and I'm on to Trump now, not Bernie, the Russians literally, like, dropped new emails so they could change the topic after the Access Hollywood tapes. And this is the, one of the closest elections we've had in our lifetime, my lifetime. And, you know, 80,000 votes would have changed the whole thing. He actually lost the popular vote. This is a very, very close election. And the weekly email drops, the Facebook ads, and then the astroturfing was a really big thing with all the bots getting the donald to dominate the social media like they, I mean, they, they did a lot more than Russia's just behind buy... WikiLeaks or anything they have 
Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, you I have don't. to read the Mueller indictment on it where he like goes like page by page listing the IP addresses that they came from and the people like the individuals that were involved. Yeah, you can't change IP addresses. Those are set in stone. <laughs> he, he details <laughs> they didn't even hide them. They came from Russia. So um, their tactics were very effective. And to dismiss it as like, you know, their Facebook budget wasn't very large. Yeah, that, that wasn't their primary motive. It it just were, seems not. Okay, am I wrong? Jump in. Am I wrong, or weren't they just releasing the truth about Hillary Clinton? It's not like they were making up propaganda lies. They weren't saying Hillary Clinton is a demonic uh, alien baby salesman. They were like, "Here's a thing Hillary did. Here's another thing that Hillary did." They were releasing her internal campaign emails that made her look bad, and a lot of times they didn't. Did even... they make her look bad, or was she bad? A lot of times they didn't even make her look bad. A lot of times it was just keeping email. Hey, a new batch of emails came. And the voters, I think, were conflating the emails that she deleted and the emails that were released from Podesta because they're just emails or emails. And it was keeping that in as the storyline all election. <clears throat> it seemed like a pretty fair playing field to me because they're releasing a, Trump, a tape of Trump saying, I grab him by the pussy. And then they say, and here's what Hillary did. It seemed like I do it, see the balance there. Yeah, I think that's fair it, to it, say. It seemed like there was a balance. Like, like neither of these people are angels. These but are both scummy candidates. It's a little pick the scum that tastes best to you. <laughs> I agree with that. That's true. But <laughs> the uh, there was something. There's especially bad taste in a lot of people's mouth when it's a foreign adversary like Russia, an enemy of America, pumping up one of the candidates. Right? Like if. I mean, there was the Steele dossier based off a literal foreign agent. The, the UK agent? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a foreign agent. Uh, it's, they're not paid by uh, like an Clinton. enemy. Uh, he was released the from GOP. what, MI5 or whatever? For, like, yeah, so if people don't know what the Steele dossier was, it originally started as a Republican research document trying to get... Uh, dirt. I think it was might have been Ted Cruz's. I'm not sure though. But the the GOP was funding this thing, trying to get dirt on Hillary. No, on Trump. I'm saying it wrong. And then, um, uh, and then when that candidate dropped out, it might have been Cruz. Hillary picked up, and they finished the funding on it. And uh, that Steele dossier was never released during the election or anything like yeah. that. They didn't. <clears> but it was it. used as a source. I want to talk about the or, next election, um, right? Because because yeah, because we've had this this discussion a bunch of times, like. In the end, the truth is that there are no good side. There, there's, there's no side that didn't cheat. Um, there's no side that wasn't in one way pumped up by a foreign agency. It's that's, bullshit. That's, that's really mixing the details, right? To act I mean, like it's true, though, having right? a buried steel dossier document that they didn't use during the election and weekly email drops off of Hillary is like, hey, six one hand, half dozen the other. We're all guilty. Uh, I, I'm not, not saying it's equal, same. but they were all guilty. You know, One side was just better at it. And if, if you want the, the most Russian effective side? president, the, the, the Trump side, the, the side that, that, that wanted Trump, however you want to look at it. What I'm saying is we've already like had this discussion a bunch of times. I, I was more interested in talking about the next election cycle and who we think is going to be there for the Dems. And if we think that the wide field that the Dems are going to be putting forward is going to be good for them or bad for them. If, if Trump is bulletproof, if anything's ever going to actually He's happen. Not bulletproof. I, look. So far. Show me, show me a drop of blood, and and I'll start signing on to are that. You, are you, dude, he's been hamstrung and and opposed by people the whole time based on things like he. Yep, he's definitely not bulletproof. Has hasn't hurt him yet. He's doing everything he wants to do. 
Um, he's he's still trying to push through the the the, the wall. He's he's declaring emergencies like like wh- whenever he gets. He's in not even trouble, trying to push through the wall. He signed that bullshit uh, bill that that's not going to do anything. And so like now when I see these MAGA bros who are like trust the plan, trust Trump's magic 4D plan. It's like, dude, no, he he could have pushed this through in the first two years in office. Like this this is a farce. His side, the Republicans never really wanted a wall and the Democrats obviously don't want one. Like I agree. It, it feels like a, a kabuki theater of nonsense. And so now when I see people like, oh, defend Trump, he's got a plan. He's got a plan. It's like, what what makes you think he has a plan for this? So, Taylor, just I, innocent question. Do you think Trump didn't really want the wall in his first two years? Or do you no, think no. this possibility, the first two years flew by so quickly, he's like, fuck, I ran out of time and never got to it. I think that the... The people behind the scenes for Trump were pressuring him into what pleases their constituents and their donors the most, which would be that tax cut. Uh And so he prioritized that. And then now, you know, they've kept him off that issue for long enough. And I think at some point it was like, okay, Trump now has plausible deniability for the wall where it's like, you know, I tried to get it through and it didn't work out. Oops, sorry. (laughs) Really, it's like you waited until you knew it was kind of an impossibility, and then you proposed it, and now you can go, Democrats, Democrats, they're they're shutting me down on this. When it's like, okay, if you had truly wanted that as hard as you had proposed initially, you you would have done it. I agree mostly, but I I I do kind of think there might have been a holy smokes, it's 2018 already, and I didn't get it done. Oops, Um, maybe I I I don't give him that little credit. Like I I think that. That his, I mean, obviously the people he's trying to get and influence the most are the Republican donors and and people like that. And those people, the big Republican donors, they don't want a wall. They want that borderline slave labor that comes in and drives down the cost of wages. Like, that's what they want. The Democrats don't want it because they get free voters and those donors get wages. Like, are Come they on, getting those Illegal aliens can't vote. Taylor, Taylor agreed with you. He's like, hey, they want... They want lower wages for their workforce. It doesn't mean and I have Democrats to agree that illegal aliens vote. No, no, I'm I, not saying illegal that's aliens. That's the plan, oh, though. I, that's, that's, how the I plan. that's the Democratic you plan is to give them amnesty vote. and to make them citizens. Well, yeah, so, yeah the, the plan is to bring people in, give them amnesty, and then allow voting. And, and, and if you look at people from South America, they overwhelmingly vote left. And that's just a fact. And like whether it's first generation, second generation, like it's. Just I'm not suggesting that, that the guy. And so I'm not my, my whole point wasn't comes about like, the border today, like comparing the tactics. Tomorrow. Yeah, my whole point wasn't about comparing the tactics. It was about both sides not wanting it for their own donors' reasons. For sure, yeah, for sure. The the Democrats want an, a, a legion of, of free voters, and the 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 Republicans definitely want a legion of free workers. Yeah, they want they want low wages. Yeah, and I they think can get that, that if they wanted to stop people from coming in. If they made it not economically viable to hire them, it would solve the problem. Of course. If they just I, went oh, after E-verify? the employers. I'm sorry? E-verify? Right, right. Yeah, you know, I'm totally on your, your team. Heavy then. duty fines, right? You know, you go to some contractor and all of a sudden it costs like 15000 per illegal employee. They'll start looking for social security numbers before they hire them. Oh, and it's not I, hard I to find. I could take it. If you asked me to, if you said, hey, Kyle, I'll give you $1,000 for every illegal immigrant you find me working at a plant. <laughs> Let's go for a little ride to Gainesville, Georgia. We're about yeah. to become millionaires all of us. <laughs> many, many yeah. times over. And what's That's fucked up about that shit is like every time you hear about t- a business being yeah. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds for, and hundreds of them. Oh, like, there's like, tons of them. If you ever, like, everyone there is, is like, an illegal. If you, 
all the stories you hear about, oh, an illegal immigrant was caught working at Joe's Barbecue Shack and was deported. Do you think Joe's Barbecue Shack or Allen's Deli or some shit is, is employing these people? No. Like, as, like, or they are employing them, but it's like one guy or something. Mm-hmm. It's never Walmart they go after. It's never Amazon. It's never these giant corporations. It's like, and they're the ones who are taking advantage of it the most. Guaranteed. Like, it, Walmart is so ridiculous with it that they'll pay their workers so little money that then those workers go and take government benefits. And so it's mm-hmm. like, oh, cool, Walmart. Awesome. So you sell us these cheap goods, pay your work so little, and then we have to almost unknowingly subsidize your behavior with our taxes. So we're really not saving any money on those little costs, are we? I am. Um, yeah, I don't know who hires the most. Like, I haven't heard much about that. I can tell you in my visibility, it's the construction industry. You know, small all the drywallers, all the painters and stuff. You have a hard sure. time even finding a guy. Like the guy that sells it to you is American, and then the guy that does the work is not. Uh, that's that's hard to avoid in this area. Um, uh, it's like that. In a lot of I places. think if you go into more farming areas, all those guys work in the fields will, will be illegal aliens. And uh, the, <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. the meat processing plants. Okay, it's all illegal aliens. The people who take the chicken and turn it into chicken. Breasts? That's a person? I don't know mm-hmm. why I thought that was a machine. It is a machine, machine in a lot of places. There are a lot of machines involved, but there's a person manning the machine. There's The chickens are going by on hooks and stuff, and there's a person who's like doing a thing to them uh-huh. and pushing it on, on down the line. There's, there's a lot of human interaction with those machines. Just like any other... You know, the, our, like so our cars many. are made by robots, but there's a guy there making sure the robot doesn't become sentient and take over. You know? <laughs> That's what they do. You've got to be there ready to... And we, we really want him as the underpaid illegal immigrant. That's <laughs> yeah. the one we got. That explains Javier, a lot. Look, Javier was bred for this. Okay, uh, this is what he does. He has an extra tendon in his ankle. <laughs> That's right. Fast twitch, muscle fibers, pow! Those Guatemalans can stop rogue AI in a heartbeat. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've heard... We're talking about like racist biology... I don't know if it's yeah. true or not. I've heard that baseball scouts have a preference. Like if all other things are equal and a guy is darker skinned, uh, they say they do better in the heat. And I was like, I mean, that's they not probably racist. just do right. Like yeah. as a white guy, I'm like, yeah, you know, heat's not my thing. I kind of burn. I, uh, yeah, that, get that's hot. not racist at all. That, that's like, that's evolution, right? But like it's black people can handle the sun better than white people. Like if you're, if I was, if they're like, you need to pick the best power lifter in the world. Where are you gonna fly? I'm gonna be like, uh, Iceland, and that then was probably my country somewhere too, yeah. in Eastern Europe, because those guys are ret- ridiculous, like ridiculously. If they're like, where's gonna, you need to find the fastest, the best endurance runner Sprinter in the world. Endurance. Where are you gonna go? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Huh? Endurance? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go to Kenya because they seem to beat everybody's ass handily at that shit. So, I mean, yeah, it makes sense that like darker skinned people would do better than light skinned people in the sun. Yeah. Um, you know, I had fun with the politics talk. Yeah. But I didn't bring it up. He's going to (laughs) win. He's going to win. Uh, take, put, oh. Place your bets. Place your bets, motherfucker. India so versus early. Pakistan. Is that what we're betting on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. No win. I'm going to lean on India. Me too. I'm on Team India for this, I think. I think. Isn't Better that food. the side we're more on? Right? You know, one yeah, thing. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah. In, yeah. Uh, here's India. the thing I kind of have faith in. I don't think Trump would go into India unless we really had to. 
I think his instinct would be not to go to war. Because he yeah, can't I, find it on a map, you're thinking? No, because he wants to pull out of Syria. He wants to pull out of Iraq. I think he's not a uh, Not on a Fox hawk. News. I, I really hope that he pulls us out of Syria. And, dude, if, if he gets us involved in Venezuela, Jesus fucking Christ. That the, would be the dumbest, dumbest thing to do. I, I agree, right? And, and what he's done so far is a little saber rattling, right? Like, hey, we support this guy. Don't you dare. We're going to cut off this. The whole world is watching you, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm like, ah, Trump negotiates like a goose. You know, he, he, he rushes up to you with full of bluster and then stops. You know, he's not at gooses. <laughs> they don't attack like, like rhinos. That. He has a briefcase. Run! <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, we're used to like past U.S. presidents who are very measured in the way that they negotiate and talk uh, with Trump. Like, ah, you don't get too excited when he gets all verbose. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in 2020. I think that Kyle wants me the to Democrats pick are going to have a very tough Harris. time convincing somebody or convincing their base not to go with Bernie as far as the young voters who are passionate about it. It's going to be Trump versus either Bernie or Biden. Um, the idea of any of those women uh, actually getting nominated and putting up a fight is absurd. It won't happen. Don't hmm. believe in it. It has nothing to do with sexism. No, well, I do. Is it because they're women or something else? Uh, it's part of it. It's certainly okay. part of it. Okay. Um, and I think that the um, the anger that will be felt by a certain part of the Democratic Party because you're going to have a white male as their uh, nominee will be we'll part him. of why they will be lo- why they will lose the. Election. Well, that's why we're putting up a Cherokee Indian woman. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> a little. Look with that a little I'd Cherokee. Love that. Don't you know? <laughs> Trump would love that if they put her up against it. Please, please. Anything. I donated $1 million to her campaign. Uh, I've been going out and putting signs up myself. Anything, anything. For that would be hilarious if he's out there. Me. I just hope the Democrats talk, talk, ele- talk. put anyone up there other than Ward because I am terrified of Ward. You know how much I love my hair. I would look terrible scalped. <laughs> I could just yeah, see, like, like, get rid of the MAGA hat. And have like oh. faux smallpox blankets. Yeah. It's the Republican. <laughs> like, like, you got a t shirt cannon with smallpox blankets. Dude, Kyle, I think you're wrong about Bernie because. Place your bets, motherfucker. Bernie, money where your Bernie mouth is. pulls better with the black voting base than any other Democrat by okay. a long shot. Okay, what's your point? They need the the black voting base to win. I said Bernie or Biden. I mean, they. I think that the black voting base would get behind Kamala Harris. She's pretty high yellow, if you ask me. Pretty what? I don't understand those words. (laughs) I didn't get it. High yellow? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Bernie or Biden? That's going to be your nominee. Trump's going to beat Bernie easily. Biden. It's a real coin flip. It's a real coin flip. I, it's I'm a, not it's as sold as you are. Like I, I really think that Bernie might have a shot against him. I have my he's own a, prejudices. He's a socialist, and, and I don't want a an lot old of Democrats candidate. who will not sign on board with a full-on Democratic socialist, non-Democrat. Just so we're all clear, independent Bernie Sanders, 82-year-old, while in office, on his finger shakily on the button. Okay, I'm just saying. 
Biden is their best shot. But I think there is a whole contingent of the Democratic Party who's like, no, not a white straight male. Never. Let's get a it, they're, they're picking their they want their candidate to be like an Apex Legends character, which that that, that metaphor is lost on you guys. But in so you Apex, breathe frost or whatever the fuck that game's about. <laughs> in Apex Legends. There's gonna be a, a robot with a grappling hook. Yeah. Okay, I don't care what party that guy to... runs as, I'm voting for the robot cyborg with the grappling hook. <laughs> in, in Apex Legends, you have a non you yeah. have a non-binary character. You have a gay, uh, a gay like um, Samoan type character who likes to ride motorcycles with his boyfriend, um, and, and you've got a few a few lesbians of mixed uh, race, right? And then you've got one white male. His name Caustic. He uses gas to kill the other characters. <laughs> that is fucking. That is a good bit. <laughs> he's he's the most hardcore of them all. Like a lot of the other characters, they're like. Come here, sugar. We're going to have a good time. The other character's like, I've been training and preparing. Then you get the cost, and he's like, I am here to collect the souls of my enemies. The only way to tell who's the best is bloodshed. I'm ready to enact a final solution. It's always yeah, like that. that 4chan is like, hollow caustic is my favorite character he gasses minorities and, and, and <laughs> <laughs> he's the best character in apex legends so so yeah i i i i'm telling you if they if they pick one of these ladies or or, or some non-binary uh character or some robot with a grappling hook they're not gonna beat straight white male donald trump already in office with the White House behind him, with all of that funding behind him, and 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 with plan, he's like, "Hey, I've done this. This is what's next." It, it, he's proven to some extent that he won't blow up the world. So that that whole narrative's over. You know who the best of the Democratic candidates is, in my opinion, who's not getting nearly enough time is Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, I love her. She's yeah. she's, she's anti-war. She's like, she get us the fuck out too. of all she's these hot. overseas conflicts. And I'm like, okay, I'm totally on board with that. I may not know all your positions or agree with a lot of the rest of them, but at least you're whole hog, get us the fuck out. No, we're not intervening in Venezuela, like that kind of shit. So it's, I like that about her. I don't, I, the, you know, my, I, I view the universe through my own paper towel roll. I keep seeing Yang. Do you see him a lot? The, I don't know who Yang is. I haven't <laughs> seen Yang. He's either. a Democrat. He's for universal basic income. He's a very successful CEO, like technology oh, future I think dude. I do actually know who this is. Yeah. Where's he from? I have a very good speaker. Income. Say that again. I think it's the future, but not the present. I think it's the distant future. Let me lay this out. It'll just take one minute. Yeah, go for it. Um, we've got we've got plenty. <laughs> so way back in the day, I've talked about this before. You had people, they were fishing with spears. There's 12 guys fishing with spears, supplying the tribe with the fish. That's what they did. Then someday someone comes along, they invent the net. Sorry, this is the North Carolina legislature? Yes. So someday <laughs> someone comes along and they invent the no, net. No, they had a rope. And they put 11 spear fishermen out of work, right? But they don't go okay. out of work. They go back and they build huts and they do things. And, and all of a sudden, our standard of living is increased and our needs are insatiable unsatisfiable so um people always find some new job because people always want more stuff and you get productive and you do things and etc the theory is that these robots are going to robots are going to come along and um 
I'm terrible. You bastard. It's not about you. This is me for 45 <laughs> years now. I'm trying yeah. to change. No, <laughs> you already never, said I nuclear. Know, I <laughs> Did you I? already said nuclear five times. Don't even <laughs> worry about that. <laughs> so um, they're saying that robots are going to put everyone out of work. And that we're going to be in a, in a land of abundance, right? Because our trucks are going to drive themselves and our goods are going to manufacture themselves. And that we're going to, things are going to be abundant. We're not going to have a problem. And we'll be able to supply universal basic income to these people. And they'll be able to use that to, uh, you know, sort of meet their basic needs and then find their best place in life. You know, maybe that's a creative pursuit. It'll, it'll supply like a safety net of basic income. Thousand dollars a month. Can't live on that, but it helps and i can see that future but man i think it's far away you Does know everybody I, get that like in that yeah thing, i don't expect you to know everything about it but like people like <laughs> uh, so like net in, payers in the name, into the system like all of us i assume like we would yes get that too? everybody um yeah. the, the only people who sort of don't get it are the people already getting it right so they're like man that's 12 thousand a year across 330 million people and they're like well first of all a lot of those are kids so they don't get it second of all a lot of those guys are on disability so fuck them they already get their thousand dollars a month a lot of them are on welfare welfare you know food stamps like we're taking it out of that you know so uh so yeah this is basically people who aren't already living off the government get this universal basic income and <clears throat> I, maybe not I, the rich though right like you're making no a literally million. trump uh bezos everyone Kyle, what's the, the, the first plan. part of that one? The first part of this thing we're talking about? Universal basic income? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you needed to hear? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know. I know. My point being that that's the point of it. Oh, universal. Every, you're everyone. trying to. That's the first part, universal. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but, we're but, on the but, same page, but no one with Robots any common sense would do that. Why? They, 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 to save money. There's no reason that, that the people over, the people making over a quarter million dollars a year, let's say, don't need. I think I've actually a, heard Yang. Did Yang, uh, was he. Shit, is he on Sam Harris at some point? Uh, had a talk about. Um... Could have been. He seems to be hitting all the smaller places. I bet we could get him on this show. Uh, I, I saw him on. Oh, J we could not get him on the show. It would tank. <laughs> it would tank his ability to get on. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I, but I, I, I've you seen get him... Yang on the show, yeah, and my conservative roots are going to start shining. I'm going to make <laughs> it look bad. I don't. <laughs> so he's a very I good hear speaker. You hate the Jew. <laughs> so so Yang, um, before we started recording, you said you hated. Here, let's go here. <laughs> I've seen him on smaller shows than this one. Maybe not shows that have covered uh, goat fucking as much as this one, <laughs> but smaller. Sure. Yeah. I mean, How do you feel about, about goat fucking? <laughs> pro or pro? We'll open yeah. with the mermaid question. <laughs> How the hell are you? Yeah. But um, so I, I actually did. I heard him talk on Sam Harris. I heard him talking about um, about universal uh, income, and then also talking about the kind of unexpected impact that uh, self-driving trucks are going to have on the kind of blue-collar workforce. Is that being mm -hmm. one of the remaining blue-collar jobs that made people a livable, good livable wage was truck driving, and that that is going to be disappearing in the next 10, 15 years tops before that gets taken out. Like the, And I hadn't even considered the impact of self-driving cars on the workforce. But there's more. So truck driving is huge, but... Yeah forklifts in factories are also huge uh yeah. ubers are also huge taxis are huge like there's a lot of it would put driving. tens of millions of of you know not college educated men out of work and that's that's right. not distant future that's near future well that's i we're, we're close on the fucking technology for that now here's why i disagree i think that yeah. even when this truck gets to be self-driving for a long time there'll be an operator in the truck 
And then as these guys age out, it'll start to be like one guy man's five trucks, you know, and he's responsible for his zone. And people are able to sort of like retire out of these jobs. And we don't get the wave of like everyone unemployed today. This was in the podcast that I heard, though, because they were talking about that Go probably on. as it starts, um, that the long distance stuff goes first. So they probably have drivers when they're actually in the city or around like kind of the the infrastructure that's more difficult to traverse than just like highway stuff. And that you're right that they're, the one, one of the other ones they suggested was that it's very likely that it happens to be like one guy manages a couple as opposed to one for one for begin with. But all of these lead to eventually reductions and then the loss of this is a job. Yes. And now, that, the, the, the question is whether this time is different. Because the loss of this as a job has been happening since we invented fishing nets, you know, to go back to my earlier metaphor. Computers put tons of people out of work. But here we are with a really low unemployment rate. This is just the next computers. No more, no more uh, carriage drivers. No more horse and buggy operators. Okay, they find something else to do most of the time. Let me tell everyone about Turo very quickly, though. Turo is a peer-to-peer car-sharing marketplace where you can book any car you want, wherever you want, from a community of local hosts. Turo is available in over 5,500 cities across the United States, Canada, the UK, and Germany, with over 9 million users worldwide. You can choose the best car for you, often the lower cost than traditional car rental agencies, and you can customize your experience for whatever your adventure demands. Turo has over 850-plus unique makes and models available, including Tesla, Porsche, Mercedes, BMW, Ferrari, Subaru, Toyota, and more. Check them out. Yeah. Toro, like Airbnb for cars. A better way to rent. Man, that Greek food was so good. I hadn't eaten today. I have a video I think is worth watching. I I bookmarked it, I guess, three weeks ago. Taylor has stepped away, but um, I'm interested. The student tries to get his friends to jump another kid. No one helps him while he's used as a punching bag <laughs> okay that sounds fun sounds yeah like, yeah I, i'm in I so. people think i just bring politics <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i also bring child beating yes <laughs> yes perfect. perfect um i'm ready when you're ready you want to wait on taylor i uh, just you're just gonna freeze taylor out like that i guess Fair. i didn't know how long he'd be Did, can you help me bridge the gap while he's gone yeah. i mean i i guess i could try i mean i, let's, I don't know let's, a, let's watch some, oh, wait. see, Filthy wants to freeze him out. Well, well Filthy wants to freeze him out. How? Oh, I, oh, I see that. You get bridge the gap is in wait for him to get back. You wanted to fill the air. Yeah, we talk about. Oh, that. I yes. see. Oh, I yeah. see. No. Yeah. Possible. <clears throat> Only wings could do that. And God. he's not here. Fuck your school zone bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I still like that one. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I watch a lot of wings content. Independent man. thinker. Shit. He's sitting there with his dog in his lap, and the dog is clearly afraid of him. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know what happened to that poor... He had this poor fucking Labrador that he kept chained up in the backyard. And every time I went there, it was like, Hey, you want to play with me? Hey, you want to play? And I was like, I, I really don't have time to play, little fella. Doesn't yeah. anyone else play with you? He's like, no, never. <laughs> never. Uh. And I was like, oh, I'll play with you a little, but I got, I got to go. I got to hit the road or... Or Gangster Granny will get here and she'll start trying to sling some shit my way. I, I got a ride. Oh, play with me a little. That dog was so... I don't know what happened to that dog. He it probably probably died some terrible death and he doesn't want to talk about it. But he had some tiny dog in his lap. And the dog was like, let me go. Let me go. Don't, don't, don't crush me. 
Don't pretend I'm a lap dog. I'm not on your lap all the time. You're faking. You could tell that Wings has probably stepped on that dog at least once before. Oh, no. <laughs> Who hasn't stepped on their dog? You do, right? You get their feet sometimes, the yelp. I, I, I think so. I, that's I, a I, fair I, point. You every once in a while accidentally step on their paw and you feel really bad. Mm-hmm. My dog, Harley. Uh, she's older now. She's, I think, maybe six, but that's pretty old for a Great Dane. And uh, every once in a while, I'll just want to like move her, like shuffle her by her rear. And she yelps like I just beat her badly. And it's oh, like, yeah. oh my, are you in pain? Arthritis. I dated a girl who almost dumped me over that. Like she, like she was holding her dog and was like pushing it towards me, and I, I like literally touched its nose, touched its nose, uh-huh. and it like yelped. And she's like, "What did you do? Yeah. Like, I can't be with someone." I'm like, I, I, you're, "It's a fucking dog. I have no idea what it just yelped for. It's a fucking dog." Like, I, there's I no feel- way it remembered when I smacked it the other week. <laughs> It's a yeah. dog. I, mean, I, this time I touched it on the nose. Not like last time where I clocked yeah. it in the head. <laughs> the like, dog turned at me and was like, oh, whoa, whoa. And, and my wife is looking at me and I was like, that shouldn't have hurt. You know, like that was gentle <laughs> scooching. Yeah. Yeah. So Taylor, there's a a link I just put in. The... Public freak out. Yep. I'm on it. Okay. I just... <clears throat> I'm queued up. How have I never browsed this subreddit? This seems really funny. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yep. Set. Uh, sorry. It, one sec. It's still loading. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm good. Ready. Set. Play. You want to get a flip? Put your back down, nigga. Put your back down, nigga. Put your back down, nigga. Do something. He's tough. He's with his friends. Cool hairstyle. Jump in. Jump in. Jump in. Jump in, bro. He's coming. That's all right. Just rock you. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Oh no! He's telling his boys to jump in. Yeah, they're like, nah. They said straight one on one. Aldo, bro, hit him. Yo, bro, come on. What you gonna do? He's looking to his friends for backup. Still. A lot of N-word use for, for some people who aren't quite brown enough. I'm offended. Yeah, I don't see any black people here. No one okayed this. <laughs> Maybe they have hood passes. You just don't know. It could be in the wallet. What are you saying you're going to opt? This big boy is quick enough. He's quick, right? His defense is good, too. He has a, he has a feeling for range. Yeah, he does. look at this. He's not bad. He's, he's dodged six punches at this point. You see, he, he knows exactly the guy's range. Yeah. I don't know why this guy thought he should pick on this heavy set fella. He thought he had four friends. <laughs> Dude, I felt so... I, so, I didn't see what led into this, right? For all I know... The little guy was being picked on and he stood up for himself and then just yeah. found himself in a bind, right? Or the little guy could have been a Captain Badass because he thought he had his friends with him and realized he didn't. I don't know. Yeah, like he, he went into it like in. jump in. Yeah, jump, jump in. in. Yeah, I'm going no, to straight one on one, bro. One. 
You guys jump in because <laughs> I'm I'm I not confident about this engagement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He got hit twice. Okay, guys. Now jump in. <laughs> yeah, that, like, fucking, no. that husky kid had some quick hands. He had quick hands and a, and, a, and a feeling for range, right? Like he was he was dodging just by going straight back by inches. Out of curiosity, is this like the intro on how to get into like UFC? Like you start here and like this is exactly right? what you do. Yes, future, I, future. Okay, you go, you, you go up to a group of because I thought um, I thought the heavier Hispanic guy had a lot high more schoolers. Like, and you he, challenge them. You can see him. <laughs> you can really see him getting into the swing of it. Like he was gaining confidence across that. He, he like was. hits him once, and the other guy's just like, "I can't do anything about this." And like you can see him get more and more confident, and more and more like. And at one point, like these, he's like the littler guy's like hitting him, and he doesn't know what to do. Like he like shoves him and hits him, and the guy doesn't move. Like when he's shoved up against the other uh -huh. group, and you can just see him go like, "Oh." Size has a big impact here. The little guy didn't <laughs> want to engage. To, like I think he was hoping to get out or get help throughout almost all of it. And at one for point, sure. little guy had an opportunity for offense, and he chose the double hand on chest push. And I'm like, <laughs> I think he did that because he didn't want what would come with a better attack. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he didn't want to be. He probably he saw the writing on the wall. He knew if he goes balls to the wall, he's going to get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just. If he if he did better in that fight, it would have just gone worse for him. Yeah, but I, I like yeah, what Filthy right? was saying, where it's like you notice throughout the time where the fat guy starts off, like you you coming at me, Holmes? You you, you stepping up to me? You, yeah, ask your friends, like doing all that, and then like he gets hit like a couple times by the little guy, and you see him become like, oh yeah, well come at me, you know, he, he like starts to be more like a little more bravado, yeah, a little more. He got hit by the little there. guy. Like, I think it makes well, sense. Well, when uh, so, like, the, the little guy punched him in the stomach at one point, oh. and, and the guy didn't even Deal react. It. And yeah. I think that to him, like, was the point where he's like, "Oh shit! <laughs> oh, awesome! <laughs> like, <laughs> this is gonna yeah, work at one point he's like, me. that's how you fight, bro.' You know, he had his hands behind his back, like he was gonna, like, I don't know, uh, Roy Jones Jr. him or something." He was not going to Roy Jones Jr. Man, I'm going to spend a lot of time on public freakout. I bet there's a ton <laughs> of good shit here. There's a yeah, lot you like you like children fighting in like a ring. Well, who doesn't? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, a I, buddy I, of mine went to uh to Thailand for an MMA thing. Like he went there to box and do kickboxing, and it so was he like was a, a legit person who went to train. Yes, he's he's like a former Marine. He he competes amateur and UFC stuff or uh, MMA. MMA stuff. I guess mm -hmm. you'd call it. And he was super psyched a couple of years ago. He's like, dude, Taylor, I'm going to Thailand. You should come sometime. And I was like, oh, no. And, <laughs> uh, and he was like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to fight. And so he went there and for a month went to this like fight school. And he would talk about how after they would finish up at like the fight school, or whatever it was, they would go to a bar. But in these bars, they have like the boxing ring looking contraption in the middle of the bar. And he said he would watch as all of these old Taiwanese guys would be throwing down money and screaming, betting on like 11 year olds boxing yeah. each other hard. He was like, I was blown away. I, I like 11, like kids were like bleeding all over the ring and there were people like standing around like, whatever fucking Taiwanese shit. And he's like, this is a real deal fight culture. Like they're, mm. they're into this shit. Like Do you know these kids are 11 friend... getting, what's that? Did you, I'm sorry. Did your friend do a cycle of steroids while, while he was there? You know? No. Would you know? No, he he didn't he didn't do any steroids or anything. He's he's a really strong athletic guy. Like he he sure. held his own it, while he was there. Into it. Oh, people who are he, tested. Like if you told me 
that, uh, I don't know, Ben Askren, any UFC fighter was going to Thailand to sharpen up his skills. I'm like, ah, the land where USADA isn't. Yeah, that, oh, that's, is that a thing in Thailand? Like, it's understood it's steroids? Well, it, travel in general, you know? Like, your odds of getting tested are very low if you're like, you know what? Because uh, you, like, you have to give your whereabouts to the testing agency. I'm going to be uh, in Iceland, Scotland, uh, you know, Helsinki and Thailand over the next three weeks. You should know. Yeah, you're going to be doing steroids over the next three weeks, and you're just very hard to sort of catch. Okay. Well, I don't think he did steroids because yeah. he didn't come back more jacked than before. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, he, he was talking about how that culture there of fighting is it's not like what we have here. Like if you went into an MMA gym, Woody, and you saw two 11-year-olds bare-knuckle boxing each other to the point <laughs> that blood was on the ground, you'd be like, someone's got to call someone about this. <laughs> like this like, isn't training. That parents. guy's placing bets. <laughs> like, <laughs> you should be in like wrestling. That's yeah, what 11-year-olds well, you should be go. in fourth grade. <laughs> little, little Taylor should be clubbing you with the forearm. <laughs> yes. yes. And that's, a, that's still a little callback. If John Jones wants to take me, mm. the only stipulation is he has to limit himself to strikes to the, the thick part of my skull. <laughs> you really I'll want that brain you, rattling around you down. Uh, that that brain down. is rattleproof. That's the, where he's headed rattleproof, on that. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But fight. your hand not... is not breakproof. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to buy that pay-per-view. going to throw that on the big screen. Going to get my dad over here. going to cook some fancy like, foods. It kind of feels like the short-term view, Taylor. No. <laughs> like you get him in the I'm short like, run. He breaks his hand. You're like, yeah, it's a win. Taylor like, is related to... Like six months later, I'm retarded. <laughs> yeah. Taylor's related to Homer Simpson. He's, he's fine. He's got that yeah. skull. <laughs> yeah. But Marge, it's fine. I, I have an extra layer in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nice. nice. Yeah, I, I, uh, I tweeted out. Did we, did we discuss this the other, the other week? I was tweeting out being like, should I do boxing or should I do MMA? I don't because I want to find. It. Okay, we didn't discuss it. I wanted to find something not running, not ellipticaling, none of that, where I can get good cardio. And of course, MMA and boxing seem like the top two choices. The, the voting in the poll went a little bit skewed to to MMA, but the only rationale against boxing was like, you're going to get hit in the head. And it's like, no, I'm not like, I'm not going to go to a like full contact head punching place. I'm not retarded. I'm not going to do that. Oh no. Like, I, no, I, I wouldn't like risk my brain in my future life on getting punched a bunch of times. I, that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. I just feel old. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm 46 now and it's just like, that's not 50 year old shouldn't fight. This is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> You're done. Retire, asshole. Go fly your paramotor. Well, like, here's a feather to put in your cap. You're a year older than Alex Jones, and you look like you could be his son. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think the beard ages me. That's my own opinion. But, no, uh, no, it's a great look. Wait, Filthy, you weigh in on this. Woody's sure. got a great looking beard. He's got that white down there, that distinguished I did, I did notice aging the white. white. Beard. That's yep. good. Yep. You like it, Filthy? You're not just saying uh, that? Do I like it? I hadn't really yeah. given it much thought. I did notice it. It was one of the things, like, when you guys were big into, like, the fitness challenge, like, I was like, oh, like, I was talking to Woody when I came on, like, a couple times ago. I was like, oh, you really look like you're really in the fitness thing right now. I did notice the beard. So it was noticeable, the white in the beard. Yeah. Whether that's I think what you it, want or not, that's on you, man. No, it wouldn't be my choice. I don't do any, like, hair dyeing stuff. Uh, sure. It's just, I got kind of lucky on top. Like, it, there's a few... This is weird, and I think it makes him... Colin will be like, oh, there's a silver one. Can I pull it? No! 
No, you can't pull any. Like, no, that's we're not going to start plucking <laughs> hairs out of my head. Um, <laughs> he thinks they don't belong. But uh, but on the beard, I didn't get lucky at all. It's gray as heck. No, that that is lucky in its own way. Like, if we if we're still doing this show, you know, six seven years from now, I will have whiter hair than Woody. Like, I am going gray faster than I would have liked. Like this, the, you can't see on my shit camera, but like the sides of my hair, I'm getting quite a few, you know, silver and gray speckles. But I would argue that's good professionally. It is. It yeah, it does make me look older. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. Hey, I we're almost out of time, and I don't know if you want to talk about. It. You did a work trip. What? Can, yeah, I, it, I find that really fascinating. Like you go and present to customers. Is that what you did, or was it like a conference? Or maybe you don't want to say. Oh no, it's not that like interesting. Like I, I'll basically go on behalf of a company and then present uh, goods to a retail chain and explain using metrics or whatever the hell why they should include more of that product or or less of something else, something like that. And so, uh, yeah, that's about as interesting as it gets. The most interesting part of that trip is that a woman named Portia at the Dallas airport served me. Uh, First of all, she took 20 minutes to bring me my beer. And they're not <laughs> brewing that fresh. And so I didn't want to be discriminatory against Portia, but but it was hard not to be. <laughs> you know, because that, that's bad service. But do yeah, you, it's really not that fascinating. Do you, I, I am totally fascinated. I I might be the I might be 1% of our audience and I'm geared <laughs> to steering us in the wrong way. Kyle's vibing that I am. Do you specialize in like a kind of product? Do you do anything from beef jerky to healthcare to something? Yeah, not necessarily. So like really the same kind of data is used across the board for, for the most part. So like most people use IRI or Nielsen data in order to establish whether or not a product in retail stores is doing well or not. Uh, that's changing drastically because right now we're still in the age of, of retail where let's say Kyle is selling shirts and he has distribution at Walmart. And he also is distributing on Amazon. He can't use his Amazon sales in IRI or Nielsen data because it's not yet tracked because it's e-commerce. And so he can't use that as a point of contention for getting it into another distributor. And so like it's it's at a weird nexus right now in the consumer products industry where everybody has to be on e-commerce, but the metrics by which you use to show how successful your product is, if you're an e-commerce product, isn't available. And so they only want to go by IRI Nielsen data, which is established from a lot of the big retailers. You got Walmart, Target, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Kroger, uh, Albertsons, all that kind of shit. And so it, it's really, yeah, I, I, it doesn't really matter what kind of product you use the same metrics. And it really comes down to whether or not your numbers are good. So if you're year over year, you know, pieces per store per week or whatever metric they're trying to set to get you to sell a certain point is good. Very easy, very easy kind of meeting to have because you just basically go in and present, hey, you're losing out on money because bunch list of things. If you have to represent a product that's not doing so well, it is not hard you have or to, it is very hard. You have to explain to them why these numbers there. don't represent reality. Yeah, exactly. So basically <laughs> you have to go in there and the exact same numbers you used for a previous product, you have to go in and be like, this is all bunk. <laughs> this is is, no don't uh, pay no heed to this we're on the upturn because of xyz professionally girlfriend have any issue with you going on these business uh journeys does does she get a little jelly a little little worried about you out in the wild no or if she does she hasn't expressed it to me i wouldn't think so do you 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 worried about leaving her 
these business trips when uh, she's out in the wild and you're gone? Leave it, leaving her Not all even alone. alone <laughs> pining for a man's comfort. She's just out there wanting my warm body next to her, and I'm trying to sell Jack Links to Target or whatever the, deal, whatever the fuck. <laughs> all the things you work with, I don't want to say cheap, but like, to me, expensive oh, no, it is like, the gamut. like all the way to like skid steer and tractor or things that go on a shelf. No, it, it uh, it's more going on the shelf, like retail kind of stuff. I, I've never done anything machinery, uh, anything machinery. No, that's almost like a separate thing because you're not looking if you're selling a machine to someone like a, a high quality manufacturing machine, which is what I thought you were kind of talking about. Like you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't talk about rollover or product acceleration on shelves like you would talk about a, a different thing. I don't even know what you would talk about because I don't work in that industry. Um, but yeah, most of the stuff like maintenance cost, like people, like one of the big metrics people don't, you know, if you don't work in the industry, you don't know about is like pieces per store per week. Like how much is this selling in a store per store per week? Like that's kind of a good metric they use. So let's say for Harley, for example, uh, he's selling his jerky. If they're like, all right, Harley, we need you for your pepperoni skew, uh, to sell three pieces per store per week. And for your Supreme skew, we, uh, a skew just means stock keeping unit. That's, uh, what, what is in stores. Like when you see something on a shelf, that's a skew. And so be like, oh, okay. You need to sell three pieces per store per week of pepperoni, but only 2.25 pieces per store per week of Supreme, but you're at 1.75 for both. So what are we going to do to remedy that? Do we need to pull? Your supreme to push more sales to pepperoni. You need a shelf talker. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You need a shelf flag or a shelf talker or something uh. like that to get it rolling. Uh, so yeah, it, it to me it's a really interesting business because until I got into it, I didn't realize all of the metrics, all of the analysts uh, analysis that goes into getting s- products on the shelves. But like when you think about it, the way Walmart or Target or any of these retailers does, every inch of shelf space needs to be making them a certain amount of money. And so they need to pick the most efficient thing. And so it, mm-hmm. it, it's so multifaceted and so many things go into it. It's hard to even explain, but I, I really enjoy it. It's, it's interesting it's to me to watch you, I want to say grow up, but it almost sounds condescending. It's not how I mean it, but right? Like five years ago, you're a stripper and now you've yeah. become like an, a really skilled professional at something. And, uh, and they're sending you, you know, I think single-handedly down there to represent the company and do your thing. Yeah, usually by myself. Yeah, well, like that's it, not a thing. I, th- I would guess you're ahead of the age curve for that kind of, like, representation, you know? like it, um, Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'm very fortunate. Like, I, I just love it. Like, I love going into meetings like that, being the center of attention, like, like having answers for hard questions, like knowing the way to say the right thing and the right way to really... Uh-huh. Yeah, I bet you'd be good at my it. Favor. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 largely built on like you know, just speaking ability. And mm-hmm. that that's always been something I'm good at. Like public speaking has never been a fear for me. Everybody's always like, "Oh, public speaking is scary." It's like, "No, I love it. I love being the center of attention. I love having eyes focused on me as I'm doing whatever I'm doing." So it's it's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Kyle? Did you ever do anything sales <laughs> or sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, no, no, you can go. I was going to remind Kyle about the outro, but if you wanted to say something and did i ever go and sell stuff yeah i was wondering like in your job did they ever like conscript you for like a well we got to go and sell this fucking modem or something somewhere so when i was a i was a junior accountant and i would meet with clients 
but I was not the lead like you were, you know, like my father or the partner or the, you know, one of the other accountants was the lead and I was kind of learning it for the future. So that it was a mm-hmm. different role. At Cisco, all my stuff was internal. And yeah, I would absolutely go around and sometimes I'd teach classes, which is kind of a, a similar kind of all eyes on you kind of thing. Other times I would just like pitch what we're doing, trying to get buy-in from other groups. I was an architect. So a lot of, like, it's like, this is my idea on how we should all be doing things. And this is how it would help you if you did it my way. So there was, you know, it, it compares, but it's also internal. So okay, it's not quite the same. Kyle, do you feel a similar way? Because I know you were in sales. Like, yeah. like you like <clears throat> eyes on you being the center of attention. Yeah, like, absolutely. I was. I the think one that's a salesperson would, thing. They like. Yeah, it. I was the one who would teach walkarounds to like the the like like not just we got a, a group of customers, maybe an entire family there. You're you're sort of the center of attention for them. But I would also do the like walkaround training for all the salespeople. So they'd be like my peers, like like grown men, double my age or more, and I would teach them how to present a car. You know how to how to walk around. Yeah. It's called a walk around. You know, walking literally 360 degrees all the way around the car, presenting um, all the features of the car. And you know, there's two facets of that. There's there's one where you need product knowledge. We're like, oh, this is a Ford Mustang. That's 300 base horsepower and it's this kind of engine. It's this kind of fuel injection. It's the, these are the kind of tires. But then there's like knowledge that spans the gap for every car, but people just aren't aware of it. Like, oh yeah, every uh-huh. car has fucking Lexan headlights, but nobody knows that word. Nobody knows what it means. So, so it doesn't matter if I'm showing you a, a used Lexus or a brand new Ford Focus. It's Lexan fucking headlights, and I'm I'm still gonna slap them hard as fuck. I'm, <laughs> Pow! That's a Lexan headlight. Oh, right is that there. what that mean? Like it's durable. It's yeah, it's the material. It's a material kind of plastic. Okay. These are Kevlar yeah, reinforced serpentine belts. Absolutely, I'd say that every single time. I said, they're all Kevlar reinforced. So they're, they're all Kevlar. especially on this car, though. <laughs> See, I would <laughs> fall for that. I have no idea. <laughs> like, like these these fan belts are made out of Kevlar. Same stuff that Bulletproof Vest set up. These motor mounts. Let me tell you how what these what these motor mounts do on this car. Every car. <laughs> In the event of a frontal collision, that motor's not coming through the firewall and crushing you and your family. It's dropping down and sliding at a 45-degree angle below you, below the cabin, out of the way. Every car does that. <laughs> you know, like, and, and I, had more, I had one of those for every quadrant of the car. You know, the hood? You ever notice that like fuzzy blanket type thing that's on the back of your hood? Yeah, when you pop it? sound deadening, right? Uh-huh. No, no, it puts out fires. If the, if the mm. engine catches fire, those plastic plugs that hold it in place, they melt, and that's a fire blanket that drops down mm. and extinguishes the thing. Really? Yeah. Every car has it. I had you no did. idea. Especially Nobody this one. It. Yeah. Uh, 35, <laughs> mile per hour, 35 mile per hour side impact door beams that work as a, a roll cage for you and your family. Every car has them, but this one in particular has them, and that's all that matters. <laughs> It would be it would be kind of awkward if like I show them one used car and they're like nah, and now we're the other one and I'm like let's make up some new shit. Uh. <laughs> Did I say the Lexan headlight thing already? I yeah, was <laughs> when I don't know what the product is being sold to me, but I can tell someone is selling. What I usually do is I try and create, you know, negative space in the conversation, because if they're eager to fill that negative space, I know they're really actively trying to sell me hard on things that probably don't matter. Whereas if Maybe even, you know, they they allow that negative space to stand. I feel a little more confident in what they're actually saying, if, if sure. that makes sense. For sure, trying to be honest and not and not act like the car is a, a perfect w- work of art. Like, yeah, 
It, it's not as fast as the Corvette, but it's much more affordable. And if you look at this, 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 and that, the fuel economy alone, the 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 maintenance, the the fuel cost, this will run on eighty-seven mm -hmm. octane rather than the blah 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 blah. And a good yeah. salesman won't just be rattling off things the whole time; they'll get you talking for sure. Like they'll get you asking questions, like try and try and trigger a little interest in things. I'm sure, like you would, if they asked, "Oh, how is how is this roll cage different than other ones?" You would have a locked and loaded kind of well. The real difference is that given this Ford Focus's frame, and then you you you'd kind of yeah Ford, deflect to something else. Ford has their own like safety system that uh, when you're sitting in this passenger seat, sir, it's weighing you. It knows how much you weigh. It knows how tall you are. That airbag's not exactly. just gonna come out but, but just just it's not it's not a balloon that just inflates on impact that airbag knows you it knows who's sitting in that seat it knows if a book bag is sitting there and it doesn't need to deploy it out at all which saves you on insurance costs it knows if your small child is there and it shouldn't deploy at all it knows if a small adult is there and it should deploy low and slow it knows if a large man is there it's going to deploy the perfect airbag for the individual sitting in this seat this isn't a one size fits all this is a ford safety system and I'm it's sold. not just it's not just one airbag and you start talking about all the We're other airbags please just stop talking <laughs> yeah. take my money all right let's end this episode i need to go out and buy a ford <laughs> gt Get mustang not any ford the one he's selling yeah <laughs> yeah right you want the one with the kevlar belts that kyle has That's yeah right. absolutely kyle, i think there's an outro there certainly is let me tell everybody about eturo uh whether it is a let me make sure i read the right Art. <laughs> Turo is a peer-to-peer -peer car sharing marketplace where you can book any car you want, whether you want it from a community, uh, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. From exotic sports cars to practical daily drivers, you can choose the car that's best for you. Whatever your budget, download the Turo app, that's T-U-R-O, on the App Store or Google Play, or just visit Turo.com and you can get 25 bucks off your first trip when you sign up for Turo and use promo code PAINKILLER at checkout. Terms apply. <laughs> Check them out. Might there be able is. to find yourself a lovely Ford with bulletproof fan belts and <laughs> underhood fire safety blankets and engine out and engine mounts that break the engine away and slide it safely under the firewall, like every other car made since like 1978. <laughs> yeah. but, and before we go, filthy, where can everybody find you and your magic exploits? Ah, uh, Twitch is my best spot, or YouTube. Uh, you can find me Filthy Robot on Twitch and Filthy Robot on YouTube. One it's word, no fun. underscore. How's it go? That's right. One word, no underscore. It's the way to find me. And uh, first Google result will be me. So works there out. And well. before you come back next time, I want you to join a men's hockey league and see if men's that that gets you going with your exercise. It, it, you'll have a lot of fun. You're an athletic guy. You're going to be. Do you know how to would skate? would be good for that. I'm not a big skater. All right. You're not going to have fun off the start. <laughs> <laughs> you start the way I do. Just a lot of getting slapped with sticks, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, one of my favorite up. stories with the, me and the 10-year-olds and my wife being like, the big one is mine. Yeah. I, I took like a learn to skate hockey class yeah. with children. That's so fucking Perfect. Funny. Perfect. It's like a hundred on the ice and I'm the only one six foot. All this you're the time. only one that can drive home. <laughs> no one, like not even close. And they're all like 11 and under. That's but, its own kind of great bravery. Going out there. Uh, all right. Painkiller already, 428. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me on.